to the Pulp MX Show, presented by BTOSports.com. Coming to you live from Las Vegas, right outside the Lions' Den, with your hosts, Steve Mathis and Tony Berluti. And now, strap in and get ready. It's showtime. I just don't like the guy. The guy's just a douchebag. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah. Welcome, everybody. The Pulp and Mech Show presented by BTOsports.com and Fly Racing. Coming at you. It's Monday, February 5th, 6.01 p.m. Pacific. Thank you for joining us. Oakland Supercross this past weekend. So much to talk about. What a race. Phenomenal race. 450 main was amazing. 250 main was amazing. There's passes. There's, there's, there's comebacks. There's crash outs. It is something else, I tell you what, and uh, we will talk about it tonight. And looking forward to uh, having you people call in as well. 702-586-7857. 702-586-PULP. If you've got something on your mind and you want to talk about it. And with one of our guests tonight, JGR Suzuki's Weston Pike will be on. Geico Honda's Christian Craig. Privateer hero Tyler Bowers will be on. We'll have Roger Larson from 7. Mikey uh, Ojeda, I should say. Ojeda from btosports.com will also join us. btosports.com has gotten together, sponsored Mookie, and uh, they're going to be a personal part of his deal going forward throughout the year. So Mikey and Roger will uh, fill us in on that and talk about it, and we'll probably ask Roger a James Stewart question at some point. I can almost guarantee that. Uh, please check out Amazon banner on publimex.com. Click on Amazon banner. Uh, go through there, and uh, you can absolutely um, – Make a purchase, and we get a small slice of that. Pulpamex app as well. Get that. Uh, archive podcasts, special one-off podcasts, and many other things are on that app. So uh, that'll help you people to uh, go back and listen to the archives and figure things out and all that. Um, we want to thank you guys for listening. We want to thank our listeners that tune in at the races. It's great to have you guys come up and talk to, to us and talk about how much you love the show. Talk about how much you love Phil. And, uh, and everything else. We, we greatly, greatly appreciate it. BTOsports.com, Fly Racing, Race Tech Suspension and Engines, Vortex Racing, Gear Alloy, Roost MX, Vertex Pistons, X-Brand Goggles, Michelin Star Cross 5, Maxima USA, FMF, Works Connection, Atlas Neck Brace, W Wheels, Guts Racing, and Get Data all on board with us uh, each and every Monday night. And we thank those guys. Go to Sponsor Deals on PulpaMechShow.com. Find our codes on there. Find how to get discounts. Find how to get free stuff. Everything you can need from uh, from our partners is on pulpamexshow.com under sponsor deals. And uh, we thank you people for uh, for tuning in and using those codes. Our sponsors are stoked. And uh, also, I'm stoked because in studio for the entire show, he's back as a mechanic, everybody. We thought he was done. They pulled him back in. He is wrenching for number 10, Justin Brayton on the MCR Honda team. He's our former co-host, and he's back. Tony Berluti. What's up, Berlute? Steve, how you doing? I'm excited to be on tonight. You are back in the trenches again. Yep, I told you I wasn't, and I got sucked into it. The last time you were in, yep. you said you weren't going to do it. I asked you the same question I always do. Yep. You told me off-air that MCR was talking to you. Right. But it didn't, you know, I didn't think it was going to go anywhere. Yeah. They must have thrown so much money yeah. at you. Uh, that, so much money. I can guarantee you that's not exactly the case. But, you know, they made me feel special. And, you know, wow. I, that, that was the biggest thing. Yeah. yeah. Mike and Genova and, and uh, 
Tony got on the phone with me, and they just made me feel that they really needed me and wanted me in their program. So, therefore, that's what reeled me in. I, it's, it certainly isn't about the money. I'm very all. surprised you're doing the whole 450 Supercross season. I would have thought you would have done 250 West, you know? But well, yeah. Like we don't have a No, I know, but maybe yeah. they would have had somebody. Well, or, yeah. that kind of was how it was sold to me. <laughs> <laughs> and you show up at Anaheim and it's number 10, Brayton? Yeah, well, I knew it was Brayton, but yeah. the, they were telling been me. West only. Thing. Yeah, but it's not going to probably work uh, out that way. Dude, Brayton's killing it. He's so solid. He never crashes. So, he, I mean. You want a heat in Glendale? Dude, he was on it, wasn't he? Yeah. Did you watch it? <laughs> yeah, I watched it. I was there. Yeah, the guy's good. He's real, huh? Yeah, you're just the, the soothing hand of Tony Berluti, yeah, just molding that. Brayton into something. I love nope, it. Nope, nope. Do you, you know that doesn't work that way. I know. Do you like being back, though? Do yeah, you, I'm having you, a lot of you fun. Are. Yeah, especially with, with results and then yep. the team and, you know, yep, yep. my guys, Nick and Aaron, that I work with. We're a small team, small yep. you know deal, but uh, the, the guys are great. I really enjoy working with them. If I worked with you as a mechanic, I would just pump you with questions all day long about Budman and Antonez <laughs> and Robbie and Seb and we talk a lot about. I just stuff. be like, tell me, well, tell me more, Balut. <laughs> I remember when you and Skip were on here. Yeah, uh, might have been the last time you were in. That was uh, and, last and time. You and you yeah. and Skip, you had some stories. Yeah, you yeah. guys had some stories. So, yeah, I share it with those guys because right. the, the the they're like sponges. They love it. The yeah. one kid is so the young kid Nick is so into it. I yeah. mean, he can tell me about some old stuff. And I look <laughs> at this kid. He's twenty two, and I go. Holy shit, you've yeah. been doing some studying. Wow. Do, they, do you show them the photo of you with Oakley Blades and a mustache and the short shorts? No, they probably showed me that. Oh, I, I don't know, no. <laughs> Fantastic to have you, Berlute. Thank you for coming in. I appreciate uh, it, Oakland Steve. was amazing for, was. on so many levels. Yeah. And we'll talk about uh, how it went for your guy as well. Uh, taking your calls, holding things down over there, producing the show, working on many other things during the show. Travis Marks. I'm I'm efficient. How'd you score in fantasy? Not good. No. No. Did you get? Did you? Were you not a believer? Um. Fortunately, <laughs> I was a believer. Unfortunately, I was, <laughs> and it cost me. Uh, him and Pettis. Oh, you and Pettis. I, I took a gamble. He's from Canada. I told I you people to not do that. He's from Canada. The guy had some amazing starts. Oh, I know. He was fast in practice, he but he had speed. <laughs> we can work with speed. So. Uh, I scored 154 last round. Mm. Yeah, it was a JT kind of uh, yeah. weekend. Well, he had 132, <laughs> not quite, but but uh, not this not. week, the last week. Yeah. Right. What, um, did he, what did he get last weekend? Uh, he, him and I tied like 196 or something, or 194. Yeah. Well, as long as you guys both stayed under 200, I'm okay with yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. Pop Mix Fantasy. Uh, There's people that got more just in the 250 class than I got out of both classes. Did a guy not have a perfect 250 lineup? We were texting after the 250 main. Like four or five guys. Perfect lineup. Yeah. The All-Star, 26 points, and then the top three guys. Yep. Yep, highest who, scoring. Who was the all-star? Uh, well, you can pick an all-star. And oh. The max points you get is 26. Yeah. And then there were four guys, four 250 riders that got 46 points, and they were all uh, – and, and all three, all four of those those players had three of them. So. I hate those guys. Yeah, they're – Did they get perfect 450 scores too or no? Absolutely not. Okay, good. Yeah, no. Did anybody get four, perfect 450 that you saw? I don't know. Okay. I didn't see. What are we giving away this week for a jersey? Do we know? We I, gave don't away, know. I don't know what this week is. We gave away Grant last weekend, Josh yep. Grant's fly jersey. So please uh, check it out, pulpmexfantasy.com. I love those tweets that people are like, my fantasy team in action, and it's just a sinking ship or something on fire <laughs> or whatever. JT's was good. <laughs> I really enjoyed the those. The missile and the yeah. ship. How yeah. many participants do you have? Oh, I don't know. Well, we got you can pay to, pay to play or not pay to or just play for free. 
um, and not win any of the prizes. Uh, uh-huh. That's 3,000 people or something. It's a lot. Wow. Yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty good. And it's your deal? Well, it's mine, Mark's, JT, a few of us, wow. a few other people. Yeah, we're all kind of uh, combined into it. So uh, my job is just the promotion and to rule it. That is, that is my job. Okay. So, um, all right, everybody. So thanks uh, thanks for playing that, Pulp Mix Fantasy. Appreciate it. And uh, so, Berlou, right off the hop, okay, what we're going to do tonight, giveaways. The Works Connection Prolaunch Start Device, after the controversy last week, Marks, we never did end up giving it away. Just the fans voted Dark Side could not win it. That was it. I kind of forgot. Yeah. I kind of forgot. So we got to give that away. <laughs> That's kind of funny. And Darkseid cannot win. No. So. He's probably working overtime right now. <laughs> right. Yeah. So Darkseid called in and won, and we had a big uh-huh. debate, and our fans voted that he should not win. Okay. So uh, we're going to give that away. We're going to give away a Weston Pike Fly F2 uh, Pike replica helmet uh, because he's on the show tonight. So we're going to give that, fo- that away. Uh, and a Maxima oil kit as well, either two stroke or four stroke. And the uh, Maxima guys came onto the show this year. We super appreciate it. Berlut. Maxima's good stuff. You good probably stuff, used it over good the years. guys. They take care of you. Yeah, it's it's good stuff. And how many teams like are sponsored by other oil companies over the years, and then they they just end up putting Maxima? Yeah, you know what I mean. It's weird. Y'all, they always end up going back. <laughs> I know. Maxima, yeah, it is. They're a great company. So Maxima USA designed jointly with top race teams to ensure maximum performance while providing maximum protection. Under the most severe MX and off-road conditions, the extensively developed formulations produce more horsepower and torque while providing excellent clutch feel maximausa.com please go there they've got oils for all sorts of things that you didn't even realize so Berlut, we during the week we asked everybody to enter a uh, maxima oil contest yeah and we have all the entries here from last week i'm gonna mix them up here in this janky old pulpamex hat we have and Berlut, you're gonna draw out a winner for a maxima oil kit maxima oil kit who, who do you got who is it okay it looks like tyler Summerall. Tyler Summerall. Yay for Tyler. Uh, let me have that, so I'll contact him. Tyler, you win. Maxima USA Oil Kit. We will uh, be in contact and find out everything you want. Thanks for entering, everybody. Really appreciate it. Jason Thomas will be on the show later to talk some fly racing, of course, as well. And uh, we'll have much more going on uh, throughout the night. Berluti, um, I was doing a rough calculations from Oakland, and I... Th- Seriously, think seven guys did not crash in the 450 main event. That was it? That was it. Seven guys, I don't think. Um, How brutal was that, man? You know, it was hard to see when we're down on the floor, but, you know, and I I saw the recap, you know, the race this morning. I was watching it, and, oh, God. I I mean, I could see how you just land in those transitions, and then next thing you're (laughs) flying off the track like what Craig did. (laughs) Right, right. Holy smoke. Uh, Your rider, Justin Brayton, running in seventh, and uh, teammate Vince Freeze, not on purpose. Came across, rutted uh, across a jump, and just cleaned him out. Eighth, eighth. He was running yeah, eighth, yeah. and then yeah. So, um, yeah, it wasn't that was that was an accidental deal. Oh, of course, but, you yeah. Know. He he was not stoked after the main event. No, <laughs> he was not Brayden happy. Was pissed off. He yeah. was. Um, and Fr- Vince, I saw Vince. I think two other times go down. Like he was one of the many guys struggling with that track. You try to put together combos. You try to put together the the jumps, and it is just. Tanky. I I heard he rolled up the windows twice. Yeah. <laughs> I know for sure once he did, yeah. Did you? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And then Craig flew off the track. Yeah. Pike will get him on in a second. He ate crap while he was like seventh. Yeah. You know, with like two laps, er, four laps to go or something. And uh, Anderson, Berluti, Anderson wins, extends his points lead. He crashed bad in practice. He didn't have a great heat. And he comes in and and, and gets the gets the win with a, with a last lap pass on Kenny. That's how championships are won right there. Like, that's how you do it. Oh, he wants it. 
you can see he wants it. I mean, the pass that he, every pass that he makes, I mean, people call it dirty, but you can just see that he wants it worse than everybody else. Yeah. What did you think of the Anderson move on Marvin? Um, I didn't really study it too much. I don't think it was quite necessary, you right, know? Right. but that's I mean, what he does. He, yeah. and it, what, what's gnarly is the two guys that are supposedly, wow, that's just it, right? Friends, right? Yeah. You know? That's just it. Like he was, if there's one guy you think he might check up on a little bit, it would be Marv. Right. Right. So I'd love to be down in Baker's factory. I mean, they're already not riding together, but they still train together and go on road bikes together. Apparently is the word. And Marv said after the race, it's his turn, Marvin's turn to try to get him back. So wow, I don't know if Marv has that in him, you know, to do that. Yeah, you never know. No. Sneaky <laughs> Frenchman could do it. It it uh it was something else though. Um, the ride, regardless of that pass, it was a phenomenal ride. It yeah. was really great. Right. Yeah, yeah op- absolutely. What <clears throat> when you say that they don't ride together, but they train together, so yeah. they ride at different times of the day. Yeah, or on they different ride tracks? different tracks. Yeah. Oh really? Yeah. yeah. So, were you surprised at, 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 uh, that I was that Roxon has let a couple races go slip through his fingers? Houston and this weekend. Um, I was surprised at this one for sure. Yeah. Um, but I saw there on TV. I didn't see it because I was down on the mechanics yeah. area. But he screwed up. Yeah. And oh, he yeah. he was pissed at himself. Yeah, you, know? you could tell he had it when he, when they came around for the last lap by the mechanics area. I go, he's got this. Yeah. He's got yeah. enough gap. Yep. He's got this. But if he wouldn't have cased that table or whatever he did, isn't that what yeah, he did? Yeah, yeah. He came off of it. He he went too far and then came off of it wrong. And yeah, it, it, that that's I think what cost him. And did you see Anderson get crazy in the whoops like on um, before the last oh lap? Oh my flag? god! Like, feet off the pegs and shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, man, it was a nutty race. It was one of the more yeah. exciting races you've seen. The the white flag goes and they're like neck and neck. You know what I mean? Like uh, yeah. that was a good yeah, yeah down to the wire. Yeah, that was good. Yeah. Uh, what's your take on the Barsha Tomac pass? I thought I thought it was fine, man. I um, you know Eli. Uh, didn't went two one in that little section before the finish, and Anderson wheel tapped and went out and had more. Or Barsha wheel tapped and went out and had more speed. That's I mean, Barsha, but I don't think it was a bam bam dirty deal. He no. just he just drove it in there, you know. And like you said, what's the name came down as he was driving it in, and he yeah. went down. You know? Um, yeah. Like, so did you see anything wrong with it? You, no, uh, no, no. I'm sure no. the Cowie guys don't see it that way. Yeah, whatever. I mean, because it's Barsha, people want to look at it differently, you know. But yep. no, to me, that was a that was a racing move. That was good, huh? Yeah, yeah, I, th- I thought so. Yeah. Um, and Sealy, I would have put a lot of money on Sealy winning it, uh, fastest in practice, won the heat race. I made don't know. What made a mistake. Is. Yeah, <laughs> it's, he's going to be thinking about that one for a while. I think. No, I, I think he's going to be thinking about like how how he could have done it, how he should have done it, and. Uh, uh, but that was the kind of track that would do that thing to oh, the, to- be- the best it. the best guy out there, you know? Like I said, I think seven guys didn't crash. That's funny. Like, That's... out of 22. How'd you do that calculation? Well, I, I, it's not it's not exact, brilliant. It's not exact. <laughs> I'll, I'll give you that. In the in the 250s, Plessinger rode phenomenal. Ruts and soft dirt are really his forte. God, I guess And so. I thought Craig had it. Christian will be on the show in a little bit. I would have thought Craig had it. He's a technical rider. He's very skillful. He can get around the track like that and, and whoops, help him. But Plessinger was phenomenal. Just phenomenal. Yeah, it yeah. was it was a great ride. And uh I so, never really saw him get out of shape. He looked great. Yeah, he was sick, I guess. So yeah, that, 
after the race, he was struggling, but man, did he ride great. He it was rode good. It was phenomenal. Um, 702-586-7857. Like I said, we have Tony Berludi in studio. Love this guy right here. He's back, and uh, our listeners are stoked. They, they're really happy you're back. Right here. on. So, I'm glad to be back. Did you did you, you meet you meet some every weekend, I imagine? Uh, this they last week, a lot of guys came by, and they go... Screaming, what, you want to see my swing arm? You want to see my swing arm? <laughs> no. But they, they tell me I'm the favorite, They're, and I'm like, okay, whatever. <laughs> I shake their hand and give them a sticker or whatever, you know. No, oh. but I, I think there's some of them are genuine, mm-hmm. you know, genuine. But um, I, I'm telling you, people are excited you're back well, in. thank you. Yeah. And I appreciate all those guys. And come and say hi to me. Uh, all right, let's get some the fuck off. We'll get some, <laughs> get some uh, phone calls. Raining Yellow, what's up? Oh, my God, the God himself is in studio. Oh, there we go. It. See, see, raining yellow. I didn't. I was actually on my way back from Oahu, so unfortunately, I didn't get to go to this race. But had I known you were at A one, shit, I would have stopped by. Yeah, I'm sorry you were coming back from Oahu. What yeah. the hell is that yeah, all about? It was a tough life. It yeah, was brutal. I bet. Br- brutal. Uh, hey, are you guys like me? Every time Ken Roxon gets out of shape, does it scare the shit out of you? Like. I mean, yes. <laughs> I'm I'm definitely afraid for him. Like I I feel like everyone's watching him as like a parent. Um, I don't know, man. You think? Yeah. I, I mean, cause I mean, he he seems like he's riding smarter and has the big picture in mind, but he's still he's got a bad track record of of eating shit at one uh, point. Uh, I don't know, man. Yeah, he's had some big ones in Supercrosses for sure. I think he looks great. I'm surprised he hasn't won, to be honest. I'm really surprised he hasn't won. I thought he would have had one by now. Oh, I'm not surprised. I, um, oh, go ahead. Or no, no, you go ahead. I said I, I'm not surprised the way, he, as good as he is, but I'm with you that um, every time he gets, you know, one of those aw shit moments, it scares the shit out of me. You know, I'm like, God damn. Just, okay. But no, yeah. I, I'm not surprised. His, his ability is amazing, you know, for sure. All right. What yeah. else, Raniello? Um... I was gonna say you have a ghost. Um, you have, you have God. And now it makes sense. You have God in studio, and you have a ghost <laughs> calling in tonight. Tyler Bowers died. Oh shit! On that <laughs> back Saturday, I saw it. Bears can't fly. <laughs> shit! Oh man, it was bad. And dude, uh, hey, listen, I'm glad he's okay. His face looked like his face looked like uh, he went around with Mike Tyson. Um, but I also had him in Absolutely. fantasy, and Marks, he would have been—he was the highest scoring guy, right before he went down. I also had him in fantasy. Yes, he was the highest scoring guy. He, I think so. There yeah. was one minute left, one minute and one lap I, left. I felt good about it. My score <laughs> dropped about forty something points. Yeah, not good. We shouldn't. We should care more about Bowers' safety, and then maybe our <laughs> fantasy. Pigs don't fly and bears don't fly. Uh, yeah. Bro- hey, so Roger Larson's coming on later, raining yellow. We are going to ask him about Stu. Uh, hey, do me a favor. Ask uh, Roger to say hi to Dennis for me. Okay, I can do that. I don't know who that is, but sure. All right, buddy. Dennis. Yes, sir. You guys have a good oh, one. See you, man. Yeah. See you, Rain Yellow. Uh, what's up, JT? How are you? Hey, I'm fine. How about y'all? Good. What's happening? Hey, uh, question I've got is on um, Tomac. If you look him, look at him through last season, this season, when he wrecks, it's almost like you know he doesn't care if he gets up and goes or not. The delay, everything. What do y'all think? What's going on with that? Even at you know local Chicken Licks Raceway, you know once you wreck, you get up quicker than that 
geek on. What do you, what do you think the deal is? Yeah, I, I thought this weekend was okay. New York was strange last year. That was strange. He didn't get up real quick or anything. Um, I, I didn't think it was bad this weekend, getting up, um, you know. Yeah. Yeah, on TV. I mean, he looked like he he didn't, he didn't. None of these pros run to their bikes like back in the day like we all did. Like, none of these guys do that. So, that's just how it's going to go. JT, um, but it, it just it just seemed like he sat back and waited for you know most of the field to go through before he tried to pull off. Well, just he kind of had to. Me. Well, he kind of had to, yeah, because yeah. the guys were coming in hot. Yeah, and then you know they were exiting the corner at a certain speed. So yeah. All right. Well, have a good show, guys. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Uh, yeah, I, I mean the New York thing when he got up last year was really weird, but I thought this weekend was fine. I don't know. Uh, let's go to Janky Mike. What's up, bud? How are you? Hey, how are you guys? Good. What's happening, Janky? Oh, not much. This is kind of probably a little off-topic from this weekend's race, but I've been thinking about the Triple Crown thing. Yeah. And uh, I was wondering, so you know how the 22 qualify for the night show, right? Yep. Let's say by some act of God, there was a ridiculous crash in the first round, or the first race, and you take out like seven riders are taken out for the night. Does that mean there's only going to be 15 on the gate for the other two races? Yes. Yeah, once the... I didn't know if they had fill-ins or not. No, they do have fill-ins, but only for the first... You know, for first main, they'll grab a guy if someone was unable to go. Okay, so there would just be an emptier gate yep. for the rest of them. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, okay, right on. So, yeah, just to uh, yeah, no I didn't know if they had that. Yep. Uh, Berlut, what did you think? Uh, you know, it's a couple weeks old now, but what did you think of the Triple Crown thing? Um, <clears throat> It worked in my guy's favor. I liked it <laughs> as far as starts and stuff, but um, I think it's a good deal. Just the track needs to be better. That, that uh, on that oh, situation, yeah. Yeah, that I think right. so. I want to see it in a good track deal. You know what I'm saying? Peyton told me he wished there was more time. Did you feel like you could use more time? Oh, for, as far as well, I tell you what, in if between, you have, in if, the yeah, I, I'm scared to death of that. If we, if you have a situation, yeah. you're, you're, that's a bad deal. Yeah, okay. Yeah. But with the routine stuff, you were okay. It was yeah, fine. Yeah. 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 Well, obviously, if you if there's a motor swap going on, no. you got issues. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's that, that's a scary deal there. Right. Right. All right. Let's get to. Is this Taylon? Yep. What's up, bud? How are you? Pretty good. What's up, Berluti? Hey, how are you? Good. Sincerely, you are my favorite co-host. Oh, oh really? Because Kiefer just Kiefer well, just probably either, smashed e- something. Either him or Ping. All right. Okay. <laughs> Appreciate it. Thank you. Um, so I decided to call in to defend Barsha a little bit. Like, people are kind of talking smack on him that he's back to his old ways and whatnot. But me and this guy that I work with took quite a bit of time today at work and rewatched that a bunch of times. I'm glad your employer is probably stoked on that. But <laughs> I'm sure. Yeah. I hope he's not listening. Dude, to this. you don't got to defend him. I'm fine with that pass. Berluti's fine with that pass. Well, no. So what I was going to say is, if you look at it, I don't even think they touch Barsha and Tomac. Oh uh, no, if they I think do they touch. It because yeah. I think if, they touch. if you rewatch it, Tomac starts crashing before Barsha even gets to him. His front end starts sliding, and he kind of falls into Barsha a little bit. Yeah, I think they touched. We rewatched that. it. We yeah. rewatched it twenty times today. Okay. So anyway, um, I don't. Yeah, think, no, I don't uh, think Barsha. I really don't even think Barsha had anything to do with him crashing. Um. Yeah, I. I rewatch it. I mean, Have Travis no, pull it up. The, Barsha. 
if Barsha doesn't do that, there's zero chance Eli Tomac crashes there. So don't go that far. Well, I, I think Barsha scared him a little bit, but well, contact-wise, I don't think it had anything to do with him going down. Uh, there was – no, I disagree, Berlute. I'm going to have to see it again now that he's talking about it like that. I, I know there wasn't, it, up. there wasn't a lot of contact, if there was any, but in my mind, I thought they maybe touched just a little bit. But know? having said that, it's fine. It's Supercross. Yeah. No, it was yeah. legit. Oh, it was yeah, good. I'm way good with it. Yeah. Right. All right, man. Sounds good. Thanks for the call. Yep. See you back. Uh, Weston Pike coming up. Your old rider. Yeah. Coming up right now. Coming him. up shortly. Yeah. You love Pike. He's so, a good guy. It's the only way I can get him to come on the show. Except for the problem. Oh, yeah, right. Except for what? <laughs> no, except now he's my nemesis. Yeah, true, right? Yeah. They're, they're close to the yeah, same speed. True. They really are. Yeah. I don't know if you happened to notice, but Pike was going for it in the opening laps in Oakland. Like, he almost died 14 times. Oh, my God. He is so. He was just pinned and clipping and yeah you're right you're right I, when i saw it because he was up front he was <laughs> yeah, like second was. or something oh he? yeah and he was yeah. up in front in glendale too yeah you gotta love that about that guy oh, like he got, is i do love that he yeah. is balls out oh he he ain't scared <laughs> no he sends it no not at all um so uh getting back to the anderson talk uh Berlute, i mean it's round five roxon's gonna be a challenger the, it's over for tomac he's 60 something points down uh, I'd like I like Anderson to hold on to this thing for that kind of ride this weekend. Oh, I mean, I, it, I'm sure the way he's the only thing that you know the only thing that can happen to him is himself, like yeah. in that practice yeah. crash. I yeah, mean, that guy sends it. He's not scared, but it can bite you. You know, just like you t- were talking about that last lap, man. His feet are flying off the pegs, which is good to yeah. watch. He's yeah. bitching. Oh yeah, yeah. He's yeah. a little. He yeah. can, he can hey, explode at any time, dude. How easy on that track. That late in the race, would it have been for Anderson to just take a second? Like, hey, I'm taking a second. But he don't. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. no one would have blamed him. No one would have said anything no, no. with a track like that. And instead, he was like, screw it. So that could bite him. I'm going to get it. Uh, Marks, who's uh, Chris? What was Chris mad about? I, 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 you got some notes here. but I didn't hear what you were saying because I was on the phone. Okay. But he was saying something about what you were saying was BS because Grant was in 21st and Tomac was in 20th and Grant finished way ahead of Tomac. But I don't know what you were what saying. Was saying? I don't. That's what I don't know. So, okay. I didn't hear anything yeah, you said right. about Grant or anything. Steven, what's up, man? How are you? Hey, I'm doing good. Thanks, Steve. I had a question for Berlute. Yeah. On, um, does he ever talk to Michael Essie? And I mean, we haven't gotten official retirement that I know about. Is there any anything you can tell us about Michael Essie and his program or what's going on? Yeah, well, I listened to his dad talk to him a lot on the phone. And, and what I've heard is he's got a Canadian deal on a Cowie, on the Monster Cowie deal. I think the same program he had last year. And uh, his wife is pregnant and they're going to start a family. So yep. he doesn't, I don't think you'll see him in Supercross uh, I don't want to say ever, but yeah. I don't think you'll see him in Supercross. But I think he's just happy, you know, going up to Canada and doing the outdoors up there and making a few bucks and living on the farm in Florida. Yeah, he'll uh, he's got a Canadian ride for motocross, and his teammates uh, teammates will be uh, Tyler Medalia and uh, I think that's it, or maybe someone else. But um, yeah, he's going to do it. So that's so we're not going to have like a retirement like announced or anything like that for the you you know he'll just be him racing in the Canadian series. Yeah. Until he, yeah, goes away. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. So, 
Okay. I got it. All right, man. Thanks. Thanks. Appreciate it. 702-586-7857. Still looking to give away uh, some um, parts from uh, Fly and Works Connection and Michelin and Maxima. All on board with us. Speaking of Michelin, stick to the track with like glue with the new Michelin Starcross 5, pushing the boundaries of off-road performance for riders of all levels. No matter the conditions or terrain, four versions are hard, medium, soft, and sand. Completely redesigned casing, the official tire of Chris Kiefer, among others, and uh, the Michelin Starcross 5. We are getting great feedback on this tire from everybody on social media that uh, has bought them over the years from uh, our buddy Randy Richardson and Michelin. And uh, great guys, MichelinMotorcycle.com to learn more. Excellent performance over a wide range of conditions and terrain. Vintage sizes, uh, you know, if you need if you need an, an 18 or a 19, um, different different carcasses, different patterns. Uh, so please check them out, Michelin Starcross 5. Uh, good tires, and uh, they'll provide you good value for your buck. Weston Pike coming up shortly. Let's go to Dirk. Dirk, what's up? How are you, man? Steve. What hey, up? big fan of the show. Thank Thanks you. for taking my call. I uh, heard you guys talking about the Tomac, Barsha Pass, and yeah. the Anderson, uh, Moosekin Pass. Yeah, I was wondering what you thought about, I've seen it a couple times, but specifically the, like, tight cutting the corner, inside passing before that triple, like where Savachi got hit yeah. close to the end of the main. Yeah, a bunch of guys were doing that. Um, the little hip jumper loot before the triple mm-hmm. um, coming across the start. Yeah. yeah, That's what you're talking about, Dirk, right? Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm surprised they didn't put a pole I up know, or something. I know. But... My guy was sailing over that those, right. those tough blocks. Yeah. No, Dirk. Uh, yeah, everybody was. Everybody was kind of doing it. Yeah. So, and then they were kind of landing right before the triple, and then bouncing, bouncing across. So. But. Yeah, I don't know. I I don't think it was a big deal, really. Everybody was doing it, and I mean that that was the preferred line, don't you think? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. What? Uh, what? Are you mad about that, Dirk, or are you? No, so actually what I was talking about is um, after the rhythm section, there was a tight left-hander. I think it was the same corner where Anderson got new scan. That's a, um, But, like, Savachi just cut, like, straight across the corner in front of Hill, and they both missed the triple because of it. Yeah, oh, okay. I've seen that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, what like, about it? I don't know. That, that just, like, grinds my gears. Like, when you, when you make a pass and it stops the flow of the race, like, I don't know. What do you guys think about uh, that? That's fine, man. Yeah, I think that's okay. You know, I mean, Anderson kind of did that in the in the section of the whoops where he where he passed Marvin. He came out on the whoops and went straight across the track um, before the triple like that. I mean, you're yeah, you're you're as long as there's not like huge contact. I think I'm fine with it. You know? Yeah, I mean, I, I don't yeah. like it either. But as long as you're not cutting the track, it's part of the track. You can do whatever you want. Yeah, you know? and and, and yeah. as long as your front wheel isn't going sideways into a guy. You know what I mean? You're not T-boning him. No, and you're just cutting off way. a big part of the track yeah. and shutting him down. Right, right. Yeah. So, you know, as long as you stay away from the T-bone, I'm all right with that, you know? Come on. So, cool. Um, thanks, man. Appreciate it. Yeah, appreciate it. Thank you. Uh, still looking to give away a Works Connection uh, quick, uh, quick pro-launch start device. I believe Wesson Pike uses them as well. And uh, Wesson Pike coming up here on the show very shortly. Vertex Pistons. Every two-stroke KTM and Husqvarna comes with a Vertex Piston from the factory, Berlut. Really? Vertex Pistons founded 65 years ago in a small technical workshop in Italy. Today, they're an OEM supplier to KTM, Husky, and more exotic brands like Beta, Gas Gas, and TM. 
To see the full range of two- and four-stroke pistons and replica, high-comp, and GP-style configurations, go to VertexPistons.com. Pulp MX Show 2018 is the code for a special discount from uh, VertexPistons.com. If you're looking to rebuild your bike, get a rebuild kit, gaskets, complete top end, whatever you need. Vertex Pistons, great company, great brand. Good stuff. And uh, uh, you've used them? Uh, yeah. we, um, we use them on our Suzukis and oh. the, the 125s. Oh, fantastic. Good piston, yeah. Uh, well, then uh, and use it endorsed by Tony Booty in 1990. Three. No, no. <laughs> that would have been like Pichon days. Okay. 98. Yeah, there um, you go. Wow, you're well, good. Uh, bringing you our next, uh, our next guest, Close. our first guest on the, uh, on the show. He is JGR Suzuki's Weston Pike. What's up, Weston? Simon. How are you, man? Yo, how's it going? For Ludi's in studio, he's pissed at you, though, Pike. <laughs> because you, How could that be? Why? Because you are giving his guy... A race every single weekend. And he, all he sees is 34 up front beating number 10. Weston, he's making that shit up. I, I did I did say that you're our nemesis now because you and Brayton seem to be right yeah. there, you know, yeah. but um, he's kind of uh, yeah. he's kind of blowing it out there a little bit. Well, me exaggerate things? Yeah, you exaggerate things? Never. No, never. Um, well, that's a normal, a normal basis, but. <laughs> hey, listen, buddy, we're teammates, all right? So just. Back it down. We both ride Suzuki's. We wear fly racing. We are we, you and I are pretty much teammates. So oh no, he hates when I say sure. that. He hates when I say he that. Does. Um, hey dude, so I don't know. Like your Oakland race, you were up front. You were going for it. You held down a good spot until late in the race when you crashed, like so many other people. Like, does it just piss you yeah. off? Does it piss you off, or do you look at the track and the way it was, and and you accept kind of how it went down? Well, of course it pisses me off that I crashed. You know, I mean, I just I lost some good points um, at that point. But I mean, to tell you the truth, I should have crashed the first five laps. Oh God! I didn't. Oh so, yeah. Like, I mean, I haven't watched it, but I mean, everybody told me that I don't know. They don't know how I didn't crash, but um, yeah, it's a bummer. Obviously, I'd yeah. make it that far in that race and then crash four laps to go, and then well, before that, actually, I I ended up. OJing the triple and flat landed in this rut and like endowed off the track and almost hit the stadium wall. In practice. Uh, yes. Yes. No, in the oh. main event. Oh. No, I did that in practice too. I did it in practice <laughs> in the main event. And, uh, I didn't see that. <laughs> yeah, that's when Cooper got by me and then I got back. I had to drive down the side of the track, got back on, and then I did another lap. And then that next lap around is when I oh. cross rutted and uh, endowed off the side of the track. But. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a bummer, but I mean that. Yeah, that track was that track was gnarly. You know, oh. I mean, just, it was an easy layout, but just with the ruts, it was like yep. pretty bad. So um, you know, it is what it is. We're gonna have those races, and you know, it's, it, as long as it wasn't just me out there looking like it good, I'm fine with that. No, it, it, just about everybody did. Um, 702-586. Paul, you got a question for Weston Pike brought to you by Vertex Pistons. I wrote that in my column. I talked about it on my, on my podcast yesterday, Pike. Your opening laps were terrifying. If it was anybody but you, if it was anybody but you, they would have absolutely uh, cartwheeled. But you just forced it. Yeah. You know? <laughs> That's what I was saying. Like, I think at one time I was completely like whipped pancake sideways in the same <laughs> section I crashed in and landed on the last jump and then shot straight across the turn to the next turn. Like, I don't know how I saved it, but... Only you could have pulled <laughs> that off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't... 
Um, but but even in Glendale, like you got your starts have been on point, and you are not scared to pin it. Like, all right, cool, I got to start. Watch this. I like that. <laughs> that's it's that's ballsy, bro. <laughs> no, I mean it's. I mean that's what everybody's doing. So I mean it's like you know if you get a good start, you got to take uh, you got to take those chances and then keep keep up front and, and ride as hard as you can and make those passes quick. But yep, yeah, it's uh, it's been good. I mean the bike's been really well on the starts and. Uh, you know, I can't complain. I've had pretty much five rounds straight of, you know, almost starting in the top five pretty much every weekend. So yeah. it's been good. Um, yeah. What, what I was going to say, what have you done with your starts? Why are they better? Is it testing? Is it something you did? Why are your starts better? Budman, whatever. What's going on with that? I mean, just, just practice, man. I, you know, it was a lot, just a lot of practice on starts, and, and that new grade system seems to just kind of work for me pretty well. So I kind of just um, – you know, I, I I dig it actually. I think it's something different than than just the dirt to dirt, and um, you know, it has it definitely has some technique to it. But yeah. um, you know, obviously, just a lot of practice and just getting the bike set up for you know something like that is the biggest thing I think. So yeah. Hey, do you use the start map? <clears throat> um, yeah, I, not like a not like a crazy one. I just I just have something that tells me like a rev limiter, and that's about it. So yeah, the you but, know. Um, um, some guys use it. Some guys don't. You know, they yeah. do better on them themselves. You know, yeah. by their. So what's it? Yeah, I mean, uh, go ahead. It's all just it's all just right reference. reference, really. I mean, it's 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 pretty much just when you practice your starts and you go out there and you test all day long on on what yep. works the best for you is pretty much how it is. Every rider's going to be different with that. Hey, so when you crashed, was it a? Did you go in a different? I don't think you did, but did you go in a different spot, a different rut than usual? Did something was something different as to why you endowed? Or was it like just one no, of those things? No, it's probably the same run I hit another lap, and it just you know I, yeah. I don't know if I got a little off balance or whatnot, and it just I watched the video over, and it was just such a fast thing, you know I I hit the I hit the jump, and then all of a sudden my rear ends you know sideways, and I'm I'm going sideways, and the next thing and like yeah, ended off the side of the track. But the, the biggest thing that sucks is I lost so much time because when I was when I was on the side of the track, my bike was stuck under a hable and I was like on yeah. a really bad off camper spot and yep. I couldn't get the hable out of underneath my bike. So that was the biggest problem. I think I lost by 20, 30 seconds. So that's why I ended up going, yeah. you know, back to 12. Um, um yeah. o- overall though, you got to be stoked with your season, huh? Like, I think you've been great. Like we're all talking about your old teammate Barsha and he's doing a great job and, and as, as, as an improved guy, but man, you know, I guess just you know you're you're in that mix. I think, like as far as an improvement, although you've been hurt, so it's hard to say how much better you are. You, you know, but it's been good. Yeah, you know, I think I've had you know a lot of improvement this year. You know, obviously with having a full off season, you know, being healthy and in a full off season with being able to test with you know the new Suzuki 450 and whatnot. It's been the biggest thing. Is you know, obviously last year we didn't have it was such a last minute deal, but you know this year with having so much time. Testing, I, I was just that much more confident, that, that much more prepared to go racing. And you know, when I went racing, I knew I was, you know, ready to run up front. So that that was the biggest thing. So, and it's you know, obviously it's been shown. Do I need to? What do I need to do to my RM Army to get it working like yours? Is there something you recommend? No, I don't recommend anything for you, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get to some phone calls here. Uh, Dustin, what's up? You got a question for Weston Pike? Uh, let us know, uh, or let him know what it is. Uh, yeah. Um, so I was kind of just noticing that 
I mean, I I don't know. I kind of put it in the category of your muscle and everybody else's endurance. Do you feel, Weston, that, uh, you know, is it more important to have muscle nowadays than it is to have endurance? I, what do you it's think? Kind of hard to. Uh, yeah. What do you think, Weston? For your training program, do you do you work do you work more on muscle than than endurance? Well, for me particularly, because I have a different body body style build versus everybody else. So, like, I mean, I strictly do. I do ninety five percent cardio and endurance endurance work versus even lifting weights. Like, I don't lift any weights or anything like that. So, I'm. I mean, I'm just strictly. 95% cardio. So, I mean, I think that's that's a big factor in it, but obviously it just depends on your body build. You know, some guys have to lift weights to, you know, to hold on to a bike and be strong, but it's all pretty much, you know, what comes down to your build. Uh, cool. Thanks, but Dustin. Do you, do you no. see it different with the, with the way the tracks are being built these days and they're trying to make them more gnarly that maybe – uh, people should be concentrating more on muscle and the way you can manhandle a bike and you can literally almost die on, you know, jumps and triples um, and rhythm sections and still make it through it all? You know, the like this year, the tracks aren't that even that gnarly. You know what I mean? They've actually been – the tracks this year have been easier than I'd say even last year. The, the previous years I've raced, um, I just think everybody's going that much faster, so – we're just doing, you know, different different things and whatnot, but the tracks are actually somewhat easier than previous, so it's kind of just, it's all hit or miss every year. It's, it changes. Uh, thanks for the call, man. Appreciate okay. it. Thank you. Uh, let's go to uh, Cooler. Cooler, you there? What's up? Yeah, I'm here. What's up? What's your question for How's Pike? See, Mom. Hey, uh, hey, what's going on over there, Big Pike? <laughs> what's going on, Cooler? Is that <laughs> a name or is that a name? <laughs> Hey, all I got to say is do you think that that starting grade is an advantage for you this year compared to last year? Um I don't I wouldn't I don't really know if it's an advantage, but I think it it definitely makes it more level playing field for everybody. Um you know, if it, if it works better for some people for doesn't, but I think it kind of makes it makes it uh easier for everybody, you know what I mean, to get a better start. You know, if you get a bad gate pick or something like that, it kind of just levels out the playing field for starts. Okay. Yeah, because I, I noticed uh, compared from last year to this year, you're you're up front a lot more, you know, competing with, with our, our team. You know, we get good starts, and this year, you know, you're up there with those guys, and I just want to commend you on it, you know, for uh, putting your stuff together. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like I said, it's just uh, it all comes down to pretty much just you know all the off-season practice you've been doing and technique and whatnot. But you know, obviously, it's you know you never know. Uh, thanks, Cooler. Appreciate it, man. All right, big dog. Thanks. Yeah. All right, uh, Weston, is your bike much different than last year as far as suspension and engine? I mean, it's engine's not much different. Uh, the, you know, you guys aren't using that stock shock that comes on the 18RM. Is there a lot of changes? Did you change things radically for the 18? Um. I mean, that's it's hard to say because, you know, obviously my motor is pretty similar. I'd say my motor is a little bit faster this year, uh-huh. um, which is some of the things we've been able to develop and, and come about. But, I mean, that and the whole bike is completely different. You know, you have a brand-new chassis, brand-new frame, swing yep. arm, subframe. Everything is, is different. So, you know, that being said, yeah, a lot of things are different. And as well as, you know, I, we are running a different fork this year as well from Showa. So that's... You know, that's a little bit different yep. with a little combination we have there. So um, I, I just say overall, it's, it's 
it's a whole new bike. It's nothing's the same from last year to this year. So I think, like I said, I I, I love the new bike, and I, I feel like that's definitely uh, yeah. you know helped me out with riding as well. So yeah, so the motor basically is what you sound like. The motor is basically the same, and then it, the chassis is a better deal for you. Fork and chassis changes have been really, really a big difference. If I'm breaking this down right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. just the comfort, the comfortability of the new chassis is 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 a lot better. You right. know, with just the way it handles and absorbs the the bumps and all. Oh, I can so, vouch for that. Yeah. I can vouch for that when I'm out there pushing it. You know, the thing the thing works great. When we go and ride, and I want to see you in action. Let's go, Berlu. I'm you, telling you. You've been holding me back. Oh, I keep asking whatever, you. Whatever. And now you've got on. this real fucking job. <laughs> I, well, that's, that is a problem. So yeah. he's, he's back working. You're well, fucking kidding Berlu, me. could probably take out his, like, his street bike and still probably go faster than the <laughs> well, we'll other. Wow, we'll have to go riding to see. Berlu's seen me Thanks, riding. Uh, Berlu, you have seen me riding I many times. I saw you ride the one time, and I give you props. You ride very well. Thank you. But I don't pike? know, but that was you probably were a little bit less, you know, girthy then. Easy, so. Berlu. I'm just saying. <laughs> I hey, don't know. Uh, Weston, look, JT and myself and Wygant and Berluti before you came on, we want to talk about these passes. Uh, Barsha on Tomac and Anderson on Marvin. Any problem with you with either one of those, or is one of them worse than the other one? Uh, what's your thoughts as a guy that's not scared to, you know, uh, be aggressive at times? Yeah, I mean it's it's all cut though. You know what I mean? It's everybody's got to everybody's got to get ahead. You know what I mean? If there's an opportunity, they're gonna take it. Because I mean, in in that case, you know, I would do the same thing. You know, if, if any pass is out there, it's okay. Like, yeah, I could see like making a good block pass. You know, if you got to cut across the track like Anderson did or like Barsha does, but it's like you got to if you're a racer, you got to be smart enough to know like. If, if one of those riders like Barsha or Anderson are even behind you exactly. and you think they're close, <laughs> right. don't yeah. even attempt to don't even attempt to finish your turn and commit to it or you're <laughs> going to crash. Because right. that's how it is. Like with me, if you watch back at Phoenix, like I knew Barsha was there, uh-huh. so I hit the brakes, waited, and then he went by. Like if I would have done what you know, Tomac did and tried to stay in the throttle, mm-hmm. I would have crashed. But I knew better because I raced with Barsha and I, I know how all these guys race because I've mm-hmm. watched them over and over again of every single move they make. So it's just one of those things where you got to just be smarter to to make a, an appropriate right. um, turn or pass, you know, for those situations. Yeah. But, no, it makes you know. sense, man. Yeah, you know, you know, yeah. you know who's around you, right? And and same thing with guys are in front of you. Uh, they know who what you're going to do, how you're going to ride. You know what I mean? They... They, yeah. they they have an idea, so. Exactly. I mean, like I said, it's a championship. Like, if I was Anderson, I'd do the same thing. If I was Anderson and I'm leading the points, I would take out everybody in front of me to make sure that I win that night. <laughs> it's, just, it's, it's racing. At the end of the day, it's a, it's how you make your living, and yep. it's uh, it's racing. Yeah, no, uh, well said. Hey, the 250 effort this year, um, has it changed anything for you? I mean, I guess less J-Bone around, which you're probably happy about, or, like, how's how's that dynamic? Anything different for you with with a little another truck and a 250 effort and, and Budman, you know, being involved more there? Or, anything different for you? Um, you know, the, the biggest thing that's different is, is obviously just having, you know, more guys to ride with during the week, um, you know, as of just testing and training, which, you know, which helps out, you know, getting a ride and getting some good motors with those guys. But 
you know, as a thanks station for me, it, it's really, you know, we have so many more people on staff now. It's mm-hmm. like we have, we literally have two teams. Like we have staff for one truck and staff for another truck. So there's really no, there's really no changes that are going on. You know what I mean? Right. Everyone's still there. Um, Buddy's still there, you know, helping out, doing the training stuff and and some coordination stuff as well. And, you know, J-Bone's, he's right there, same, same as normal. So, um, you know, I wouldn't say anything. There's no bad at the, you know, obviously because we've hired enough people to take care of it. But it's, uh, no, I think it's, it's, it's been going really well. Um, good, yeah. Uh, Phil, Phil is having a rough season. I yeah, thought, I was going to ask about that. Yeah, Phil is... He was. He's depressed. He's getting beat up. I feel sorry for Phil. Actually, somehow, Weston, I feel bad for Phil. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I feel bad too. Like it's like he's been riding awesome. Like yep. I mean, I've heard North Carolina I, yep. when we've been off season training. Like you know, he'd be with a, within a half a second of my fastest time. Wow. You know and whatnot, and he's been he's been killing it. You know what I mean? Just as fast as Hill and whatnot. You know, on on good days and stuff. And then even coming out here, he's riding good. You know, he should be at least a top five guy um but he's just been getting in you know situations that aren't helping yeah. him out you know whether it's a crash or just the wrong place at the wrong time so i mean i can relate to that because i've had seasons like that as well like yeah. 2016 where it's like you're you know you have the speed but nothing goes your way and it's just like a just a bit just a shitty feeling to have but i think that's you know kind of what he's going through so hopefully everything can kind of turn around for him and and at least get you know he's got I think he's got four more races left if he can yep. you know put some put some results up there I think you know it kind of boosts his confidence back up a bit with that. Yep. Yeah. Is he he's living with you right now? He's staying with you. Yeah, he's living with me right now in California. Dude, so how cheap is he? Like, what has he done? <laughs> what has he done to just piss you off that that makes him cheap? I mean, actually, not, nothing really. I mean, he actually hasn't been that cheap since he's been in California. So I mean, he. You know, he pitches in and, and does his, his fair share and, you know, whatnot. But su- surprisingly, I haven't seen – I mean, I've seen the chief side of Phil, but he hasn't been too bad in California. I can – yeah. He's the – Yeah, surprisingly, because I could just see him just being so, you know, trying to grind yeah, I mean, you he's up. cheap. Yeah. He's cheap, but, like, we'll go out – we go to the steakhouse at the Changa, and, like, it ain't cheap. It's like a $50 ribeye, and, you know, he'll buy a $50 ribeye. Really? Really? Yeah. Well, when you get 22nd, you got to eat McDonald's. Come yeah. on. I mean, dude, 22nd in the lights class, that's like $400. Yeah. <laughs> if that. Well, yeah, after this, after last weekend, I, I don't think that'll happen this week. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. Anything else for Pike Berlut? No, I was just going to say, so do you get to spend most of your time in California and you don't have to live there and like everybody else is living out there? Um. I bought. I actually bought a house there last uh, September. Um, well, last year I bought a house, so I'm actually going to be in California for pretty much most of Supercross, and then once after Colorado National, I'll be back in North Carolina for the majority of uh, the outdoor season. Just because obviously the tracks are way better in North Carolina than California, so, so I'll be back there spending most of my time. Who takes care of your uh, house while you're gone, or who's living in there? Um. It's just a ghost town, man. I, I mean, like, Buddy goes back there every once in a while and, and helps with um, Dakotas and and um, Peters, and he'll go over there and he'll stay there for a couple of days and kind of just check on it. Or or Jay Bond will go over there and oh, cool. and check on it. So just kind of, you know, it's just pretty much. How's your pops? You had to have your pops go out there and hang out, no? 
Yeah, well, he goes out there every once in a while, but right now it's it's too cold for him. <laughs> it's still cold. All right, man. Well, hey, yeah. thanks, thanks, Weston, for the time. Appreciate it. Uh, nice start to the year, man. Really impressive. Great starts, and uh, uh, it's been well. So, thank you for the time. Appreciate it. Yeah, thanks a lot, guys. All right, see, see you this weekend. Vertex Pistons bringing you Weston Pike on the show. Vertex, the official OEM Piston from KTM and Husqvarna. We thank Vertex for coming on. Pulp, Pulp Show 2018 is the code to save. Go to your local dealer. Ask him for Vertex. Uh, yeah, Pike's been very good. He's really been, he's good. been a really good uh, yeah. start to the year. <clears throat> His starts have been amazing, like you said. Yep. And, and it, I see him up, and I go, God dang. You know what I mean, because you got to go through <laughs> yeah. that guy. Yeah, if you, yeah. If you're going to pass no. him, you got to go through yeah. him, right? Yeah. Uh, during uh, that break with Pike, or while Pike was on, Marks put up the uh, the video of Barsha and Tomek pass, and how in the heck could that guy say that he didn't see contact? How? <laughs> Maybe he needs glasses and he doesn't know it. There's, yeah, there's clearly clear, contact there. Clear contact. Clear contact. Yeah, I mean, I watched it yesterday, so uh, it's been a while, you know been a bit, been a bit. So I was thinking maybe this guy's. Yeah. Well, he had me. He had me wondering when right, he said that. So I, right. you know, I got on and looked. Oh my God! There's clear it's contact. Not even close. Oh Jesus! What is him and his buddy at work doing? Smoking. Yeah, they're uh, working at a cannabis shop. Cannabis. I mean, it's not. A whole, it's not like a. It wasn't Anderson and. And no, game no, by but, any there's means, but there's contact. There's yeah. contact there. Uh, so anyway, Tony Berluti on the show tonight. Uh, thanks to BTOSports.com, Fly Racing, uh, for making this show happen, as well as all of our other guys. Uh, Christian Craig coming up, Tyler Bowers, Roger Larson, Mikey Ojeda uh, from BTOSports.com all coming up, as well as Berlute. Berlute, what's been, what's been something that you didn't realize you missed uh, from being a wrench? Like, what are you enjoying about being back? I know you. You know before you said that, you know it was going to be a grind. The travel, you didn't like to travel, all that. But get, being back in the trenches, what's something that you've really enjoyed? Um, I think just uh, the reception that uh, the people have given me. You know, are you know people that have been in the sport for a long time. That made me feel really good. Um, <clears throat> traveling hasn't started, Steve. So no. I might be kicking myself in the ass here in a few months. You know, or in about a bit. month. No, you know? I know. But. Um, yeah, just that. They, they they made me feel really welcome yeah. back, and it, it feels really good, yeah. Now, I did a podcast with Tony uh, before the season started. Yeah. Uh, we did one. People really liked it, really enjoyed Tony talking. Uh-huh. Um, obviously, my relationship with Mike Genova and Tony Lessi has been very up and down over the years. Okay. But they're, they we get along now, and it's been good. And uh, whether you talk to Weimer or Brayton or, or anybody, Kyle Chisholm, they really like Tony Leslie as a team manager. He really runs a good program. Yeah, the mechanics said that uh, they never, ever saw you there last year, and then all of a sudden they see you come around. And so they're like, yeah. what the hell's Mathis doing around? Right. No, I think I've been back <coughs> in the kingdom. I was kicked out, <laughs> oh, okay. and now I'm back in. But no, Tony does a great job. He'll do whatever it takes in his power. Yeah. If, if you need something, whether you're a mechanic, whether you're the writer, he, mm-hmm. he goes above and beyond, you know? And then yeah. usually Mike backs them yep. you know so um whatever it is like if if i need a special tool or if i if i recommend something he goes and he's on it right away are you ever do you ever run by the honda guys to ask him stuff or or get some things or you know what i mean like i don't know if that's brayton's deal or is it yeah, a little bit you brayton, or? brayton has got a really good re- relationship with them so yep. if he needs or would like to get something does, does you know, gothic come by to say hi gothic and look? does okay gothic does he's they've they've all they've all come by sam's okay. come by oh wow Kehoe comes by sam's come by on a multiple times yeah wow um when did you get that front brake 
from Calipers? Um, when was that? I missed Probably that. after the third round. Probably going into the okay. third round. And it, Just a f- a I know when we put it on was at Houston. So it works front break. Yeah, it works caliper. Yeah, yeah. caliper. Yeah. 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 It, it, it made all the difference. It, I, mean, wow. I say all the difference. That's what he's, you know, yeah. Brayton yeah. says. Yeah. Um, Justin, what's up, man? How are you? Justin, what's up? Hey, how's it going? What's happening? Not much. I uh, I was the Anaheim 2 winner in the Triple Clown. I wanted to call in and say it was mm-hmm. awesome format. It's uh, pretty exciting to play. It's almost as if I'm lining up the gate when I'm making my picks, you know? Oh, yeah, nice. Uh, yeah, it's it's been good, man. People have really been enjoying it. It's a new way to kind of enjoy Supercross. Or you could hate Supercross a little bit that way, too. So. <laughs> oh, yeah. well, this weekend, yeah, with Bowers and uh, your buddy Pettis there. That, yeah. that was a good one. Yeah, no, I, I was not picking Pettis uh, the whole time. I, I'm i like, first ever Supercross, the kid's got skills, but not first Supercross. Can't can't go, can't do it. So. Um, oh, yeah, I just calling in to say thanks on it, man. It was, uh, it was really funny. It's funny because the – it was the particular jersey was the Barsha jersey when he rode for Suzuki. I'm a big Suzuki guy. I got three of them. So. Oh, nice. There you go. Yeah, Alpine Star jersey. Very rare. So Right on. Yeah, it was, it was really cool. Um, I did have one question for you since sure. you kind of in with those guys. Um, are they? And you kind of touched it with Pike a little bit. Are they going to change the motor at all, or are they just going to stick with that same platform uh, as part of the motor you know what? I honestly don't know as far as the Suzuki change. I haven't heard much. I know next year the 250F is going to be all. Oh boy, the next year, the, next year the 250F is going to be all new. So okay, uh, okay. but uh, that's uh, that's as far as I know. Thanks for the call, man. Appreciate it. No problem. Thank, thank you. Thank you, uh, John. What's up, man? How are you, John? Hey, how are you, Mathis? Long time uh, listener, first time caller. Oh, welcome. Thank you. Appreciate it. What's up? I just wanted to uh, say, correct me if I'm wrong, but Josh Hill back in his day went to Yamaha and said he wanted to ride the 450, right? Yeah, he was a 250 guy and it wasn't working out and he wanted to go 450s. Dogs, babies. Well, before this weekend, I was saying the same thing about his brother. What do you think about him on a 450? No, no, no. It's all the two, all the 250 guys say that they'd be killing on a 450. All of them are like, I'm better on a 450, but no. No, I, I don't. I don't see that. Uh, Berluti, what do you think? You don't see that. <laughs> you know, it's hard to say. But if we're going percentage-wise, I would have to say no too. But um, there is a couple that make the transition, but very few. Um, thanks, man. Thanks for the call. Thank you. Have a good night. Yeah, appreciate it. Thanks for the long-time listens and calls and everything else. No problem. All right, let's get to our next caller. It is uh, Tyler. What's up, Tyler? How are you? What's up, Mathis? How are you? Good. What's happening? Nothing much. I just had a question to ask you about uh, Nick Schmidt. Where, where is yeah, he? Yeah, where is he? Where is Nick Schmidt? Yeah. I don't know. He was in Australia. Yeah, I heard some rumors in Australia. Then I heard it on reading some forums. Some guy said he was. I guess they were going to see him possibly in Houston, and we didn't. And normally yeah. he's a he's a main contender in Maine. So yeah, no, normally. no. Uh, where's Where's Schmidt, Marks? No idea. What the hell happened? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Oh, some 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 useful guy you are. All right, man. No, I don't know. Let me. Nick Schmidt, if anybody knows, text us or call us, email us, yeah, tweet us, whatever. Good point. I thought about it a couple all right. of weeks Thanks, ago. Thanks, buddy. Thanks, Appreciate boy. it. Thank you. Uh, all right, let's go to Nate. Wants to talk about Jess Pettis. Nate, what's up, bro? Hey, guys. How's it going tonight? Oh, Canada. What's happening? Dude, Canada and Jess Pettis. Yeah. I was on the train. I was on the train. Oh, and so many people were. We were watching that heat race, and my buddies pointed and laughed at me. 
Yep, that's what Pulp Mex Fantasy will do to you. It'll make you it'll make your friends point and laugh at you. That's all right. That was an amazing crash. I'm glad he's all right. You know what? He might make it this weekend. Honestly, I might think about picking him this weekend. Just first ever Supercross pollute for a kid from Canada. He's coming off an injury. You know what I mean? Like, oh, absolutely. I never like, heard of him. This yeah. guy must be pretty real. Yeah. Is he real, Steve? He finished, I, mean, he finished I think, third overall in uh, Outdoor Nationals. Oh, okay. Last year. 250s. Okay. MX2. <clears throat> so. Um, all right, Nate. Hey, Is that like west Nate, or east? Nate, or you got a bike? What kind of bike you got? Uh, I don't have a bike personally, but I got a good buddy of mine. He's got a 13 uh, Honda Sierra 450. All right, going to give you a maximum oil package, okay? For your buddy. Oh, that'd be sick. Yeah, because awesome. you called in to ask about a Canadian rider, so that makes me happy. <laughs> um, All right. So we're going to give you a Maxima two- or four-stroke oil package, a T-shirt, uh, a discount off some Maxima stuff, MaximaUSA.com. Stay on hold. Marks will get your info, okay? All right. Thanks. Good to hear Berlute tonight. Yeah. Hey, thank you. Berlute. People love Berlute. People love Berlute. All right, everybody. We're going to take a commercial break here on the show. Going to come up with Christian Craig of the Geico Honda team. Uh, Tyler Bauer is still to come up. Tony Berlute, JT, Roger Larson, Mikey Ojeda, much more. We're going to take a commercial break. We'll be right back after this. This is Lord Vader, and you jerkies are listening to the Pope MX Show. Sounds gay. All of us have one thing in common. When it comes to leaning that bike into a corner, floating a dirt bike through the air, or blasting a sand berm in a UTV. And that is passion. At BTO Sports, our foundation is built around family, which allows us to offer unparalleled customer service. Knowing we share a common interest, we look forward to the weekend as much as you. So we offer three-day express on orders over $85. BTOsports.com is proud to be a premier source for motorsports parts and apparel for well over a decade. Due to our reputation for excellent customer service and great prices, from motocross to mountain bikes, sports bikes to UTVs, BTOsports.com has what you need because our passion reflects yours yeah that's right people that's van halen i want to tell you about my two favorite things in life van halen and fly racing flyracing.com they make much more than just moto gear mountain bike gear snowmobile gear hard parts they've got it flyracing.com the f2 carbon helmet it's as close to a factory bike as a helmet can get. It's out of the box and onto the racetrack ready helmet for guys like Millsaps, Baggett, Canard, and Pike. Carbon Fiber, Kevlar, Coolmax, Mips. Fly Racing's F2 Carbon has 10 different graphic styles, 22 colorways. Go to your local dealer, get them from flyracing.com. Please check them out. A whole line of hard parts as well. Flyracing.com. Everybody knows Racetech is the number one place to go for your suspension. Everybody knows that if you go Pulpamex 17, you get a discount at Racetech.com. But besides that, did you know Racetech? They are now the home of engines as well. Racetech suspension and engines, great guys. They've done a lot of great work for the, uh, a lot of privateers and, and different riders in the pits with their motor work. Precision engine services are dyno, flow bench, and then track tested to provide maximum performance and reliability. The Racetech Engine Services uses the industry's most desired state-of-the-art equipment and a championship-proven, experienced team. They're really pushing their engines, and they're really doing a good job down there, those people. What, think about how many years they've been doing incredible suspension. Well, they've added engine work to their program with guys that have been around the sport for a long time. Pulp MX 17, 
get you a discount on their engine services, whatever it is. Rebuilds, performance, they can do it. Got four-stroke motor problems? Racetech.com, everybody. Check them out. Maxima Racing Oils was created for world-class racers who challenge the limits of possibility. Their demands on equipment drive us to look beyond conventional ideas and to exceed industry standards. It's in our DNA to identify problems, formulate solutions, and execute at the highest levels of competition. Case in point, the championship-winning Factory Kawasaki Race Team. Long-time Maxima partners who extensively use Maxima throughout the bike. Maxima's USA-made products exceed JSO requirements and can be used in all motorcycle brands. Kawasaki, Honda, Yamaha, Suzuki, KTM, Husqvarna, and more. Maxima Racing Oils. Experience the difference. Visit MaximaUSA.com for more information. The Rockstar Energy Husqvarna team relies on one company for all of its seat needs, and that's Guts Racing. We thank the folks at Guts Racing for coming on the show for a number of years now. Pulp MX 2018 is the code to save. Complete seats available for KTM and Huskies. Other brands will be added later. The Phantom Lightweight Seat Foam is the choice of seat foam for many teams in the pits. Kenny Roxon won a 450 National Championship using Guts products a couple years ago. And again, they've been with us for a number of years. Please check them out. Official supplier of the Rockstar Husky Husqvarna team for graphics. Living 100 as well. And seats. Anything and everything to do with seats. Please check them out. GutsRacing.com. Pulpamex 2018 is the code to save. Hey, it's Mathis. RoostMX.net have been a big part of us, our show for a number of years, and we love those guys. A whole Pulp Nation section on their website. Pulp Nation code saves you 20% on there. They can make custom pulp graphics for you. Uh, they can also do shirts and hats of anything you want. They can make custom graphics for your bike if you don't like pulp. And why? I mean, maybe you don't. Uh, they're also the official team sponsor for the Cycle Trader Rock River Yamaha team. And we have Alex Ray here in studio. Alex, uh, you love these guys. Yeah, love them. Shirts, hats, pit shirts, car wraps, yeah. everything. If you take some Cycle Trader uh, graphics off your motorcycle, will they stick to almost anything? They will stick to everything, bro. The best quality graphic out there. A-Ray 91 is the code to save, and we thank those guys. And again, check them out for the whole custom line. And uh, Alex, Ray, you got one more thing to say? A-Ray 91 is the code, and if you don't use Rooster Max, then f*** you. Hi, Randy Richardson from Michelin here, and I'd like to thank the listeners for voting us as Pulpy Award winner for Best Sponsored Commercial for 2017. Dude, that's so funny. <laughs> I hope the Pulp Nation likes this year's commercial even more, and I'd like to share some information on our newest product for sport touring riders. That's old news, right? Actually, no. We still offer the Michelin Power RS for sport bike riders that we introduced in 2017. What I'm talking about is the all-new Michelin Road 5 tire. It features our latest patented technologies and is the new benchmark for wet grip in sport touring tires and provides maximum confidence in wet and dry conditions mile after mile. Visit MichelinMotorcycle.com for complete product information and third-party independent test results. Documentation. Proving that Michelin Road 5 tires outperform its major competitors in wet grip performance. 
Simply put, it's another innovative, industry-leading product from Michelin. I just want to hit a motocross stop. Uh, thanks, Gringo, for interrupting me, just like Mathis does his guests. Uh, I just wanted the Pulp Mech Show listeners to know that in addition to the Michelin Starcross 5 tires, that Michelin also makes quality, performance products regardless of what type motorcycle you ride. From cruisers to sport touring, sport bikes, adventure touring motorcycles. You are bringing the ruckus to that. Whoa, easy, Gringo. Yes, Michelin even makes tires for the Honda Ruckus, as well as many other scooter applications. I'm certain the Pulp MX Show listeners know the key features and benefits of the Michelin Starcross 5 tires and how they're specifically designed for use in a broad range of conditions and terrain and are available in sand, soft, medium, and hard versions because there's one thing for sure. If you want something to get out, you tell Mathis. In addition to the exceptional performance and durability, the Michelin Starcross 5 tires feature a bead profile that makes them easier to install. In fact, there's a very high chanceability that you can install a new Michelin Starcross 5 tire in less time than it takes for a pizza to be delivered to your house. Easier mounting is always a good feature. True. Basically, even a retired racer who almost won a championship can almost install them himself, if he just would. Thanks again to the Pulp MX show listeners who purchased the Michelin Starcross 5 tires and given great feedback on them. If you're still thinking, I don't know, just ask a rider who has Michelin Starcross 5 tires on their bike. Follow us on Instagram on at Michelin Motorcycle and visit your local dealer or online retailer to purchase Michelin Starcross 5 tires. Thanks, and I hope you enjoyed our new commercial. That wasn't good or awesome. Well, I definitely was not going to let you sing. Want a chain and sprocket kit but aren't sure what you need? Then call Vortex Racing at 800-440-3559 and get hooked up with a V3 performance kit. They have more gearing than your garage has room for. With over 30,000 possible gearing combinations, Vortex has the right gearing for any track condition. It's a ridiculous amount of gearing for nearly any bike. Join the ranks of Chad Reed and Cooper Webb on the factory Yamaha Supercross team at Rocka Vortex Sprocket. Available in red, black, blue, silver, and green. Yes, green. Call a doctor because things just got sick. Warning, may cause extraordinary power, excessive performance, and speed so fast your eyes will bleed. Call Vortex Racing at 800-440-3559. Mention promo code PULPMX16 to get 40% off your next order. And don't forget to sign up for the Vortex Athlete Support Team for 2017. For more information, call 800-440-3559 or visit VortexRacing.com. Attention riders, welcome to Atlas Air Flight 604 with non-stop service to a better neck brace. Please follow along as we outline the safety features of this revolutionary device. Located on the underside of the frame is a convenient, easy open system. To fasten, simply insert the release bar into the left frame. To release, push the release button and pull the frame apart. We suggest that you keep your neck brace fastened throughout the duration of the moto, as you may experience an unexpected huckabuck from time to time. To ensure a safe ride, please keep your neck underextended at all times. In the likely event of an over-the-bars emergency, your brace will double as a suspension system. Although the Atlas brace will not be noticeable, it will be there when you need it. If you are riding with a child or someone who requires assistance, secure your brace first and then assist the other person with a prodigy, tyke, or roll. We ask that you keep your brace on until your moto is finished. Maximum surface area is located on your chest around the sternum, back around the spine, and up over your shoulders with extra padding over your collarbone. Should you need more, please request a Defender Roost Guard or Guardian Body Armor. We remind you that this is a non-rigid neck brace. Tampering with, disabling, or destroying the product is prohibited by the limited lifetime warranty. You will find this and all other safety information in the user manual located online at atlasbrace.com. 
At this time, we ask that you remain standing with throttles in the wide open position, elbows up and two fingers on the clutch. On behalf of the captain and entire crew, thank you for flying Atlas Air. Enjoy the ride. WUSA is the number one source for quality wheel sets and wheel building services. They are the exclusive importer for Talon and Kite Hubs along with DID and Excel rims. Their wheels and wheel building services are trusted by the finest teams in the country. Teams like Factory KTM, JGR Suzuki, Rocky Mountain MC KTM, Rockstar Husky Star Racing Monster Energy Babbitts, they all trust of ya. No job is too big or too small. WUSA, everybody. We thank those guys for coming on board with us. Whatever you need for your wheels, hubs, wheel building services, they've got it. Mention Pulp MX when you call down there, and they'll give you a discount. They ship nationwide. Follow them on Facebook and Instagram at WUSA.com. WUSA, they're all things wheels. Do it. WUSA. Do it. Gear Alloy Wheels. Since introduced in 2004, the Gear Alloy brand has dominated the truck, SUV, and Jeep market with a wide range of styles, sizes, and finishes. Featuring unique, aggressive off-road styles, along with fashion-forward SUV styling for today's discriminating sport truck and off-road vehicle enthusiasts alike. Designed and engineered in SoCal in order to stay on trend with design. And sourced worldwide to ensure the highest quality, best-looking product available. With styles available in 16-inch through 22-inch diameters and 5, 6, and 8 lug applications, including 10-inch and 12-inch wide options. Whether you drive a Ford, Chevy, GMC, Dodge, Ram, Toyota, Nissan, or Jeep, there is a gear alloy wheel style for you with 20 different wheel styles to choose from in black, machined, milled, and chrome-plated finishes. Gear Alloy is a proud sponsor of the NFAB and Pro Yamaha GNCC race team. Be sure to check out all the gear alloy wheels at gearalloy.com or atdwheels.com. Get your trucking gear. Starting now, you can use the code PULPMX17 to save on Gear Alloy at SoCalSuperTrucks.com. Gear Alloy Wheels. For your Jeep, truck, or SUV, get your trucking gear. Established in Northern California in 1989, Works Connection's original idea to bring top-shelf motocross and supercross products to market still holds true today. Offering protection and performance upgrades in the form of either aluminum or plastic skid plates, the patented pro-launch start device, radiator-saving radiator braces, or the unique tack hour meter with maintenance timer. Being just a few of the product choices, Works Connection stocks. Tested and trusted by RCH Racing, JGR Suzuki, Star Racing, Rock River Yamaha, and Babbitt's Kawasaki. You can count on Works Connection to provide reliable products that deliver. Available on the web at worksconnection.com or your local retailer. 
over 65 years ago, Vertex Pistons was born out of a small technical workshop in northern Italy's famous Motor Valley. Expanding and maturing among the racing legends of Ferrari, Lamborghini, MV Augusta and Ducati, today Vertex Pistons are the pistons of choice for motorcycle riders and teams throughout the world. Because of their renowned reputation for exceptional quality, Vertex Pistons is a factory piston supplier to KTM, Husqvarna, Beta, Gas Gas, and TM. From the Motocross, Supercross, MXGP, GNCC, National, and World Enduro Series, you can find Vertex Pistons winning championships. Vertex Pistons strives to provide you with world-class factory technology at a very competitive price. No matter which brand of bike you ride, when it's time to rebuild your top end, Vertex Pistons will have your engine performing better than new. To see our full range of two-stroke and four-stroke pistons in replica, high compression, or GP-style configurations, visit us at vertexpistons.com or stop into your local dealer and ask for a Vertex Piston Kit today. Thanks for listening. Pop a mix show presented by BTOSports.com. Fly Racing coming in. Tony Berluti back in studio. You got a backpack now? Yeah, Steve. I went the backpack route. <clears throat> believe it or not. You wear a backpack? What happened to you? God dang. I can't believe it myself. I got so much shit I got to carry down there. We don't have nobody taking anything to the podium. And I got a podium guy now, dude. I can't believe he makes you wear a backpack. And he don't make me, but he makes me carry a lot of shit. Well, we got to figure that out. We, he can't. He we got to. He can't make you carry all that. Yeah. Okay. Backpacks are terrible. We need to hire somebody. We're we're lame. We got very few people on our team. Did we, you? Do you? You're wearing a bullfrog spa shirt. Yeah. Do you see that? Do you bullfrog have a spa. bullfrog spa? Um, I'm getting one shortly. Are you really? No. For free. Those things are cool, though. Um, they got stereos in them. They're, they're Can you get bitching. one or no? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to probably try. Really? Yeah. Because you have one in your house now, right? I got a spa, but it's not. These things are cool. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, they're bitching. And you can just you can fill them up with water, drain them. They just sit wherever you want to put them. Oh, you can fill up a spa with water, Marks. Did you hear that? No, but with a hose. Excuse me. You don't have no plumbing or nothing. The <laughs> thing's just ready to Excuse go. Excuse me. <laughs> you can fill up the spa with water. <laughs> Ah. No, well, I, I should have read. You know uh, I'm, I'm bugging here, brother. Yeah, Welcome back. Thank you, Steve. <laughs> All right, everybody. Thanks for listening. I really appreciate it. Our next guest on the line uh, had a, uh, a stellar Oakland main event happening until he flew off the track in a very exciting uh, fashion and uh, still came up and got a decent finish. But um, we want to talk to him and more about that. It's Geico Honda's Christian Craig. What's up, man? How are you, Craig? You there? Oh. Five. Stay on hold. Christian Craig, there you are. What's up? Yeah. My uh, bad. My bad. You want to me now? Yeah, I didn't know how to work my own phone system. It's okay. 
<laughs> What's going on, guys? Nothing, man. Thanks for coming on. Appreciate it. Christian Craig brought to you by RoostMX.net, the official gear of Alex Ray. Graphics, I should say, of, of Alex Ray. Uh, RoostMX.net. Use the code PulpNation to save money at RoostMX.net. We thank those guys for coming on board. Uh, Christian, bummer deal for you in Oakland. Uh, it was going so well. I would have put a lot of money on you winning the main event. It was a technical track. It took a lot of skill. It took uh, throttle control. The whoops were nice. You were in the lead. It was looking oh so good, man. Uh, I don't know. Um, you got to be thinking about that one for sure, right? Yeah, for sure. Um, I'm surprised you would have picked me, though, because uh, I'm more of a hard pack dirt kind of guy you know yeah but it was so, running up and it was technical you know so you could stay in the ruts yeah. and you could you know i was surprising myself though in practice with like how well my times were uh-huh. um and that soft conditions like that's kind of not my thing is is the softer like i feel sketchy in that stuff so <laughs> um but from right away like in the morning i felt good riding in practice and then like i just had confidence all day so i was pumped and then the main came around and yeah, I don't know if anybody saw my gate pick. Did anybody see what, uh, no, what gate I chose? I need to look at this closer. What was it? So I kind of made like a, a bold, a bold move. Oh, uh, I, I heard about gate this. Pick. I had six gate pick and I picked the the first gate. Total inside. Um, really? What do you mean you heard total about this? Inside. What do you mean, Berlut? You heard about this? Somebody told me that he picked the total inside, and that's the one that Brayton had in the main, and it didn't work for Brayton. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I don't like that inside gate, man. I don't like it. It's too risky, Craig. But you pulled it off, so yeah, nice job. Yeah, but yeah, um, but with how tight that corner was, and I feel like there was first turn pileups in every race, so mm-hmm. it's like you sneak around the inside and it works out. Yep. So, um, yeah, whenever I chose that gate, my mechanic was like, dude, are you sure? That's what I'm I like, was thinking. He's like, I was like, just trust me on this one. I'm like, oh, shit, I got to make this one work. Uh, so, yeah. No, so luckily it came around good, um, except for Adam almost cleaned me out when he went over the hay bale. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But other than that, no, it was good. Um, got in the lead, made some pa- uh, passes really fast. Uh-huh. And, uh Got on Amart, and then at first I thought it was Macarath for sure because he gets whole shots like yeah. almost every weekend. Yeah. But then I'm like, oh, I think that's Amart, and then um, got him to the whoops and was just clicking off my laps, and then, yeah, all of a sudden I literally just got thrown off guard. I, I went to go triple out. Uh-huh. And my bike just went left. I'm like, oh, Dude, here we go. What were you thinking in the air? You're like, oh my god, this could be bad. Well, First thing I saw was a flagger staring at me. I'm like, uh, I'm about to hit this guy. And he moved out of the way. Right. And I just had a clear landing to flat. And then so I tried to jump over these tough blocks, and that caught me. And, and it, yeah. it threw me sideways. But I ended up not falling, so I was pretty happy with that. That was an awesome save. But, uh, yeah, it was, it was a good save. <laughs> yeah, like, it, was. it almost sucked that you kind of, t- like, whatever that was, stumbled or whatever, because it could have been just amazing. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but then uh, after that, I was kind of, like, flustered. Um, yeah. Getting my... My, my lap's back going, and I had Joey and, and Hill in my sight, but they obviously started pulling me a little bit. And then um, last lap, I actually ended up crashing pretty hard. Mm-hmm. I don't know if anybody saw that one, but I, I ended off the dragon's back on the on the yep. white flag. Yep. Um, but you got up so super I, I fast. I stressed out on that one. Yeah, yeah. Sure. I got up quick. Oh. My clutch was bent down. I missed the whole rhythm section, and Amar ended up catching up to me. And luckily, I, I held him off to the finish, but it was a wild race. <laughs> No, I saw that. It was uh, and and uh, Bowers went down like with like a minute left to go, and Brayton went down with like a lap and a bit to go, and like it was like late in the race, anything could happen. You know what I mean? It was one of those things. Um, yeah, it, yeah. But. So, 
like are, when you're up in the air like that and you're landing on flat ground, are you just you just stretch? I mean, what's your heart rate at this point? You're just like <laughs> holding on, I guess, right? Like, good God. Well, I guess I can check my heart rate because I was wearing the heart rate strap for the Lit Pro thing. Yeah, you, uh, you should check it. I was probably hovering around two, two something. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, but yeah. I don't think about. I mean, I, like looking back now, I'm just like, you know, I don't really know what happened, but I'm luckily I I saved what I could and and still came out with a fourth. So yeah. Um, what was it about the track? Just the ruts, uh, the square edges. Uh, the obstacles weren't bad, but. I mean, how deep were these things at some point? Would you, did you have to switch and move all around? Uh, how scary was it? Well, well, what I thought with the track was like it was marbly on top, so you wouldn't have a lot of grip. But then you would you'd come up to the faces, and it was soft, so it would like slow your bike down. And so I, that's why I felt like a lot of people were were misjudging jumps and and getting sketchy. Is like, all right, you come up to this triple, and you think you're going to hit it, and then your bike just slows down in the rut. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's where it gets worse. But. Um, no, I was like all day. I'm like this track is sketchy, and you're, I'm just watching people endo off the oh. triple or cross ride. And I'm like, I can't be watching these practices right now. I go back to good, good choice. Seven zero two five eight six seventy five seven. You got a question? A question for Geico Hondas Christian Craig? Please give us a call. Yeah, it, <laughs> I like that. You're like, I got to get out of here. I can't watch these guys. <laughs> yeah. It's it's going to be deadly. I mean, they they did a good job, or they tried to groom it before the mains and stuff whenever they could. They were working on it, but what are you going to do, right? Yeah, but there was two sections that were claiming people all day. And, like, it would take the people, like, okay, so a rider would go down and crash, get carted off. They wouldn't touch it. And it would take, like, four times of people getting carted off. Then they would go fix the lip. So I'm like, gosh, all these people have to get hurt for them to fix the lip. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, um, it was just all around a sketchy track. But, obviously, it made for some good racing. Oh, boy, did it ever. Um yeah, yeah, it was it was nuts. The four did you watch four fifty main? Did you see all the carnage live or did you were you back at the track? No. I was I had caught I was pretty pissed off at the time, so I caught an eight forty flight out, but I watched it on Twitter yeah. and stuff and yeah. I watched it at home. So hey, you you don't you don't stick around much after the races, Craig. I, I know well, this, trust me. When that happens I'm not sticking around, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> when you throw away a race win like that, right? I was out. I was out of there. Yeah, I was um, one one bad race uh, through the first five rounds for you has you fifth in the points. Um, probably not where you want to be, but overall, what are your thoughts on the season so far? Um, I'm not too happy with it. I mm-hmm. think the fifth places that I got weren't weren't too good, and and I was kind of off the pace of the the top three guys like Macarath, uh, Plessinger, and Joey, and even Adam. You mm-hmm. know. Um, I feel like I'm finally starting to get there, but it's a little, it's kind of running out of time now. But, um, man, I came into this season just so confident and, and to get fifth places and, and only one podium, I'm pretty, mm-hmm. I'm pretty bummed. But um, we got more races coming up. Yeah, you know, exactly right. I mean, if you win a couple of mains from here on out, nobody's going to remember as far as the early season races, right? I mean, it's kind of opens up. You're, you're allowed to, to, you know, it's the only good as your last race, I guess, is what I'm trying to get to. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, I'm bummed that I can't be up there for the points or whatever. But uh, anything can happen, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, Two fifty class. Yeah, your uh, your your teammate there, Chase Sexton. I know your buddies with him. We had him on. We had him on the show uh, a couple weeks ago. He was telling us some funny stories about you and him battling and uh, and affecting your friendship, which was really great. But at this point, I mean, how much are you helping him in the rig, and how much are you talking to him? Uh, I don't really talk to him in the rig. 
<laughs> he beat me a couple times, so I'm, I'm kind of like, uh, maybe I don't talk to him anymore. Well, that's just <laughs> it, right? I mean, it's a little bit of a competition, right? I mean, well, but... yeah, no, it is for sure. Um, I mean, we're still friends, but mm-hmm. we're we're like, man, I, I want to beat him, and I, I know he wants to beat me just as bad. So, yep, yep. Um, big time rivals, I'd say, like in a way, because we just the past three years or whatever, been just finally, you know, we we finally race each other now. And, yep. And, yeah, it's a, I don't know. We've been going yeah. back and forth. So no, it's a fine line, man. Um, you know, we talked about uh, Marvin and Anderson. They're technically they're they're sort of quasi teammates. They're buddies with Alden Baker, and they train and all that. But I mean, hey, man, a motorcycle is not a team sport, right? So you know, yeah. you got to do what you got to do at that times. Yeah, I mean, we train. We have the same trainer, and you know, we'll train in the gym sometimes together. But um, come on, come race day, you know, we want to beat each other. So yep. Um, but he's still, you know, he's still like a little brother to me, and and you know we're good friends, so right. it's all good. Yeah. So far. I mean, hopefully he doesn't try to clean me out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You hope. I think he knows better. Right, right. <laughs> um, hey, uh, switching managers for you from Larocco for years to uh, Dan Bentley. What's that been like? What do you like about Dan? Dan is tough to understand. <laughs> um, <laughs> I haven't quite figured him out yet. Sometimes uh-huh. I'm like, oh, maybe, you know, maybe I'm starting to get to know him, and then I'll be like, oh, maybe I don't know. Right. But, um, well, I mean, it's, it's good. It's good with the new bike, a whole new chassis. He's, he's, you know, showing me a lot, and we're wanting to try a bunch of different stuff with suspension. And he knows Honda really well. So, mm-hmm. um, I mean, nothing but good things to say about Dan. So it's been it's been a good transition, and, I mean, I miss Mike here and there, but yeah, um, you know, it's just always a change. I could see totally Dan Berlude. How well do you know Dan? Uh, not not that no, good. Known him a long time. Yeah, I don't know him real good, but right. I've known him a long time. I can absolutely understand when when Christian says that he doesn't quite read him, doesn't know how to quite read him. So yeah, uh, yeah, he's he maybe comes off, I you know, a little different. You know, it'd probably be hard to. He's not really warm and fuzzy. He's right? not warm and fuzzy. No. He is not warm and no. fuzzy. Um, so yeah, Not no, yeah, it's just a just a different deal. Hey, you brought up your bike, uh, of course, twenty eighteen Honda CRF two fifty, all new. What are you learning about it, or what do you like about it? Um, I mean, I feel comfortable on it right away. I'm still learning little things with suspension here and there, but our chassis are solid. Mm-hmm. Motors are getting there, but um, it's pretty funny though. I was looking, I was watching the race today, and it showed the lineup, and I'm like, we're the only two Hondas out there. You know, it's like, yeah. wow. Well, maybe they, they were a bit late. Bike, yeah, so. they were a bit late getting there, right? So I think people were yeah. stressing about that, you know? No, but it's it's a good bike. Um, actually, I'm really happy with it. It's pulling me pulling me around, so I think that says something. You know, I'm a bigger guy in the mm-hmm. class. Yep. Um, I'm having no problems should, going through whoops or sections or anything, so I'm happy. Should we call Kiefer and ask him what he thinks of the bike? Yeah. Did, what was his 250 again? I forgot. Uh, Yamaha? Yeah, I think, it was, I think it was Yamaha, yeah. Figures. <laughs> hey, did you see his video though? He had a CC hat on. He had so, a what? He he did one of his intro videos with my hat. Ah, uh, it's bullshit. Uh, that'll be that'll Dude, be a fine. Pretty pumped. That will be a fine. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, let's get to the phone calls. Uh, Tim is on. <laughs> Tim is on line one. What's up, Tim? What's your question for Christian Craig? Yeah. How you guys doing? What's up? Oh, uh, good. Good. I just got a quick question. You know. Um. So. There's a lot of talk with, you know, I've heard Craig works with a guy named Blake Savage for training, and uh, there's a couple other trainers in the industry, you know, like 
Alden Baker has this, you know, pristine legacy, and you know, Swanepoel working with the Yamaha guys, and this, you know, there's Peter Park working, you know, with the other guys. And what's the difference between all the different trainers? I mean, what do they do that's differently that works for different riders, and what type of training do they really do? It's a long answer, but as short as you can, Christian. <laughs> what do you think about the different types of trainers out there and the different things they have? You guys do. Well, I mean, I haven't trained with a lot of different guys, so I don't know what like Alden's guys do, but I just hear stuff. But I'm not gonna, you know, say what I what what I think I know. Um, Swanee's guys, man, it's tough. They all do similar stuff, but it's all who like you gel with. Um, Blake, we have a solid group. I, I ride and train with Cole, and we have the same trainer, Blake. And um, man, it's just it's who you get along with. I think I think everybody's gonna give you a benefit every trainer um it's just how you take it and, and how you gel with it so yeah, i mean it's not you know, the difference is though everything's just it's all up to you at the end of the day i think it's how hard you want to train and, and how well you want to do so it's uh it's not rocket science it's not rocket science no. it, it, it's uh you know getting your aerobic workout in and and making sure you're not too tired and making sure you feel well and and you know push it but at the same time pushing to try to you know further your limits uh, yeah it's just it's so confusing because, you know, you see, you know, Alden, who, you know, I've heard decent things about him, but I've also heard, you know, other things. And it's like, you know, a lot of his guys win, but then there's there's so many different trainers and I follow them on Strava and they're all doing so many different things. And I just have a hard time trying to understand what the difference is and, you know, why some things work and some things don't. Yeah, I think it's all up to riders, man. And like Christian said, like whether you gel with a guy, whether his program works for you, you know, I mean, AC left Alden. He wasn't stoked on the amount of work. He felt like it was running him into the ground a little bit, you know, um, Different guys want to do work on strength stuff instead of doing so much cardio, uh, you know. So it's all kind of what works for you and finding a guy that you that you get along with. Also, on top of all of that. So, so last dang. last quick question, you know, for for Christian, um, if I if I wanted to start taking my training more seriously, what should I do? Or what well, trainer should I you know follow? Which who's the go to guy in your opinion? So are you trying to race dirt bikes or what kind of sport are you doing? Motocross. I race motocross. <laughs> okay. I didn't know if you're like in a different sport or something, but yeah. Oh, no, I mean, I, obviously, I um, obviously, we're kind of an endurance sport. Um, so cycling would be good. I think you know every every trainer out there would agree. But I mean, too much cycling could be bad. Also, so you want to have like a happy medium with that. Um, and and gym, you want to be strong to control the bike. So um, it's kind of an all around fitness you got to have it's not just lower body or just upper body it's it's you got to have the full body to to control that dirt bike and don't um, and don't you think too christian like i've talked a few times about this like carmichael short stocky all-time great damon huffman berluti's guy string bean tall preston tall um yeah you know like it doesn't the beauty thing about motocross is you can have any type of body type and you can win you know what i mean like it's not yeah it's really open to you. I don't think you can look at a body type and be like, "Oh, you can't, you can't win in motocross." It's yeah, it's, it's got no, its advantages. No, it's not like a basketball. Yeah, yeah, basketball or cycling, you know, or whatever, you know. So yeah. Uh, thanks for the call, man. Thanks, Tim. Yeah, thanks. I really appreciate it. Uh, speaking of Sealy, too, uh, don't think a few texts in the last couple of days, Christian, haven't gone around with us saying, "Man, the training partner guys are going to be just." crying to each other about how they threw races oh, away because because Seeley I Seeley was fast all day won a heat fast time uh leading the main I, I, again I thought Cole had it too you know what I mean both of you guys are probably like ah fuck our lives 
Yeah, uh, we've had similar weekends the past five rounds or whatever, every round. So, yeah. um, <laughs> I mean, it's not like we're doing anything bad. We're just, we put ourselves in good spots and then we mm-hmm. make mistakes and, you know, everybody makes mistakes. But, um, man, it's, it was a tough night for both of us to both of us be leading the laps in the main and then to throw it away. Yep. It was tough, um, especially for Cole, man. He was running so good all day. I was so bummed to see it. Yeah. I was watching the live tone, and all of a sudden he just dropped. I'm like, oh, no. Yeah. You know, it, just, yeah. it just bummed me out. But, I mean, he's riding really good, and I, I see a win coming for him soon, for sure. Uh, starting great? What do you think of the starting great this year? Yeah, I get asked that a lot. I don't have a problem oh, okay. with it. All right. Yeah, I mean, I I mean, I mean, got good starts on dirt, and I'm getting good starts still. So, um, right. I think it's a lot of it's reaction time with this, with this metal gray. So... Yeah, yeah, I, and then obviously you got to pick a good rut outside of the outside of the gate, and so you want to have a good gate pick. Still, it's not just free for all anymore. Um, people think it's more free for all, but it's really not. You got to have a good position. Yeah, no, I think you're right. Just so. not the inside gate, bro. I know it worked, <laughs> but don't go inside. Why? It's, it worked out good. Oh, but dude, it's such a boomer bust thing. <laughs> I, I, I don't. Timmy used to go there. I'd be like, "What are we doing? This is stupid." So, um, anyway. that was the first time I took the, the number one gate in a long time, and I was like. I really got to make this happen. Yeah, yeah. So I was pretty pumped on it. Okay, yeah, no, good job. Hey, but going back <laughs> on the uh, the training thing, does Blake work with you with um, with nutrition also, or do, is that a different guy? No, um, he'll help us with nutrition, but mainly his thing is like gym and cycling. But um, man, I, I, I'm still learning about nutrition just from everybody. I, I want to know more, but yeah. um, that's starting to become a huge part of of racing now. Is Big time. Is eating well. It's like back in the day, whenever my dad raced, it was it was a free for all. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you can't do that anymore. There's, there's some yeah. Chick Fil A. Here right. we go. You gotta be. It's, <laughs> it's nonstop. It's it's crazy how you know on it you have to be with everything to to win. Yep. So uh, question man, for you before we, before we let, I, I'm also learning about nutrition. I need to learn a lot more <laughs> about nutrition. Um, let's go to Sully. Sully, what's up? What's your question for uh, Christian Craig from Geico Honda? Hi, Christian. Um, I'm Sully. I just I know that you've been in and outside of the industry. Um, have you thought about post racing plans? Or do you want to stay in the industry or go outside the industry again, or have you given it any thought? Um, I mean that's always in the back of my mind, but I still feel like I have quite a few years of racing left, so I'm have to think about that. Um, I don't want to turn into a, a trainer, though. That's one of the things I want to <laughs> – I feel like that's just so congested, full of, tra- of, of motorcycle trainers. Yeah. That's the last thing I want to do. But, and, um, hey, you could you never – and you could, one day. you could never be a riding coach either because of your riding style. Like, no one can really <laughs> ride like you, and you'd be all like, just do it like this. And people are like, I don't – I can't do that, Christian. I can't do that. I don't I don't know how to do that. Yeah. Don't you have a construction yeah, job waiting for you? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's got a construction job. No, I already job. tried that. I already <laughs> tried that one. Huh? Um, I'm good. Hey, uh, thanks, Sully. Thanks for the call, man. Thank you. Thanks. Uh, Christian Craig brought to you by RoostMX.net. Official graphics of Alex Ray and Bradley Taft. Use the code Roost, uh, use the code Pulp Nation to save money uh, at RoostMX.net. Official graphics and, and shirt company for Cobra, uh, Cobra Motorcycles as well. Um, Christian, before we let you go, what's your thoughts on Anderson's pass on Marv and Barsha's pass on Tomac? <laughs> All right. I was having a debate with someone earlier. Oh, that. yeah. I bet. Um, 
So Barsha's pass, I think, was clean. Yep. I think that was a clean pass. He didn't, like, lay into him. And then I think Anderson's was a little dirty. Like, he didn't hit him hard, but the way he cut that corner, I was, like, I was blown away. Yeah. Like, his foot clipped that tough block of how, like, he was going backwards (laughs) on the track. Yeah, yeah. Pretty much. And and it sucks because, I mean, he's just just trying to be aggressive, but Marvin did not see that one coming. No, no. Uh, uh, I, I think I'm with you on that. Yeah, I'm with you on that. Yeah, on both of them. You know. Um, but I'm not. I'm not like a. I don't want. I don't want to make it like seem like I don't like any of these writers. But yeah. Um. I mean, you can have your opinion, I guess. Yeah, and I think that's the beauty so. thing of Pulp Max is we have our opinions <laughs> for <Yeah>. sure. <laughs> um, Good or bad, right? Yeah. Speaking of, of post career plans, maybe Pulp Max will hire you if you you know maybe keep your yeah. keep working hard. I don't know about that. <laughs> I don't have any money. I don't even uh, have any money. I'll just take Kiefer's money and roll it all over into you. <laughs> yeah, maybe I'll test for Kiefer. Oh, really? That's how you're going to do it? That's, that money. that's really how you're going to do it? Oh, give me a break. <laughs> uh, hey, man, thanks for coming on the show. Appreciate it. Um, you know, decent season for you so far, and I always enjoy talking to you and, and catching up. So uh, thank you for the time tonight, man. Appreciate it. Thank you, guys. Right, See you this week. Christian Craig, everybody, on the Geico Honda team. Um, yeah, like you said, that, that him flying off the track, like that would be so gnarly as a racer. Like you're just... You know, when you talk about that, it almost looked like <clears throat> a lot of the riders, you know, when they're eyeing or trying to do even at a test track, they'll they'll jump yep. and land flat, yep. land until they get get the yep. distance figured out. That's yep. what it looked like. That's a good point. You're right. Some guys do do that. Yeah, yeah. you're right. Uh, Shane, what's up, man? How are you? Hey. What up? What's up? Hey, so... Yeah, I'm the guy that has that Tim Ferry jersey, and I was trying to meet up with you. And oh, yeah. It didn't work out. Yeah, where were you, bro? Yeah. Dude, so my buddy had my tickets, trying to get there at 930, the pits, and didn't end up picking me up till 1230. And then I only live like 30 minutes from Oakland, but got there, we were in line, and then we didn't know we needed tickets, too, with our uh, monster cans. So, yeah. Well, Summer. well. You know what? I'll be there next year, probably. I know. Well, and I will too. I go to Oakland every year. Well, there you go. Yeah, too bad. I would have. Uh, I was hanging out with Red Dog. We I were uh, eating Chipotle oh, under God. Reed's truck and reminiscing about old times. And, oh uh, my God! It was fantastic. It was great to see the, the big I one. I cannot five. believe Tim was there too. Cannot oh, believe that. Oh yeah, he, the the second furthest race for him to go to all what year. What was he doing there? I don't know. He he helps out Mel Ross, so he said he was there helping oh, okay. out Mel Ross, and I couldn't okay. believe he went all the way from Florida to help out Mel Ross at wow. Oakland. Like he didn't go to yeah, Anaheim or something. So, yeah, <laughs> that's why I didn't tag him in it. And he was like, "Hey, I guess you're celebrity now." I was like, "I didn't even know you're going." Yeah, bro, I didn't know either till yeah. till basically he yeah. texted me and said, "What's up?" Or I saw him in the morning or something. So, yeah. um, bummer. Well, you know what? You hang on to that signed Tim Ferry jersey because that thing is gold. And that you know, I've been holding on to it for freaking over a decade now. Yep, there you go, buddy. Thanks for calling. Appreciate it. Yeah, all right. thank you. Thank you. Shane has an autographed Tim Ferry jersey that he wants me to sign alongside. Yeah, and I, and I said I will autograph right over Timmy's name. That's <laughs> okay. that's that's what I would do. Uh, hey everybody, Justin Barsha, Cooper Webb using Vortex sprockets, the Seven Deuce Deuce as well using the chain and sprockets from Vortex Racing, and the GPF Babbitt's team as well uh, use Vortex Racing. Email Jake at vortexracing.com to get a hell of a deal for anything that Vortex has for you. The F5 hard coated front sprocket and rear sprocket. Factory, official sprockets of the factory monster Yamaha team. And we thank the folks at Vortex. They've been on board with us for a while. The V3 bar as well. Please check that thing out. 29% stronger than competition. Uh, Vortex, 
bringing in our next guest of the night. We're rolling through these guys, Berlut, because uh, Oakland had so much to talk about. This man uh, had a great Oakland going until one minute to go. Tyler Bowers, what's up, Bowers? How's your face? <laughs> face hurts. Uh, everything else hurts a little bit worse, though. Faces just looks ugly. Dude, so I, I guess I think you were different, right? you were semi concussed after the main event. I think I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know. Like the, the track crew said, was all right. So, <laughs> okay. and I, I, like, <laughs> yeah, man, I never got a headache or anything. So, right. Uh, but but dude, like I don't know how not. You know, I guess my helmet did its job. Yeah, um, couldn't have gone. I was hand. Couldn't have gone. Yeah, I got my finished. eye was swollen from the uh, yeah, no from the handbar. Oh, okay. But, yeah. Well, yeah. some of us really needed that finish, Bowers. Out of you, some of us really <laughs> needed that finish. Yeah, yeah. I was I was trying. Um, ended up with a couple broken ribs, so I think that was like the biggest Ugh. thing. Is I hit. You know, I landed flat on my back, and basically, like, my whole torso just felt like it was a stinger, and I couldn't move for a good bit. You know, I had a hard time lifting shoulders and had the breath knocked out of me, of course. And luckily, the you know, the, the medic crew there was able to drag me off the track and, and get me uh, feeling a little bit better so I could walk off on my own. You could have just got up and just rode around a little bit to get get to people some fantasy yeah. points, you know? Yeah. That's all. Yeah, I was pretty bummed too. I was pretty bummed too. Trust me. <laughs> I'm such an asshole. I'm kidding, dude. Yeah, like, dude, normally, like, I would, I would try to do yeah. it, but this one, I was, you know, normally I don't lay in the middle of the track either. No, you know, I don't no. Like to get run over, so yeah, I don't like to get run over. So this one, I was like, dude, I'm, I'm, I'm here. And it like, was... track crew was like, you got to get up, and I'm like, well, you guys can pick me up because I'm not moving. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I'm just gonna lay right here. Um, yeah, I was like, I, I don't even care, yeah. dude. Such a gnarly crash. That was oh, a good one, huh? Jeez, man, what was going through your mind? Well, it started with, um, oh shit, oh shit, <laughs> oh shit, and then, and then it turned to. I'm oh, fucked. Wow, this one, this is the, yeah, it was, it was more just like, oh, dude, it was weird. I just like accepted it and was like, this is the real deal. Like, yeah. Like I was, you know, at the point when my, my ass was a little bit higher than my head. Yeah. yeah. I was, like leaning back. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, and then I knew I was off the bike too. Like yeah. it's one thing when you know you're going to land on your feet, you know? Yeah. Like this time I'm like, dude, I'm laying flat on my back. Like, oh. It's going to hurt real good. Oh you know? boy. Um, and then I noticed I was going the wrong direction of the, the tough block. So I was like, man, this is going to be, this is a good, this is a good one. Is there uh, is there any way anything holds you back from riding this weekend? You think, or take the week off maybe? Um, and or what's, what's your thoughts? So, yeah, we're just like everybody else. We're day by day, dog. Yeah, um, yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't know. Like, so I went to the doctor today, and he told me like what I kind of already knew: um, broken pinky for sure. All right, big deal, whatever. And then uh, uh, my shoulder, I was like kind of worried about. We got uh, just like that deep shoulder contusion i guess everybody's been getting it lately you know uh-huh. it's going around so i got me one of those i got, I got me one of those like everybody else. yeah you caught yeah, wilson's and roxon and marvin's uh, yeah 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 exactly i was i was hanging out too close to him this week right. so it was just it was it was a rough deal um did a couple of broken ribs but you know you can't do anything about that either um uh pretty sure bruised along too because i caught a little bit of blood on saturday night mm, um, nice nice but yeah, those those heal up pretty quick, and uh, basically I'm just super sore. I, I think the worst is the, the deep shoulder bruise, and then yeah. the, the um, sprained wrist on the other side hurt oh, pretty bad. Man. So, um, yeah, we're just taking it day by day. I think uh, you know Thursday or so we'll make the call. But yeah, I'd love to be out there. I well, want to be out there. You were you were killing it all day long. Your praxis were good. Your qualifying was great. You were tenth in the main. I talked to you after the race. You really made it sound like you got you know you got a frame going. You got a better uh, chassis happening. Some suspension yeah. testing. Is that that's kind of yeah. what what helped you so much? Yeah, we went into the you know going into the first round. I um I got I acquired a bunch of new. 
stuff from uh, the the Tether crew, like uh, all their leftovers basically I bought. So um, got a couple like newer frames and uh, like tie bolts and stuff. And mm-hmm. It was like two weeks before the race. So um, I've been riding, you know, a jalopy frame that I, I, I got borrowed from Kawasaki back in the spring. Yeah. Rode it all summer, raced it on Washougal on it, and you know, did all the off season training on it and had like eighty hours on it. It was getting like pretty smoked, mm-hmm. um, but it was it was nice and wore in. So. Um, you know, I went to all the new stuff, you know, a couple weeks before A1. And, of course, you know, you go from one end of all flexy and cushy to everything's rigid and stuff. It threw me off a bit. And it was too close to the race just to kind of go with it. So we swapped everything back, and I was mm-hmm. just riding, you know, the, the frame that I had struck yeah. bolts out of. Yep. Um, <laughs> and, uh, you know, Donk hated that. Bitch, like, literally, we only had two bolts in the skid plate, though, like, for the first, like, two rounds, you know. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, and then I was like, and part of me, too, was just get through, um, you know, the A1 and then I can go do that German thing and actually make my living for the year. Um, so I did that. And then, uh, yeah, since then, we've just been able to, like, test and, you know, be back and ride a little bit. I was super lagged after going to Germany, so I didn't ride much that week. And yeah. The next week, I was I had strep throat, so didn't ride any of that week either. And then now here we are. So oh, just been able to ride and do a little bit of um, bike setup, and, you know, it's been showing. Berlut, he was good this week in Bowers. Yeah. He was all, on it. All day. All day long. Yeah, what? what What'd you qualify, like six or something? I don't know. You, what did you qualify? Yeah, I, got, I ended up seventh overall. I was, Se- uh, yeah. Like, yeah. I did I did a lap. It was crazy, too, because the track was so gnarly, you know? Like, in, in second practice, I, like, did a lap, and, uh, like, it felt horrible, of course. Mm-hmm. And, uh, like, I, I pulled in. I was talking to, you know, Brum the show guy, and then... Uh, my mechanic, um, Donk, and, and I was like, hey, like, oh, man, it's horrible out there. Like, let's make this change or whatever. And they're like, hey, yep. you're third. And I'm like, oh, shit, really? Oh. I, looked, I was third. And I was like, oh, that's that's pretty cool. Like, you know, like, let's yeah. see if it sticks. And then I went out and tried to lay down a couple more laps. And, you know, I was like, wow, everybody else must feel like crap, too. So, yeah. Um, and then, and then like, like, I don't know, there was like two minutes left. I was still third. And I'm like, oh, sweet. Like, this is a good one. This is going to stick. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I just kind of was like, cool. My day is kind of made. And then uh, I think I bounced on the fifth after that. But, yeah. The last practice, I ended up seventh. So, but it was still, yeah, way better. Yeah, I don't picture you as one of your strengths of being a soft, ruddy track. Like, not saying it's not a, not saying it's a weakness of you, but I don't think this track was right up your alley, and that's why you were you were so much better. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, exactly. I think one thing that helped me a lot this weekend too. One, one, you know, like I said, we've been changing a lot of the bike setup, so that's been good. Mm-hmm. I'm able to ride, you know, a little bit more this week and just feel more comfortable on the bike. But uh, you know, this weekend. It, it was more technical, you know, like, um, a one was, you know, yeah. easy, you know, they kind of make, they make the track safe at a one, you know, they don't yep. want to kill everybody. And right. then, uh, you know, I didn't do, I didn't do Houston. And then I go to, um, a two and that was just a cakewalk. That was way too easy, yeah. you know? So, yep. um, I mean, there's no reason why we should be third, fourth year on average on a four fifty on a super cross track. It's pretty, pretty high speed and a little bit too much. Um, and then, you know, Phoenix, I read a little bit better. That was pretty technical track. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, uh, you know, this last weekend, it was, like, really slow and really technical because all the ruts. So you actually had to use your brain to ride instead of, like, just holding it wide open and just scrubbing every jump. Mm-hmm. So I think that that's definitely been my benefit a little bit. Um, and then the German stuff I've been doing is, like, super sticky and tacky, too. Um, so I think I think I was a little bit more used to all the ruts and, and, and the squirrely kind yeah. of track. So. Yep. Yeah, you know what? That's a good point. That is a little German-ish, right? For sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. I used to be, like, a big rut guy, but lately – Riding in SoCal, I've been hard packed. <laughs> Spoiled. <laughs> I uh, yeah. I talked to you before the beginning of the year, and you're like, "Hey, man, hopefully I get a fill-in ride. I don't know exactly know what I'm going to do. Uh, hopefully something comes up before the series goes east." Well, here we are. We're a couple of weeks away. What are you going to do? Are you if if you're healing up and you're you're, you're ready to go? Are, are you heading east, or what's the plans? 
Yeah, I think, uh, you know, I'm just trying to get everything in place, get um, my back going on the East Coast. Um, you know, Chaz at Trigger Racing is, is still helping me out. He wants to take me East Coast. So okay. um, it uh-huh. looks like we can we can get the, we can get the bike there. It's, it's going to be even more privateer than the box stand on the West Coast, though. <laughs> um, but <laughs> he's got he's got a Springer van. He's going to be driving it every weekend, and it's going to be, yeah, it's going to be real privateer. So yeah. um, I don't know if it'll be any more 90s, but just more privateer. Yeah, so, I've, been, I've been saying um, uh, Berlut, Ber, he's been in the box van. Donk and, and Bowers have been in this sweet box van. Yeah. yeah. Full 90s. Yeah. Full 90s. Yeah. Just, that was a way yeah. to go. Yeah. Oh, dude. Come on. How bitching was box that? Box fans ruled. Yeah. 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 <laughs> they well, did we, it. Our box fans even got the driver's side window as the only one tenant, you know? Yep, so, yep. You know, because you guys always get sunburned on that side. Right, and, uh, right. <laughs> and, yeah. So, and then, uh, and then um, yeah, on the way home this last weekend, I had, you know, my eye was like swollen shut pretty much. And, yeah. You know, at midnight, I told Dunk at midnight. I was like, "Hey, you know, the only way we could have been more '90s this weekend is if uh, you had a black eye too." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But exactly. it, you know, we both went to the bar after the race, right? And both got black eyes there. So yeah. You know, you're, what did Brady say when she saw you? Like, oh my god! Like, you're a monster. Yeah. You're you're a monster. Yeah, it, it, yeah. It was. It's a lot better now. Um, somehow on Sunday it got better. Yeah. Um, you look like Elephant Man. Or what? And, yeah. yeah, it was it was pretty bad. It was almost swollen shut, and you know the side of my face got pretty swollen too. Yeah, so went out like elephant man, and then uh, <laughs> yeah, I kind of was like keeping it quiet, quiet from Brady. I didn't really want to show her, and then uh, of course she Facetimed me, and then I had like half my face in it. And she's like, "Who's behind you? Show me her." And I was like, oh really boy, just my face. Yeah, it was one of those deals. So. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> well, that's good to hear. You're going to go east then. Um, uh, my buddy Donk there working for you, Canadian legend. Uh, he's going to go back home though, so you, you need a mechanic, I guess. Yeah, that's a, no. Ch- Chaz, Chaz, the trigger. Um, he's going to take over the. Mechanic oh, okay. So he knows races. what he's doing. I, yeah, I yeah. do need a. Yeah, I, I do need a practice guy though out, out in California during the week, so that gets a little bit difficult. Um, yeah, Donk's going back home. He's going. He's going back to Canada and, and moving on with his life. Uh, going to the next chapter. He's going to work at a, a Harley dealership and and uh, yeah. have a little bit of um, a normal life in his life and yeah. yeah, a little bit of a normal life. And uh, I'm happy for him. This was kind of like a kind of a going away, um, like going away tour for him. You know, like we yeah. got back together and got to do this, and it was it was really cool. And he said it. It beats you know shoveling snow up in Canada. So, oh yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. It's, it, he's just been, he's been amazing though. Like, it's just insane how good the guy is. You know. Yeah. No, that's awesome. No, I'm glad it's working out. Tyler Bowers on the show. Brought to you by Vortex Racing. Uh, please check him out. Email Jake at Vortex Racing to get a deal on sprockets and bars. Uh, official bar and sprocket of the Pulp Mech Show. Tyler Bowers on the uh, on the show here. So. Um, last year you rode 250 uh, West for another Yamaha team, and I've been going on and on and telling you you should ride 450s for a long time. And I know you you know you want to uh, if you can get a ride, you'd absolutely would have done it. This year your hand was forced by not having a ride, but still doing it. Um, what's the difference in the 450s? Are should you have done this last year? You know, uh, kind of what I'm getting the point. The point is Bowers is was I right all along? Uh, yeah, I mean, I think, I think last year just, you know, wrong, wrong decision. I think, um, you know, in, in my best interest, you know, if you're not a factory lights effort, like it's super, it's going to be damn near impossible for me to do real good on it, you mm-hmm. know? So, um, just being heavier and it's in, and in the lights class in general, it's hard to do super good if you're not on a factory bike, no matter what, it's just, yep. uh, it's just a totally different ball game. You know, I've been on both ends of the spectrum and, um, not even just the bike, just, you know, the, the, the things you have at your, um, you know, within reach for you yeah. with the, with the team like working and, and testing and stuff, and um, 
you know, the 450 clearly makes it a little bit easier. You know, oh, yeah. uh, I'm 190. I'm 190 pounds now, so um, you know, I'm a heavy guy. And the 450, I don't have to do much work. I think we just pretty much got piston cams, um, mm-hmm. some head work, um, some valve springs on my bike, and it's, it rips. You know, yeah. like uh, you don't need much more. Every now and then, I get pulled down the start, but um, it's very, very rare. You know, this factory bike's got a lot going on. So yeah, um, I think it was just yeah. This this year, it was just you know, better for me as a privateer. It was kind of forced and, um, you know, I'm still eligible in lights class. So I mean, yeah. it's always going to be there. Um, yeah. I mean, unless I just, I think it's top 10 points in the 450. You can't go back. Uh, like top 20, I thought, uh, but I don't know. Is it top 20? Well, I don't I might, know. They change the rules all the time. This weekend then. Yeah, I'm like 17th right now, so hey, I might have to take off San Diego then. Hey, don't worry. Three guys were going to point out last year, and they just changed the rule right before the last yeah, race yeah. of the year. So yeah. it's not- I'm hoping they make the whoops super easy this weekend, too, because i got a shoulder hurt. You know, <laughs> I hope it's good to my flat whoops this weekend. Yeah, really, right? <laughs> uh, yeah, that'd be, that'd be yeah. pretty nice. Um, and if something comes along for a fill-in ride that's not on a Cowie, uh, you'll do it? You'll grab it? Yeah, I think there's some logistics we got to jump around a little bit. Yeah, um, you know, Cowie's helped me out, helped me out quite a bit. Oh, for um, sure. Yep. Yeah, just you know, spare parts and stuff that they, um, you know, they're not using, and um, they don't, you know, they don't use a lot of the stock stuff, of course. So, um, you know, they help me out on that end a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm I'm really happy where I'm at too. You know, like the bike, it's great. I've got a great crew around me. It's working good. Um, so, you know, I'd love to get a fill-in ride. It'd make life a lot easier. But yeah. um, you know, I'm, I'm doing pretty good here too. No man, listen. I, um, I took two. I was a mechanic for two riders that won Privateers of the Year award um, out of a box van, Nick Way and, and Ferry. And there's something very satisfying about putting yourself in the top ten or near the top ten on a bike that you could oh, buy sure. with with a little bit of help, and you're doing it old school. And you like it's pretty satisfying, man. Like, uh, you know, obviously you'd like to make more money and everything else, but with Cowie Continuity that pays really well and the purse money and any bonuses you have, uh, it's not the end of the world. Like, we don't need to hold a go, GoFundMe for you. And at the same time, you're out there and you're really proving something against these against these teams. So it's not a bad. It's not. I mean, it's not. It's not ideal, but it, it's a nice sense of satisfaction, yeah, Bowers. I think. Yeah, I think exactly. I think for me, you know, it's a lot of long hours, you know, already, um, yep. you know, being a new dad too. So that there's that on top of my whole program, but, uh, I'm, you know, team manager, team, well, I was team mechanic, don't trip over now, <laughs> yeah. uh, team manager, team agent, you know, team rider, team trainer, yeah. team nutritionist, you know, all, all the above, um, media guy and all that. So, yeah. um, and, and I'm, I'm only really good at one thing, which is like riding. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> I, I, I give myself extra work too on the other stuff. So, um, you know, giving that, that fill in ride, it, it just kind of makes things easier for me and is able to, you know, have me focus on my one job riding a yeah. little bit more. Um, so, um, that, that, that's where it, it makes it better. But like you said, it's, it's so satisfying, you know, to be able to drive up, um, you know, in the boxy with the exhaust leak, um, <laughs> you know, and, uh, <laughs> you know, make it up there and, yeah. and, uh, you know, do our thing and, uh, you know, and it turned out good. It was, it, it's super awesome. Um, you know, and we're, even on my bad days at the races lately, you know, like the first two rounds or whatever, I was, you know, the first guy out of the factory group. And, and sometimes, you know, yeah. I still beat a couple of factory guys most, yep. most of the time. So, um, you know, me and Reedy were usually battling for like 15th back there. So, <laughs> um, and, and that's not bad. Dude. Like yeah. guys legend, yeah. So it's pretty cool to be, you know, to well, be there. So a Ray, um, uh, a Ray yeah, can't believe, a Ray can't believe that he's racing with Chad Reed. Chad Reed does not feel that same yeah, way. Yeah, he's loving it. But A-Ray is yeah. loving it, yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey. Anytime I'm near a- A-Ray, it's just I'm scared to death out there, dude. Like, he's so – like, I just never know which direction he's going to go. He like, doesn't know. Uh, oh, yeah. He's doing I good, I know that. Though. That's what makes it worse. Yeah, I showed him a um, – 
there was one of the the GoPro videos like popped up on my Instagram feed uh-huh. other, or my my uh, uh, Twitter feed the other day, and it's it's like the screenshot of like it's like midway down the start straight, and I think it was Sealy's GoPro. Yeah, and you just see A Ray like right in front of him, and he's like on the, like everybody's standing up, you know, like both both feet on the peg, right. both hands on bars, everything's like normal. A <laughs> Ray for some reason is sitting down and his like legs out, and it's not like he's sitting up to the corner; it's like <laughs> nine miles ahead. And I'm like, right, right. Dude, what were you doing here? And then you can see like Sealy like a little bit freaked out too, is like front ends like sideways. <laughs> Fender's pointing like the wrong way, and it's like because you just don't know what the dude's doing. He's like way too much body English. Yeah, like, that, no, you know? it's, it's Caddy Wampus. He tells us it's Caddy Wampus. Yeah, yeah. How about He's like a brave man for sure? How about after the race, you're jacked up, your face is bleeding, your eye is swollen, and he's like trying to get you on Snap, bro. That's so mm-hmm. awesome, bro. Turn this way, turn this way, yeah. bro. It's like, yeah. I'm yeah, like, Alex for you. Yeah. I'm like, dude, chill down yeah. for a second, like. Yeah, he's a bit much. You know, um, but, yeah. Hey, so <laughs> he's himself. So. We've asked, we've asked Pike, we've asked uh, Christian Craig, our previous two guests, and so we'll ask you. Uh, although maybe this answer will be different because it's you. Do you have any problems with those passes we saw in the main with Barsha on Tomac and Anderson on on Marvin? Any issues, with Tyler Bowers, with those passes? <laughs> Well, I only I only I only saw the one which was uh, you know Barsha and Tomac and that was right in front of me. So okay. um, yeah, it's just it's just difficult. A lot of the like I think with the Tomac one, it, it looked like you know Eli was turning down in the corner a little bit, like we were all doing, and uh, you know Barsha you know gave him some love. It wasn't the dirtiest thing I've ever seen for sure. No, yeah. Um, you know you just gotta be on your toes out there. I mean I've had. I've had people do worse than me, and neither of us go down. And I've, clearly, you know, God knows I've done worse. So yeah, um, <laughs> you know, it's. Uh, I mean, yeah, I don't. I think there's a time and a place, and there's a respect. Uh, the biggest problem in the 450 class now is. It's not really a problem. It's just that there's no, like, one guy anymore. You know, like, there's me and Dolph. Yeah. We're talking about it on the drive back. There's not, like, one dude that is, like, when when one of the ninth place guys sees this guy going around him, they don't just, like, oh, all right, like, whatever, yeah. you know, even if they think they're not doing that. You know, there's usually they kind of let a guy by. Um, yeah. Right now, like, a ninth place guy is also a number one guy. So yeah, um, it's kind of hard to do that. You know, these guys, are they're all really good right now. Well, Dunge is gone, and a bunch of dudes are trying to grab a crown right now, you know. And, and yeah, so they're, think, they're going like balls out. Up, you know. Yeah. Yeah, everybody wants to be that guy, and, and we haven't figured out who that guy is yet. Yeah, um, it's it's like every weekend's like you know like first round everybody's kind of trying to find their place. Um, I, I saw that at A one. I was like, all right, cool, it'll calm down. I go to Germany for the weekend. I come back for A two, and then everybody's still trying to figure out where they belong. You know, like <laughs> like I said, the third place guy is in tenth, trying to figure out what he's doing back there, and then vice versa the next weekend. So yeah, um, everybody, everybody's trying to figure it out. Absolutely no, uh, you're right about that. Well, man, thanks, uh, thanks for coming on. Hopefully, you can race this weekend. I'd like to see you back out there because even though you flew off the track and had a spectacular crash, I think Oakland was good for you. Outside of that, Oakland was good for you. <laughs> yeah, 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 it was definitely good. Um, I'm definitely sore, but yeah, it was it was a good weekend. And, and me and Dunk were already talking, um, you know, before the the main event. And he said, he's like, ah, you know, like no matter what, if a hurricane hits this building tonight, and we can't even race at all. Like. We had a pretty good day so far. I'm like, yeah, yeah, let's just keep it going. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. we kept it going for a little bit. Yeah, uh, uh, tough block got me though. Tough block guys just, killed me. Uh, one minute to go for us fantasy owners. That's all uh, we had to, to do. That, you got to, you got to talk to that track crew guy that stacked that tough block, dude. I felt like such a man. proud papa because I pump the bear up all the time and I pick you whenever I can. Yeah, finally. 
Uh, well, no, that, that was it, dude. Like, I feel so bad when it's not going good because I'm like, dude, Mathis is so pissed right now. You know, like, he's <laughs> good. Like, I'm, like a tool. I'm glad you, know? you think that. Like, That's all, good. all last year, I was so bummed. Like, I was more bummed for you than I was for me. <laughs> good, <laughs> good. Because he's got I was on his face right now, and I can't have that. Because I was getting a lot of shit, believe me, and I was standing up. So. Yeah, well, I know. Uh, I'm I know. a fan. I I'm, a, I'm a believer. Um, thanks, uh, yeah. thanks for the time, man. Really appreciate it, and hopefully, we we'll see you this weekend. Thank you. Absolutely. Thanks, guys. All right. Uh, Tyler Bowers, everybody, privateer hero on the Cowie. And, yeah, he was good, Berlute. It's just He's, he's just, a good rider. He's he's one of those natural guys, you know, tall, just bitching I, style. I just stay out of 250s. I was telling him that last year. Yeah, he's too big. Grab a 450. The money is four times as good. You can put together a program. Yeah, it's a lot of work and everything else, but something will come up. If, it's only it's you know? it's the money's only better if if the team on a two fifty isn't paying you a salary. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. No, I mean if you can't get a two fifty ride, that's what yeah, I'm saying. Like, yeah, oh, absolutely. Like, why get, why would you even ride a two fifty? Get out of there, yeah, you know, for sure. and, and and get jump on a four fifty and find out how much uh, how much better life is. Um, for so apparently you, so. he wasn't getting a salary last year. Is what you're saying? I think it, he was, but it was pretty small. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's good to hear he's going east because he didn't know he wasn't yeah, sure. That's cool. So that's good. Yeah. You know, we'll, and. You got to deal with him now. I thought I read. Yeah, he's guys. He's a great rider. Um, what's so obviously you know Brayton well from over from working for Tickle and Pike. You've seen him in all these races. What's something you've learned about Brayton that uh, you didn't know before that maybe surprised you or something you like? Um, probably the biggest surprise is you know I thought the guy was a great rider when his factory Honda. I've saw some of his rides. Actually, we have a little fantasy thing, and he was he saved my ass the one year. At the factory Honda, I mean, he did really well. I think yeah. he got third or fourth in the yeah. series or something, uh, yeah, like, something that. like that. He was he got three forty five or something. Yeah, top he was, five. So. Remember, he led Toronto for a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and um, but I never knew that he was a whoop monster. And everybody in the pits and the Honda guys tell me the how he just he's a, he's a monster, you know. And I'm like, okay, but sure enough, man, yeah. the guy just loves the bigger, the yeah. better, the longer. He loves them. I, I mean, I've told the story a few times. There's been Supercross races where him and Stu. Or him and another guy are the only guys jumping things, and I've seen it. And you jumping, know? they say that, but yeah, exactly. He'll 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 air it out. He'll he'll put together the rhythms, yeah. you know, that others won't do. And I mean, your bike, I mean, it's production based bike. You you have a stock transmission, stock transmission. You have steel bolts, like. Like yeah, Steve, you're on that steel steel bolt thing, aren't you? I'm just saying the, the weight of the and bike. Actually, yeah. I think sometimes it works better. In certain yeah, situations. Yeah, probably, right? Like, yeah. a lot of guys think light, lightweight, lightweight, lightweight. <clears throat> I come to find out with testing and stuff with riders, get rid of a, a, a titanium pivot, you know, swing arm pivot. Yep, yep. I mean, there's still, there's actually the characteristics of some steel things are better. Yeah. Even though people are trying to go light. Yeah. You yep. know, no, so and, and I think same it screws you up. Some frame stays, you know, like. Yeah, exactly. You could add some weight there, make them beefier, and things can change. Yeah. You know? makes, yeah. I think when they went with the air fork on the front. Yeah. I think they were taking the weight in the wrong place. Oh, yeah. In my personal yep, opinion. Yep. You know, Take, I think taking it off the wrong place. Yeah, yeah. the wrong place. Yeah. No, I just think it's impressive the the package. I mean, obviously Honda's helping you guys out a little bit and but I mean the what he's racing against is not what the other guys are racing. You know, you know what, what I mean? the Honda package stock is a good package. Yeah. It's a really I mean it's they did their homework. The engine is really good. Yep. You know, and it seems like the chassis is good. It's a fun bike to work on. Um but uh no, I, I I don't think he's I don't think he feels he's at a disadvantage. Yeah, well, that's, that's that's the that's the main thing. For yeah, sure. that's the main thing. Yep. You know, and um, 
He's got the work. He's got work suspension. That's the number one thing. And those guys are there helping us just like yep. you do at a factory. Yeah, that's so big in, yeah. in 2018, right? Like that's such a massive oh, help. Big time. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's get into our next guest. He's our regular co-host. Flyracing.com. Please check him out. The F2 carbon helmet, the same one that Weston Pike wears on the track, is the same one you can find in your dealer. Flyracing.com. Ride safe, ride smart. Fly racing. What's up, JT? How are you? Not much. I thought you guys were doing a Keith after dark. I kept hearing so much talk about packages. <laughs> oh, God. Got on here. Yeah, well, you know, it's, it's just something that we were trying. Oh, um, funny guy. Hey, so uh, interesting to to talk to Berlute here about Brayton and JT. Um, he's wearing fly racing, obviously, uh, but you, you've known him for a long time. You actually raced against him. Uh, he's one of the older guys in the field. Uh, underrated set of skills on Brayton, I think. And I say underrated. He's fifth in the points. But still, people maybe don't realize how good this guy is in Supercross. Yeah, I think underrated maybe publicly, but I think inside the pits and inside the industry, his skill set's pretty recognized. Um, he's one of those guys that if there's a rhythm section that's possible or a, a, you know any sort of combination that can be put together, uh, Justin's usually one of the guys that's going to let you know if it is possible or not pretty quickly. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely right. So, have you yeah, found that Berlut? Wow. The... Walking the track with him, Berlut? You... Uh, his precision is amazing. I've yeah. never seen that guy case anything. I mean, that I can recollect. Yeah. I mean, his precision is amazing. Like I said, you know, his timing and precision is probably yeah. as good as I've ever seen. It's yeah. crazy too, JT. He's such a self-made rider. You know what I mean? Like he came out of Iowa. <laughs> he raced arena cross. He, you know, really built himself up into this. Yeah, I think he's just he has a lot of talent. Um, you know, I don't think it's always the uh, I think it's 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 taken work to build speed, but I think the skill set, like as far as how um just like Bro Woody said, how, how how precise he can be on a motorcycle and how he can put a track together, uh, I think is, you know, an elite level. I think just being able to get some of the corner speed and stuff like that he's really had to work at and I, I think to where you see him racing at his age, at his pace right now, is a testament to his work ethic and how dedicated he is to really perfecting his craft because I think some of that stuff takes work for him. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know what? Speaking of the uh, Weston Pike fly helmet, and since JT's on the line, let's uh, let's go to the fifth caller, Marks. Can we do the fifth caller? 702-586-757 wins the Weston Pike replica F2 carbon helmet uh, with MIPS. Thanks to the folks at Fly Racing for that, and in honor of having Weston on the show earlier, uh, we will do that. Weston, uh, we talked to him, JT, and he he said that uh, yeah, he crashed and it wasn't good, but he should have crashed, uh, <laughs> you know, a bunch in the opening laps, and I couldn't agree more. Oh my God! Yeah, if anybody you could, uh, if there's anybody you could take a video and be like, yeah, you should have crashed there, and you should have crashed there, and you should have crashed there, but. You're so strong that you were able to ride through it. Uh, it's definitely him, and that's kind of been his whole career. I mean, I, we used to laugh because we would we would watch his his tape, and he would just case his way all the way around the track. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just bully his way through sections, and there was no, you know, he's the complete opposite of Brayton, where you know he's picture perfect, and Weston's not, but he still makes it work somehow. So they're yeah. really polar opposites as far as how they go about the track. Oh, they, yeah. I, I can recall a cycle trader practice at a Supercross when he's riding for cycle trader Yamaha, and 
he we- he bounced off the top of every single jump like two laps in a row on this one lane. <laughs> he couldn't get it, and I'm like, look at this dude, gunk 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 off the top. It was amazing. Oh, you'd think they have snapped ankles, snapped wrists, <laughs> right? But yeah, it's, yeah, that's another guy, you know. So, uh, thanks to Fly Racing for that. We're gonna give away a Weston Pike replica helmet. Um, JT, so the passes we we reviewed the passes in the uh, Racer X uh, Oakland Supercross review pod that we talked about, but um, the Marvin and uh, Anderson thing that we talked about earlier uh, on the podcast. Uh, I would love to find out Alden Baker grabbing those guys and talking to them and 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 trying to soothe this out because I I got a feeling that Marv said today in Racer X that he you know he he's got one he he's going to give out the next one you know and uh, this is going to affect it we've been talking about it all off season and we're five rounds in JT and now there is tension with these guys. Yeah, I mean, you know, Alden's for sure going to try to smooth things over and you know, let cooler heads prevail and all that. But what happens when the gate drops and those guys get their adrenaline pumping, that's a whole different story. So uh, that that stuff doesn't – you don't just forget about that. And, if you know, if Anderson leaves the door open and Marvin sees an opportunity, you know, he's, I think he's going to pay him back. I don't know if he's going to knock him down. But, you know, he was even making mention of Glendale the weekend before, which I don't even recall – um, yeah, yeah. Than getting, than getting into it, but obviously he did because he he brought it up that the, hey, that's two weeks in a row where I've kind of you know taken it from this guy, and I don't really feel like I I should have been. So um, all of the tension that we were speculating was there, I think, has really come to fruition now, and there's no hiding anymore. Do you think this is the beginning of the end for them as training partners? I think it's early to say that, uh, but yeah, it definitely makes things tougher. You know if if the rumors were true and there was tension or just uh, a little bit of discord during the off season, which we don't really know, uh, there certainly is now. And I just think the whole situation where you have two guys that are equally going for the championship or equal favorites for the championship training and riding together every day, is just a really difficult situation to manage. Yep. And I give, I give Alden a lot of credit for being able to pull it off in the past, but I think this is more, the typical situation of how it would go is just things happen on the racetrack and managing the egos and all the people surrounding them. Mm-hmm. It, it makes it incredibly difficult. And, and honestly, it's just unrealistic in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got a winner for the helmet, everybody. So uh quick time up the phone lines. We got our yeah. winner. Um, yeah, it's, it's going to get interesting from here. And, and I think Tomac is now down 60 points. He is going to spend his time. If he gets a chance, he is going to make sure that Barsha gets tuned up. <laughs> I, I this is this is all great for us. I'm not saying I thought the, I thought the pass was fine, but I guarantee you Eli did not. And if, it, if it, there's a chance, Barsha's gonna get uh, gonna get his gonna get a bit of revenge, a bit of frontier. That'll justice. be good stuff right there. <laughs> <laughs> and what if Barsha and Anderson get together? Ah, this season's gonna be good. You watch. It's gonna maybe play advantage for our yeah. team. Uh, yeah, play. <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe the number ten benefits from it. Yeah, um, you know what I mean, though, JT. Like it'll be a bit frontier justice for these guys out there, and that's the way it works. Well, yeah, you've got you know Marvin really has nothing to lose, so mm-hmm. he he's obviously got an axe to grind with with uh, Jason. Then Barsha basically has an axe to grind with everyone <laughs> at all times. Yep. And then uh, you know Eli feels like he's got one to give back to to Barsha and really to everybody else because he's. He's kind of no holds barred. I just want to win races now. So yep. 
I think the ultimate winner in all of this, they're going to be the fans, just like you guys said. And, you know, I include myself into that, into that mix. Uh, because really, over the years, it's kind of been, you know, Dungy doesn't have any enemies, and he just tries to stay out of everybody, off of everybody's bad side, and Bill Poto is really no different. Now we've got a whole handful of guys that all are looking to get back at each other. Uh, and Anderson, really, I mean, he, he rides aggressively with everyone as it is. So it's kind of the perfect storm as far as that goes. Yeah, it's, uh, it's going to be interesting, uh, without a doubt. Well, JT, the 250 title with, uh, I think there's four rounds left now. Um, Savachi and Plessinger right now have the upper hand with McElrath's race and AC's race. It, uh, it might be boiled down to those two guys. Yeah, this is uh, basically the same situation McElrath found himself in last year. You know, he was great for multiple races in a row, and then he had the mechanical at, at Arlington last year, and then, you know, this year was more his fault. But, um, you know, it might cost him the title again. Uh, he, You know, I'm not saying he would have won it last year, but he certainly would have been right there. Yeah. Seems like he would have been that way this year, too. So uh, it's definitely not over for him, but he's going to need some help now. Um, you know, I think – Really, everyone's still in play. It's just he's going to need some help from Plessinger because uh, Plessinger's only gaining momentum. I mean, he's winning yeah. with the flu, and uh, he's just really putting a lot of pressure on these guys to be perfect. So uh, definitely shaping up for a, for a Plessinger title, but we should know better to know what to expect in this 50 class. It seems like every week it's uh, somebody gets turned on their ear. It's going to be interesting to see San Diego track and dirt-wise. Uh, it rained last year a lot, so it was really soft and ruddy. Mm-hmm. Last year, or they watered the crap out of it. I can't quite remember. Um, and then now, but generally speaking, San Diego's pretty hard. You know, so I don't really know what we're going to get. It used to be, for sure, yeah, at the I other know, place. Yeah, the Qualcomm. Yeah. I don't know. The Petco thing has gone both ways, JT, on, on track, track-wise, track dirt-wise. Yeah, I, I think it should be fine. It's, uh, you know, I think uh, we, we've had races there where it's been normal dirt. And, yeah, I think it has traction. It definitely has more traction than, say, Anaheim. Uh, but it won't be anything like what we saw last weekend. Uh, it's supposed to be sunny all week. It'll be you know hard after they build it. Yeah. Um, so I think see a pretty standard San Diego type race, decent traction. Um, I'm more interested to see how the the track shapes up in the layout because we've really seen everything that they have to offer from the easiest track, some of the easiest tracks we've ever seen, to some of the most difficult and technical tracks we've we've seen in years. So. Is it going to be more of a middle ground, or are they going to kind of go from one side to the other? Because to me, I I don't know how you can predict it anymore. I I, I really think we've hit both both opposites of the spectrum this year. Yeah, I agree. I don't know. I don't sometimes knows exactly what goes on. You know, it's a with baseball building the track. stadium though, so yep. you know it's going to be you know short lanes and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah kind of crisscross and short lanes and everything. yeah. I looked at the track map. I looked at the track map today for quite a while. I was writing an article and. It's not bad. You know, that, that baseball diamond usually meet, uh, ends up just like Broly said, where it's lots of switchbacks and short straightaways. But I actually I wrote that they did a pretty good job of maximizing the space. So uh, I think it'll be better than, what you know, some of, the, some of the Anaheim renditions we've seen where it's just, you know, follow the leader and, you know, 20 feet in turn, 20 feet in turn. Uh, there's some options. So... The whoop section, for sure, it's a bull berm, whoops, double, and another bull berm, kind of similar to Glendale was. So I, th- I think there will be some passing opportunities. Uh, but there's no doubt that the, I think the football stadiums like, like Glendale are the, mm-hmm. the best, best tracks we have to offer. Hey, JT, is there two sets of whoops or one this week? Just one. Damn. 
It's got that, it's got that bull berm, then whoops, then a double into another bull berm. So I think that it gives that guy on the outside an opportunity to rail the berm, come flying up the inside and double to the inside of that guy and make a block pass. So for a guy like Brayton, where he excels in a situation like that, it's, you know, it's almost going to be like set him up for that, set somebody up right there every lap. Right on. I like to hear that. Yeah. Um, all right. Let's get into the uh, Race Tech uh, rant of the night. Racetech.com. Use the code PulpMX18. Motors and suspension work uh, get happening at Race Tech. The Hep Suzuki team, you big, using a big. Uh, Race Tech's a big part of their program, along with the MCR team at Vince Freeze is using Race Tech and doing pretty well. And uh, Racetech.com, get your suspension oil changed, get some motor work done, get some sleeving if you want, get some boring, whatever you need. Racetech.com has got you covered, vintage bikes as well. Uh, the Race Tech rant, JT, is just something we talked about on Twitter. Uh, it's not so much uh, I'm angry about it, like a rant, a true rant, but uh, after the race, Anderson was asked about the pass on Marvin by Aaron Hansel at Racer X. Um, I can't believe anybody didn't ask him in the open Q&A session. That was pretty amazing. But uh, never, regardless of that, Hansel asked uh, Anderson about the pass, and, and Anderson said, I'm not talking about that. Which my rant is, like, you need to talk about that because, I mean, you don't have to, but you should. You should come out and be like, hey, this is. I didn't mean to hit him that hard. I didn't want to knock him down. I made a mistake. Uh, i got to talk to Marvin about it. Things will work out. By saying, I don't want to talk about it, just makes everyone on this show talk about it more. It makes all the KTM people talk about it more and everybody else. You, you get out in front. You use the media to half apologize to Marv. And even in your mind, if you're thinking, ha, 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 got you, Marv. You know what I mean? Even if you're thinking that, which is fine because it's a competition, at least come out and offer a half-assed sorry about that to your training partner of years instead he said i don't want to talk about that and that's his prerogative jt and we were talking about it on twitter but it, to me it's it's a dumb strategy yeah i i personally i don't think he cares i really don't think he cares well to me uh, that's a mistake because alden baker cares and marvin cares and they're they've been training together for th- three years now okay well talk no, about no, I, I understand. go ahead no, no, go ahead, Tony. You're good. No, I was just going to say, look at look at the same thing exactly from the Super Bowl. They're ta- they're 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 hitting Gronk up, and Gronk says, "I don't want to talk about that." So it happens. About what? Huh? What was he saying that about? Um, they did an interview with him at the end there, and um, he was talking about uh, retiring or something like that. Yeah, he said he wasn't sure. Right? No, not wasn't oh. sure. He says, "I'm not, I don't want to talk about it." He, there was a question, and I don't oh, okay. know exactly okay. the one, but they have the. They, to me, I you're 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 the media guy, Steve. But this, I think those guys have. Uh, it's their prerogative to say they don't want to talk no, about it. No, it is Berlut. It's a free country. It's not Nazi Germany. Go ahead. Say you don't want to talk about it. No problem. Like, and, and as a media guy... They can get themselves in trouble, Steve. You can also give yourself a lifeline, Berlute. Yeah. You can also give yourself a lifeline. Like, okay, if I ask somebody, hey, I don't want to talk about that, then I won't follow up with another question. Like, I, I'm not going to be like one of those... You see that a lot in media, because there's a lot of jerks in media with, in, as yeah, far as the big four sports. It. Right. I hate it. Yeah. You, 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 they, they try to trap an athlete. Absolutely. They try to trap I, a guy. I, exactly. And I hate that. I do, too. And as a media guy... You do hate that? Oh, I hate that. Really? It's bullshit. All right. Guy, get the guy you're answered. the number one guy to do that. I am not. No? I am not a guy to trap somebody. Okay, maybe not trap, but you're not scared to ask I'm not the scared to ask, but if you say I don't want to talk about it, I move on. I'm not trying to trap you like okay. a lot of the other guys do. Okay. It pisses me off when okay. they do that. <laughs> okay, bud. So I don't do that. 
But so I would move on. Hey, you want to talk about it? Nope. Okay, let's move on. But you know, right. last year or two years ago, when Sealy was having a problem with Anderson, I they had a, they got into it at St. Louis. That I think it was St. Louis. And I asked Sealy about it, and he said, "Well, yeah, I'm not happy, and this and this and that, and this and that." And he kind of got the word out a little bit about you know what happened. And from what I understand, there was a meeting after that interview, trying to figure things out between Sealy and Anderson. Like he used it to his to his advantage to to say that there's an issue here going with on. Feld or something? No, no, with Anderson, Anderson and Sealy. No, I know you said there oh, was a meeting with between the, teams, the two. With the teams, with the, the teams. teams. Okay, got you. Um, because people, he got the message out. And look again, Anderson could be thinking in the back of his mind, "Fuck Marvin Muscan. I, I don't give a shit." Like that's fine because it's competition and you're going for the championship. But publicly, come out and be like, "Man, I didn't mean to do that." This is your guy, your friend. You trained with him. You rode with him for two years. But but I, I would ask you. I would ask you. What have you ever seen from Jason Anderson that would make you think he gives a shit? I agree. Because two weeks ago, in the press conference, he was talking about trying to be, change his ways and trying to ride differently and learn from Ryan Dungey, the guy that was the title guy last year, he said, and I'm trying to learn these yeah, things. I just think Jason's personality, is he, he's, not, he's not worried about it. Like he just kind of, I don't know, he's always given me, the vibe that he kind of doesn't care what you think or what I think or whatever, and he's going to do his own deal no matter what. So you nope. saw what he did. He made his own decision on the track, and he – whatever, we're moving on. Like, okay. I, just, I get from him. That's I all. I'm not it's right or wrong. I'm not saying it's smart or stupid. I'm just saying that's what I see. Okay, that's – that, That's fine, but you got to be smarter and say and talk about that pass, in my opinion, in my opinion. You got to be smarter about your training partner slash friend. They apparently do squats together. And they, <laughs> they spot each other. You know, no, no, that's what Alden told us. Oh, come on. This is what Alden Baker told us. But, so, I, but I think if he's going to address that with Marvin, he would address that in, in private, not through the media. Like, I think there will be plenty of opportunities for him to address that to Marvin personally. Well, guess what? The next time he's get on a press conference, people will ask him about that pass. He'll never escape that pass on Marvin from the media. I'm glad he said it, Steve. Yeah. All he has to do is say, I don't want to answer that. I that's, mean, he can escape it pretty easily. That's and, what he did. And people will just keep hammering him about it. That's, that's fine. So, they, hammer, they hammer all the athletes about it, and they just say, nah, no, I'm good. No yeah, thanks. no, that's next, fine. Next question. Yep, no, I've seen it uh, in our sport, and eventually you just address it because you're tired of dealing with it. You're tired well, I don't it. know, and, and also, I don't know that he probably wanted to answer it in the heat of the moment. Like That's exactly the point, weeks, yep. Yeah, in a couple of weeks when he's calm and he's you know he's got his thoughts collected, maybe he will address it. Yeah, but yeah, I think, yep. yep. I think for us to sit here and be armchair quarterbacks and say this is what he should do, we're not in his shoes. We don't know the relationship between him and Marv. We don't know what's going on behind the scenes. So I think you know he's going to make his own decisions. And if he felt like it wasn't the right time to address it, so be it. Like, so, yeah, it's just out. it's not smart in my opinion. That's what I'm saying. Like okay. I, I agree with all of what you just said. He he, uh, you know he can do what he needs to do, YOLO. But uh, so what he what what JT just said, Steve, it might be smart because he's in the moment. Okay, when he puts that helmet on and does what he does, and then he gets you know and he's in the press conference, and they ask him that question, and he's still probably you know in the moment. Maybe he feels it's probably better to say I don't want to answer it than freaking get into it. Because now everyone goes, he doesn't want to answer it. And now everybody starts talking about it. It's 30 minutes after the main event. I mean, I think he's calm. I got you. He doesn't take, it's not at the podium where he takes his helmet off and everything's 
30 minutes after. He knocked down well, his... Well, no, what I'm saying, he did that with his helmet on, okay? Yeah. And he probably, like you said, in a normal setting, he seems like that mild manner guy. It's just when he sticks that helmet on, yeah. it's a different program, you know? Yeah, I mean, he knocked down his training partner, his buddy, <laughs> and, he, and, and he's going to get asked about it. Do you it. not like Anderson? Oh, I don't care. No, he's fine. Yeah, whatever. Like, uh, you don't, hey, JT, does he like Anderson? Uh, I would probably say no. Okay. But Steve, do you... Do you think that Anderson, Jason Anderson, a you know multimillionaire or whatever, on his way to be if he's not already, guy that's leading the 450 Supercross Championship, the biggest dirt bike championship in the world, maybe motorcycle championship in the world, do you think he cares what we think, me, you, and Wygant? Of course not. I personally don't. Well, of course don't not. No, nobody. I'm not saying that he cares what we think. No, well, yeah, no. You're saying, like he's going to get hammy, he's going to keep getting asked, and yeah. we're all going to talk about it. I don't think he cares whether we all keep talking. Well, about it's, it. at some point in the past, he has cared because he answers all the questions. At some point in the past, when he's had a lot of rough incidents and 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 rough riding with other riders, he's answered things and come out and said things and talked to things and and and, and addressed issues. And as far as I know, has never right. said when, I don't want to talk about it. when when he chose to though is I think the point that I'm making is that was on his timeline, not yours. Race tech rant of the night. Pulp X 18 is the cut. <laughs> wow, I just, we're just, JT's just going to go all around and around. Chad Reed and James. No, no, I'm saying he, I just, I don't understand where, has, how, I don't understand he, how you say a multimillionaire. Like what does that got to do with anything? Chad Reed and James Stewart are multimillionaires also as answering all the questions and using no, no, Ricky Carmichael. Saying, like, I, wait, Ricky Carmichael uses the media smarter than maybe any other rider ever. But, but I'm saying this person who is, has a lot of more pressing things to worry about than us jerkies. I don't. I think he's going to answer questions on his timeline, not when when you say he has to or when I say he has to. I think he's going to do it when he wants to. Uh, you're totally missing the point. You're totally missing the point by saying that over and over. What I'm saying is, I don't is, think he cares if you want his help. I don't think he's like, oh, I should use the media here. I don't think he cares. He should care. That's my point. He should get out in front of this, just like Wygant said the same thing. He should. Right, His but you're people. looking at it from the media side. I'm looking at it from the rider side. I I don't think that's like real. I don't think he cares. I don't think yeah, he's okay. like. All right, Racetech, Racetech.com, ran on the night. Pulp Mix 18. This interview is over. Use the code to save uh, engines and suspension. Uh, please use them. Hep Suzuki does, and so why don't you? Uh, Jason Thomas, flyracing.com on the Pulp Show. Uh, we got our helmet. We got our helmet winner, right? We're good? Yes. All right, we got some yes. calls for JT here. We got to do the X brand goggle. Tear off segment as well. Andy, what's up? Thanks for listening to the show. Uh, what's your question for Jason Thomas? Well, first, uh, I want to say welcome back, Berluti. Nice Thank to you. hear you. Thank you. I told um, you people like you, Berluti. Love it. Oh yeah, I look forward to when Berluti's on. It's, it's a good time. But Thank uh, you. I wanted to give Fly a little bit of praise. So probably about five years ago, six years ago, I bought a big trailer decal, put it on the hood of my truck. You know. Um, one of the fly reps up here uh, talked to my dad who worked at a bike shop and uh, hooked me up with some fly gear. I've been running the same set of fly gear since then, and I just just ordered a new set this weekend. So um, I got the fly kinetic mesh stuff. That stuff lasted forever. And, you know, I don't ride much moto. We do. I do a lot of wood riding, so it, it stands up. So if anyone has a question on fly longevity, um, I can tell you it's good stuff. Last and, and we didn't a even, long time. And we didn't even plant this call, JT. We didn't even tell. We don't know Andy. No. We didn't tell Andy to call in or anything. No. <laughs> no. Uh, no, it's just 
get just good stuff, and I just wanted to pass that along. Okay. No, thanks, man. Appreciate it. They've been a great part of our show, and they're killing it as a brand right now. Uh, you just look look at the starting line of a Supercross, you know? Oh, yeah. Yep. Can't right. wait to get my new stuff. So, like I said, I appreciate it. Okay. Cool. Andy, thanks, man. Yep. Talk yeah, to you guys later. Bye, Andy. I definitely appreciate it. I think uh, that's half of our – it's it's a good – it's a blessing and a curse when it comes down to it because <laughs> – and it's not just us. It's most brands now. Everyone's stuff is so good that it it lasts forever. And I see guys, and they're wearing the same gear for multiple years. And I'm like, man, you got to get some new stuff just because I'm, you know, I'm a sales guy. Um, but for the customer, I mean, it, it absolutely is a win to these guys. So it's, uh, it's a double-edged sword for us to build that stuff that good because we want to we wanna get people buying new stuff every year, too. All right, let's get to our next call. Trevor, what's up, man? You got a question for JT? Yeah, how's it going, guys? What's up? Hey, so, JT, that um, part of the broadcast with the uh, Fox helmets, is your MIPS system pretty much the same as theirs when it comes down to the design and how it works and everything? I was wondering about that. Yeah, so MIPS works with multiple companies, both in motorcycling and mountain biking and lots of applications. Uh, But they basically sell to every company. So when you agree to do uh, build a helmet with MIPS in it, the MIPS representative will fly to the helmet factory. And we're, we're in the same helmet factories as the other major brands. Everybody, helmet gets built in the same place. Um, but they'll go there, work with your individual shell, work to, on the application, make sure it works with your EPS and your liner and everything uh, individually. So um, as far as the MIPS system, yeah, exactly the same. Um, it's all the same system, same concepts, same everything. They just apply it to uh, to each helmet. So uh, there's a lot okay, of cool. and this yep. and that. Uh, but when it really comes down to it, MIPS, yeah, it's all, it's all the same system. Okay, and then I have one more. Do you guys test any with the, the um, eject system that's required at all, or do you, do you guys just put it in and run it? Yeah, we don't really test it. Um, it's basically their own system that we just apply to our helmets. Um, as far as with working with our factory or any of that stuff, no, it's their system is basically just plug and play. So they have to kind of build it to work with every single helmet. Um, so it's it's pretty simplistic as far as that goes, and it's, it's really easy to apply to any helmet on the market. Yeah, it just tucks in there underneath the liner. It's, it's pretty cool to see. So, um all right, Trevor, anything okay, else? Okay, cool. Thank, no, that's it. All right. Thanks, Thanks man. Appreciate it. Uh, all right, Jason Thomas on the show, flyracing.com. Been asking all the guys tonight, uh, Bowers, Craig, and uh, and Weston Pike, about the passes that we saw that we, we've been debating a little bit here. And, uh, yeah, everyone kind of – I think most guys thought that Anderson's pass was a little out of line except for maybe Pike. Bowers didn't <laughs> see it. But, um, uh, but uh, I think Barsha pass on Tomac, JT – uh, that's racing, you know. Uh, uh, Tomac didn't do the triple. Barsha wheel tapped it, had more speed, came in underneath them. It's racing. Yeah, it's racing for sure. I mean, it's it's aggressive racing, but it wasn't. Uh, I mean, it wasn't way over the line or anything like that. Um, I think it was just uh, one of those moves where you know Tomac left the door open, and and Barsha is not a person you can leave the door open with. So. Uh, just one of those things that happened, and yeah, I, I may not have liked the move, and if I was racing, I definitely wouldn't have liked the move if it happened to me, but, you know, I think the the key to the whole pass was even if Eli didn't wheel tap there, because Barsha really didn't wheel tap all that well. If you look at it, he kind of bounces pretty high, actually. He doesn't execute it nearly as well as he had multiple other times in the race, 
But Eli, when he lands, he, he stays middle left to hit the turn. If he goes right and protects protects himself in the turn, Barsha really has no move there. Uh, so when it comes down to it, Barsha was aggressive. Eli left an opening there, and, yeah, that's, that's one person you can't do that with. Well, Pike said that. you got to know who you're riding around. I don't know if Tomac yeah, knew that no, it was Barsha. Yeah, that's absolutely true. Hey, did you notice, Berlut, Barsha doing that 3-3-2? In the rhythm, I don't know if you ever watched it or you noticed it from the mechanics area or someone told you you had it on tape. No, he was, yeah, I heard he was like one of the only guys doing it, huh? Pretty much. And the, and the, the, th- he was the only guy. Yeah, he's the only guy. No, I swear someone else did it, though. I think someone else did it. I, I never saw him. Maybe, but I never saw yeah. him. Yeah, Paul and I were watching it. Um, but anyways, he was the most guy doing it the most. Mm-hmm. That second three, it was tall, so you would come up and you would like whip the bike a little bit to like get over it and... It was cool, he's man. He's riding good. He, you can tell the guy's rides, so full of confidence. Yeah, he's riding really good. He reminds me of when he first came out on sure. a 450. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's it's uh, it's something else. All right, everybody, let's do the X-Brand Goggle tear-off segment. Marks? It's the X-Brand tear-off segment. 15-second rapid-fire Q&A. Rapid fire. X-Brand Goggle is a choice of champions everywhere. Chris Kiefer loves X-Brand also. Uh, Ricky Brabeck. Gary Sutherland, Kyle Chisholm, Kyle Cunningham, Henry Miller. Oh, X-Brand's everywhere in the pits you look. And uh, thanks to uh, Hayden Melross also. X-Brand goggles are the choice of champions everywhere. Use the code Public Show 18 to save at xbrandgoggles.com. E-K-S brand. Terrific goggle. And uh, these questions are submitted by Corey Moser. Do you know him? No. No. Mm-mm. JT? Uh, no, I, I've heard of an Aaron Moser that she's a great home builder in the Northwest, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, me too. Yeah. Yep. Um, all right, everybody. So, uh, all right, Marks, let's do this. 30 seconds on the board. Mm-hmm. 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 Steve. Yep. Fro dropped some knowledge on Brayton using a works Honda front brake. Where do you think he got that info? Dude, I don't know. I don't know where he got that from. Good, good. Great question. I don't know. 7.7. Good job, Dufrau. Wasn't for me. Berludi, what's the most unconventional theory Tony has? Most unconventional? Oh, I I reserve the right to I have one, but I, I can't go there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I might lose my job. Tony Alessi, not Jeff Alessi. <laughs> Yeah. I don't know. I I might. I they might waffle, find somebody waffle, else. Waffle, waffle, They'll waffle. find another mechanic if I say that. Forearm strong. Okay. <laughs> All right. Next question. JT, which rider in the main event looked the sketchiest in Oakland? Jeff Pettis, no doubt about it. That chick was all over the place. He wasn't in the main. <laughs> Did he say that chick was? Yeah. He, it's an it's an insult. JT's insulting uh, uh, Jeff Pettis. Everybody. He wasn't in the main, but we'll take it. All right. Um, Steve, have you considered signing up for a VIP experience so you can participate in track walk? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, I have. I did get a VIP experience with the Team 2-2 truck and the fact that I got Chipotle for lunch. Nice. With Tim Ferry. It was, it was incredible. All right. Berluti, in your short time away from the race circuit, what changed? Uh, what changed? God, I know this. Um, 
Well, it's not really. <laughs> I was going to say there's no. <laughs> oh, okay. The date show. Did everybody was asking me this week about? Hey, do you like this date? I go. I don't know if I like it. I've because I've never really experienced it. All right. That was the wrong answer. It was. <laughs> All right. <laughs> JT, which pass has, was more? Which pass was more aggressive, Barsha on Tomac or Anderson on Marv? Oh. Mm-hmm. Okay. Can we just move yeah. on? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it's, I think it's got to be Anderson, uh, just because the angle, the turn angle was, Oof. yeah, way way over the line. Yeah. All right. Steve, wild ass guess how much Yamaha will pay Barsha to finish out the season for them. Oh boy, um, good question. I don't know. I mean, they got him as a fill-in. The fill-in rides are never that good. Maybe they give him like a low base and some big bonuses. Because I mean, they have their budgets are all set, right? So yeah, I was gonna say it's not like they have all this money. They're just no. like, oh, yeah, we got millions ready to pay out. You know? Yeah, yeah. I I wouldn't even guess. Uh, and what I, would Barsha do? Be like, nah, I'm out. Well, that's a, I had an agent tell me that he should declare himself a free agent after this weekend and be like, yep, I'm not. He wants that bike too much. Oh, yeah. He, he wants that no, bike too much. Yeah, no chance of that, for sure. But I'm just saying, as a joke, you know, you could do that. But, I, I, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know. Sorry, Moser. I got nothing. For Louie, what would you like to improve on Brayton's race bike? Uh, Improve on Brayton's race bike. I wouldn't want to improve anything he's got his brakes that he likes i think the bike is competitive and he's happy with the setup so i think that it's fine all right jt last one assuming things continue to heat up at the baker's factory and there are too many cooks in the kitchen who gets burned and doesn't come back in 2019 el hombre or marv uh i think that Anderson would be the one to lead if anybody left. I think Marvin really fits Alden's kind of model, and uh, I could see Anderson breaking off and doing his own thing much sooner than Marv would. That was the right answer. That was the right answer. 16, Take notes, Berluti. 16.8. Um, Anderson said uh, Baker will be his trainer for the rest of his rest of his pro career. He did? Yep. Are you sure, Steve? That's what he said. All so. right. X-Brand Goggles, choice of champions everywhere, eksbrand.com. Check out the new X slash S with outriggers on it. It's a great uh, goggle, and uh, it'll hold up to the best conditions. And uh, unlike other some other goggle brands, I should say, uh, the stuff that we, X-Brand sells is the exact same stuff that the riders put on uh, at the races, so uh, with foam-wise and things like that. So please check them out. Um, all right, JT, what else is going on with uh, fly racing? What's happening? What's new? Uh, well, we're getting, everybody's got this military team this weekend, so that'll be exciting. We're, uh, we'll have some, some new gear to show, I'm sure, which most people will. So mm-hmm. we're not, we're not going to sell the stuff we're racing in this weekend, but it's, it's one of the theme races, so that's exciting. I'm, I like looking at new stuff because I've been looking at this gear for right. a year now, so. Um, are you doing graphics, Berlute? Do you know? I don't think so. Oh, okay. Right. I, I, this was the first, I, I remember now, but yeah. I didn't, I didn't, uh, it'll be interesting to see what Brayton wears. I can't wait, actually. Berlue can't wait. You got two. He's got two colors that he wears back and forth. Do you guys make a? Does Fly Racing make a fanny pack, JT? Because Berlue's got to wear this backpack. Know. He's got to wear a backpack now. Yeah, we do. Of course, we do. We have tool packs. We have all kinds of stuff. There we yeah. go, Berlue. Yeah. Fly Racing mechanics wear. I gotta run it. Uh, we'll put a mechanics wear sticker on it or wire. something. Sounds huh? gay. Put a mechanics wear. Put a Fly Racing sticker on it okay. or something. Okay. Um, JT. Uh, 
my Super Bowl bets. Just just slayed it. God. Just killed it. Good for you. Oh, you thanks to the you Eagles. Did. Thanks. To I the really Eagles. don't care. Thanks to the Eagles. It's great. What a game, though. What a great game. That was awesome. Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll take racing like we've gotten, and I'll take Super Bowls like that. <laughs> did you win, Berlou? Yeah, I did. I, I, I took the uh, took... Eagles money line. That's bold. Why? You did the same. I did, but on a smaller ticket. On a smaller ticket. Yeah, yeah. I wish I would have bet more, obviously. I felt if they're if they're going to win, if, I felt they are going to win outright, so why not take the money line? JT, you had pats and points, huh? Uh, yeah, but I, I still was fine. Um, yeah, I, I mean, for me, Super Bowl is all about prop stuff. Like, I think it's <laughs> I think that's the most fun all season is just, like, the anthem stuff and yeah. all crazy weirdo stuff. I don't know why they we Blue and I were talking before the show like like Hart could just get one of his buddies to throw a bunch of money on the anthem. Like I don't oh, yeah. know how there's you so do, many there's so many yeah so many that you could totally manipulate. Right, because I guess the Timberlake uh, will he have a will he have a, a Prince theme? The odds went way down because there was suspiciously huge amounts of money bet on the yes. You know. Yeah, there's there's someone like Pink's hair color coming out. Like there's so many ways that you could get. Smart money in and <laughs> yeah, like I, I'm just yeah. not sure how they can you know yeah they're going to take a huge loss. I don't know how they can do that. It's risky, you know. Um, I guess they just play play the numbers that most people don't know or are guessing. Yeah, worldwide. Yeah, I guess so. Right. Uh, all right, JT. So your VIP program is in full effect. Uh, what can people do? You got some spots open for some upcoming races? Yes, I'm. Man, I'm pretty full. Um, for the next few weeks, I do. I might have a couple for San Diego. I don't think so, though. But um, that man, the program has really gone well. Uh, you know, we've obviously talked about Chad doing his and all that. But to be honest with you, I think it's it's helped my program more than hurt it. Uh, it's definitely made me um, try to raise my the the level of our program, and I think it's raised awareness. So we're having our best year ever. Um, I'm I'm super excited about how it's gone so far. So how can people? Check it out for for the later races. Yeah, I mean, e- yeah, email me, jason36 at aol.com. Uh, you can, you know, uh, most people, I've had a lot of people writing me messages on Instagram or Twitter. really any way that you can find to get a hold of me on Twitter, whatever. I'm pretty quick to respond to all that stuff. So, um, you know, whether you want to do the VIP or explore some other options to just basically enhance your experience on race day, uh, that's the main goal is to uh, to give everybody the best experience possible. All right. Well said, man. Well, hey, thanks for coming on tonight. Appreciate it. Thanks for the uh, thanks for the healthy debate, and uh, we will. Uh, I'm sure we'll talk to you tomorrow, man. Thanks, JT. I don't think I've all seen right, you. I don't think I've seen you all year. Where are you? I mean, I I know I'm busy. He, Where are you been? He doesn't go to teams like yours, Berluti. He only hangs oh, out with the elite teams. But wait, he's Brayton's his guy. One of his guys, right? Yeah. Anyway, JT, been, come uh, by and say hi, huh? I, I, I've been in the lab working on a fanny pack for you. I'll, uh, I'll <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. All right, man. See you guys. All right. See you, See you man. Jason Thomas, everybody. Flyracing.com. Please check him out. Hey, so last week, big controversy on the show. Darkseid thought he won the, the Works Connection uh, Pro Launch Start Device. We didn't give it to him, but we also didn't give it out to anybody. But we're going to do it this week. Uh, we're going to do it for our archive listeners as well as the live listeners. Tested and trusted by JGR Suzuki, Star Racing, Moto Concepts. Uh, Living 100, Nut Up, Suzuki 5150. You love Works Connection, Eric and those guys. Always. They've you, always had you, a great product. I mean, everything they put out. Pretty, is yeah, just, absolutely. I, I put a, I put a easy perch on my RM, 
in the garage. How good does it feel? So good. Yeah. And uh, and we're going to give a pro-launch start device to somebody in the archives. Email contest at pulpamexshow.com. Contest at pulpamexshow.com. And just like we did with the Maxima, we'll uh, have a draw out of all the people for the uh, Works Connection uh, launch device, pro-launch device. And, uh, yeah, so thanks to the folks at worksconnection.com for that. And uh, thanks to our guests, Christian Craig, Tyler Bowers, and Weston Pike way back in the uh, 6 o'clock hour. Coming up with Mikey Ojeda and Roger Larson to talk a little bit about that sponsoring Malcolm and going forward from there. Um, so, Berlou, you're siding with JT. Like, Anderson could just tell everybody to, that he doesn't want to talk about it, and, and that's fine. I am. I, you know, like I said, you wait till you see the Gronk thing. He does the exact same thing. And I think <clears throat> that people that maybe aren't good spokespeople or that, like myself, yeah. I, I struggle at times with talking to people or whatever, but, um, and in in a heated situation, I know you said it's thirty minutes afterwards. I I I think it's a choice of the guy to say whether he wants to answer the yeah. question or not. Oh, I agree. I'm not saying it's not right, but y- you use it. You I agree, use it, and I hear what you're saying. Yep. yep but yep. if the person isn't doesn't speak well, and he's still fired doesn't up about use it, it, yeah, okay, yeah, All right. yeah, absolutely. No, uh, Marks, where do you side on this? What say you, Travis Marks? I really don't care. Okay, fantastic. Yep. Uh, let's get to Mackenzie's. That was a wrong answer, a by the way. Uh, Mackenzie, what's up, bud? How are you? Oh, pretty good. Yourself? I'm good, man. Uh, what's happening? Actually, uh, I work. I work at Capital, like just down the street from your brother's old place. Yeah. Dave, yeah. Dave Ryan, bro. Yeah, yeah, he's a good, rad dude. Uh, but I was just wondering, like, Kim Hood is still pretty old. He's like 60 years old. Like, did you ever race him when you were? Yeah, Manitoba. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, he must have been gnarly back then. Yeah, dude. His heyday was probably like in the late eighties. Uh, Al Dick used to show up, and and Kim would get second all the time to Al Dick, and beat beat most of the other guys. When I was racing pro, it was like early nineties, ninety two, ninety three, ninety four. Before I came down here, so he was a little past his prime, but he still beat me a ton. Definitely beat me yeah, but- more, more than I beat him. Kim was also the master back then because uh, you would just. The Manitoba tracks would just have ribbon everywhere, and on the back sections, Kim had some very creative <laughs> lines uh, many times. But he, yeah. hey, he was such a on hard flat track man. The guy could kill it. Just throw the back end sideways and just you know basically drift his back end around. He was so good at that, man. Well, even now, like you can only see out of like one eye. Yeah, and uh, he, he said he says like, yeah, well, when I'm going around the track, I just like. I go for the color of dirt, and if it doesn't go good, next lap I stay away from that color of dirt. Yeah, yeah, no, uh, <laughs> he still had only one eye or part, partly one eye or whatever. No, the guy yeah. hauled ass, man. He hauled ass for twenty years. He's still hauling ass. You know oh yeah, I mean? yeah. yeah. It's the same, same deal. Where like on the track and off the track, it's a totally different dude. <laughs> yeah, I'm the oh, nicest yeah. guy ever off the track and. He, he oh no! Yeah, no, dude. He was. Oh, I got into him a few times for sure with him. He was uh, a oh, yeah. wily veteran guy. Like I said, he beat me more than I ever beat him. Um, and uh, you know, he wasn't a good jumper. So if you had like West Wind back in the day, you could beat him there. Um, yeah. But, but uh, yeah, he 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 was impressive all those years for sure. Yeah. Yeah. All right, man. Yeah, he got it in with right on, dude. Well, thanks for listening. Appreciate it. Thanks for being yeah, on hold. For sure. All right, thanks. Yeah, just an old veteran guy gritty guy we used to race with back in manitoba i know and he's type. still racing man wow and the guy just his, what happened to his eye some shop accident or something i don't oh, know shit. he won the 79 canadian 125 national title 
1979. It wasn't officially uh, a clash yet, so they don't recognize it, you know what I mean? Like mm. rollerball and all that, mm-hmm. but he won the 79-125 title, so mm. guy's a bad dude. Yeah. And then when I raced him, he was already old. You know, and he still like kicked it, kicked a lot of ass. Well, there were some Japanese guys, some of our, um, you know, at Suzuki that he, I think, won a national title in Canada. Yeah, um, you know who went up to work for them was uh, Cliff White. Yeah, they imported some Japanese guys in the late seventies yeah, to Canada. Exactly for Kawasaki seventies, mid to late. Yeah, Cliff White got the call to go work for him and everything because Cliff is like half Canadian or something. Uh-huh. Um, and yeah, they won a national title. I forget the guy's names totally though. I totally forgot, but you're right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it was like, um, it was a time when like Canadian moto was actually like, you know, it was worth something for these teams to go up and or manufacturers to go. Well, what about win. Turner? Turner was a legend up there. Jim Turner? Jim Turner. Didn't he win some championships? I don't think so. Come on. Jim Turner? Check it out. I forget, Berlute. He right. was a Fox guy. You remember, you don't have the full Fox stuff, but I thought he went. He used to go to Canada and I don't championships. Know, you, know, you do know. You got too much contact cleaner in your brain. Yeah, you're, that's you're, possible. You're back from from that from the edge. Very possible. Um, all right, everybody. Uh, thanks for listening to the show. We really appreciate it. We have got a couple more guests to go, and we got some segments coming up, and uh, we're giving some stuff away. And it's been uh, it's been a fantastic night. Tony Berluti back in studio. It's great, Berlude. It's great to have you here. Thank you, F Steve. you, dude. That was Pookie. That was not on me. That I, was not me. I, I, I know her uh, voice. Uh, yeah. First up, uh, let's get to uh, our one of our first next guests, Mikey Ojeda from BTOsports.com. What's up, Mikey? How are you, man? Thanks for coming on. Yeah, Steve. Uh, everything's good. Thanks for having me. Uh, feels like we were just uh, doing this just a few weeks ago, so that's good to be back on. Yeah, check it out, everybody. We did a, a live <laughs> show from BTO Sports, Chris Kiefer and I, on a Friday before Anaheim 2, and uh, it was a lot of fun, and uh, it was good to uh, to do it. Hopefully people listen to the archive, and hopefully they used the code that weekend, too, Mikey. Yeah, right on. Uh, 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 good. How's it going? Great. How are you? Good, good. I don't Thanks know for asking. Matt, but good, good to meet you. Yeah. <laughs> um, you might have you've you've definitely seen each other around a time or two. Mikey used to work at TLD, so oh, okay, um, yeah. Also uh, on the uh, on the line uh, from Seven Racing, uh, a friend of mine. We had a good conversation this week. Roger Larson, what's up, Roger? How are you, man? How are you doing, Steve? I'm good. Mikey, what's up? What's going on, Rog? Um, thanks, um, Berluti. Good, good, to, good to see you back at the races. Thank you. I appreciate right? it. Good seeing you. The, the grizzled, yeah, no, seen. the grizzled veteran is back, Roger. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's always good. To, it was good to see him back. Thank you. Uh, and uh, and obviously, and he's actually been really pissed because uh, Brayton has been doing so well, but it's been racing against his old rider, Weston Pike, and Broody doesn't know who to wave on. He's, <laughs> he struggles with that. So. Um, uh. Hey, so uh, anyway, so reason we had you guys both on is obviously BTOsports.com is a huge part of everything we do on the show, and, and you've been a big sponsor for all uh, eight years we've had it. But Mikey uh, announced last, late last week a, a partnership, a sponsorship with Malcolm Stewart, who obviously uh, Roger works with on seven and, and, and helps uh, helps him out off the track as well. Uh, and I'm, I'm happy to see BTO back into the pro racing ranks. Of course, there was a team a number of years, but why Malcolm, uh, Mikey, and why now? Yeah, um, Malcolm, definitely uh, excited to release that. And, uh, you know, being new to the team over at BTO Sports, um, prior to me, as everyone knows, they've kind of scaled it back and uh no longer sponsored the ktm team but um 
know, helping those guys over there. Um, I think it's good to have a hand in racing and, uh, and doing all their marketing. So, um, you know, I see Malcolm as one of the most marketable guys in the sport. And, uh, you know, I've known him over the past couple of years, love his personality, love, uh, what he brings to the sport. And, uh, I think he was just a per- perfect fit for us. Uh, you know, represent us during Supercross, and then, um, you know, come outdoors uh, time, you know, we'll, we'll get to do some cool video projects and uh, stay busy with him around then. Yeah, I was going to say, Mikey, obviously the BTO team has an amateur seven, an amateur team that were seven and uh, a lot of yep. up-and-coming riders. So when Malcolm's done racing, Mikey, there's going to be some cool stuff coming? Yeah, definitely. We're gonna um, we're gonna work on fitting some stuff in before the racing ends too. But uh, but yeah, we definitely looked at it this way. You know, some people are obviously gonna question like, why would you sign a guy that's you know only racing half the the series or whatever you want to call it? But uh, I actually look at that as being a strong point. You know, I love outdoor motocross, and that's where you know that's where our roots are and everything. But uh, you know, we're gonna try it a little different and. Uh, Try to give you guys some cool content with uh, with the guy. I think a lot of people enjoy watching, right? Well, not only do they enjoy watching him ride, but you touched on it, Mikey, earlier. Like he's a hell of an interview. Fans really like the guy. <laughs> like, like he yeah. he's really, really, uh, I think, an entertaining person to be around and to watch ride. Oh, for sure. I mean, just just being with the guy. I mean, I worked with him previously when when I was at Troy's, and he was on the team, and you know, we developed a friendship outside of that, but. If we can capture, um, you know, the real Malcolm Stewart and and let everyone kind of see, you know, the personality that he has, and and he does portray it really well, but uh, I almost feel bad for all the people that don't get to actually, you know, go sit down and go out to dinner with the guy. I mean, you're you're laughing the whole time. Uh, Roger, on your your end of things, talk about how the deal came together for you. Obviously, we know right now it's a week-to-week thing with the JGR team. and obviously, I think BTO and JGR tried to try to. There were some talks, but uh, for your end of things, Roger, what about uh, signing with BTO? Yeah, it was it was definitely a long a long time in the, in the making. So, um, you know, and I think Mikey's the same way. We're glad to just finally see it to see it happen. Um, a few months ago, it probably would have been a bit on a bigger scale because um, they were going to be title sponsor of of Malcolm's team mm-hmm. had we gone that that route. And that still may that still may happen, um, you know. Like I said, the, or like you said, the, the the JGR thing is kind of still week to week, and hopefully we'll know this week. Um, but I feel like I've said that yeah. what four <laughs> weeks four weeks in a row now. Yeah. Those, those, I get those text messages from you uh, every Tuesday. Oh, what are we boy. doing? What are we doing? Yep. What are we going to know? Um, but uh, it it actually started uh, way back what a year ago. We uh, BTO kind of. Like Mikey said, they they got rid of uh, racing and professionally, and just kind of got into the amateur scene a little bit more. So we sponsored in just a small amateur team with them last year. They, they wanted to step it up even more this year, um, and we did that. And then uh, actually, the, that amateur team semi was uh, came down to James's um, mm-hmm. house for the for the ride day, and it was as it was pulling up. I was then it kind of all started to click. I'm like. You know, this truck won't really be used for um, any racing until after Supercross, so yep. it could kind of all work. And so I called Mikey and, you know, hey, what do you think? And it just kind of started from there. And then, 
that team didn't happen. There was still interest, and and uh, we were able to make it to make it happen. So, like I said, it's been. I mean, I, me and Mikey got a ton of time invested in this thing. So to see him <laughs> together, it's it's pretty cool. No, it wasn't on the scale it was originally going to be. It's yeah. still, you know, it's still a good good partnership, and uh, you know, um, DTO is a huge um, uh, part of Seven. Yeah, you know, they're they're one of our, our biggest customers. So. Uh, and, they, and they, like I said, we sponsored um, Axel Hodges as well, and, and Malcolm too. So it's a it's a really good fit. Yeah, it works out pretty nice uh, that way. For, for like you said, BTO is a, a good customer of Seven, so you know it's all a natural tie-in. Um, is it true, Roger, that Malcolm has to come on this show every Monday night? Is that part of the stipulation? You know, I told him. <laughs> I told him today that I was coming on the show, and he goes, "You're only going on it because I told Matt this Saturday night I wouldn't come on it." So. Oh yeah. <laughs> no, he I, uh, he didn't. You know these riders, they're so confused. I said, "Hey, man, you look pretty beat up. Do you want to do an interview after the race?" He said. No, I said no problem because he looked well, like. To make you feel better, I don't think he did an interview with anybody Saturday, but and that's I fine. Do think, yeah, yeah. I, I think Don's at his house right now, though, doing a house weekend. Oh, shocker! Shocker! Transworld <laughs> yeah. is there. Yeah. I, I, I can't even imagine. <laughs> um, no, he. What? So, uh, how is he? Is he fine? Is he going to be okay? Like, I don't know exactly what happened. Crash in the heat. You know, pulled out of the main event. How's he doing? Yeah, he he went to the doctor this morning. Um, I think the plan is to ride Thursday, see how it is. And um, I, just like everybody, you know, from last weekend, it's 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 day-to-day. But uh, I, I'm pretty sure he'll he'll race this weekend. Okay. All right. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, no, no, he, uh, he, he has the right to turn down the interview. He didn't look exactly like he was in fighting spirit there at the end of the yeah. race. Um, so for, for Malcolm and BTO, it's, a, it's an iron-on on the jersey. It's a logo on the jersey. It's a sticker on the helmet and some cool videos uh, when he's not racing. Is that kind of the deal? Yeah, I mean, um, you know, for now, like like Roger touched, you know, we had this on a larger scale come the beginning of the year. But, um, yep. I mean, I'm, I'm super happy to put something together and have it have it uh, work out. But, uh, yeah, for now, I mean, we got something on the jersey, some branding on the top of the helmet. But, uh, you know, really really, what we're going to use them for is, you know, to, uh, you know, bring brand awareness back to BTO and uh, have a good representation of the brand. Can people call in and mention Pulpamex loves Mookie and get a get a deal? Is that can that work? Yeah, that's not a bad idea. We might have something like that cooking. Yeah, we need to we need to work on that. <laughs> but hey, also too, also too, like you said, we don't even know what we're doing week to week. So no one has ever said I don't want to race outdoors. He just never yeah. had yeah, a legitimate opportunity oh, or chance. So stop I'm not it, saying Roger. we're gonna, but stop I'm just it, saying Roger. you never know. Roger, you, you never know. You are. I know, you, you know my feeling. Oh, you know I know your feeling. feeling. I know. Um, yeah. <laughs> hey, so, uh, but Roger, if like the video, if J, if J, if the JGR thing doesn't work out and there's not funding there, uh, part of me was excited for this deal because you have to keep racing. So, will you just grab a sprinter van, or what's the plan if JGR doesn't it doesn't work? Like, what is the? Is he back on a Cowie? Is he going to get a yellow bike now? Like, what's going to the plan if if a fallback option? Uh, no, we, we we do have a, a plan B that was originally going to happen. Um, you know, if the JGR thing didn't work out, and, and part of me too, like you said, I, I you know it, I'd, I'd like to see it too, but it you know it costs way too much money and it's way too much time um, for everybody involved to to do it. So, you know, taking advantage of the opportunity JGR has given us is 
is is is awesome and and uh and we'll we'll take it but yeah. if it doesn't happen uh he he has a he has a like a show hauler with a with a stacker trailer okay um plenty of cowies uh, good motors and and good suspension and so plan b is is there and it's 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 a good uh backup plan but right. it's you so, know it's not a it's not what we have right berluti you should have saw me in the lounge at jgr with j bone and roger <laughs> I was trying to put the deal together, Roger. I was trying. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you were. I, if if the people could hear those conversations, <laughs> I know, right? It right? happens, Steve. Yeah. I know. It must have worked. I, uh, I'm trying to make it work. I just think I'm with I'm with you, Mikey. Like Malcolm's a good name uh, to have. People are excited yeah. to see him at the races. He's really funny and outgoing, and. Like, yeah. he's an asset to every team. I really believe that. I think he should be doing outdoors, Roger. I think he should be doing outdoors. But, anyways, <laughs> I, 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 he's an absolute uh, a, a great addition to any team. I really feel that way. Yeah, I, no, I, I think you, I mean, you could ask Jay Boney. He'd tell, he tell you the same thing. I, I think he, I mean, he's, he's fighting just as hard as anyone yeah. to, to keep yeah. him on, you know. All right. Mikey, I can honestly tell you he is. Mikey, what happened to my slush fund idea? Did that, did that go anywhere? I mean... We're we're still up in the idea. I mean, we are, we are I haven't found it. I haven't thought that's it. what you wanted. Oh, um, yeah, exactly. Like that's that. I think that'd be a great idea. So, Mikey, how much of this deal with Roger did you say? Uh, hey, the other guy, the brother. Can we throw? Can we throw a BTO on the brother on the number seven? Oh. Can we? I mean, was any of that? Yeah, that'll be released. That'll be this Friday. <laughs> <laughs> We're dropping it right now. Um, yeah, every Friday. Roger, what's up? With, what's, what's up with James? Roger, what's up with James? What's he doing? <laughs> I mean, we talked about this. We talked about it. Yeah, I know. So, I, well, yeah, yeah. What's that? So, yeah, can you tell us uh, for pub- public consumption? Uh, I don't know what to say. I, I can tell you this. You will hear from him. And see him soon on TransworldMotocross.com. <laughs> I'm not saying that. Probably, <laughs> probably. Pro- even Mikey's like probably, probably Transworld. <laughs> so we will hear and see him soon, everybody. I heard. Yeah. It. I just, I, I don't. I'm tired of my Twitter questions, Roger. I'm tired. Oh, you? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. I have about a, a 10% of what you have. So yeah, come on, um, Mikey. Are you going to get a chance to go to Stewart Compound at all? If that happens, you got to go there, man, and see this place. Yeah, yeah, I'll I'll make a trip down there this summer. I, I unfortunately I passed on the last one. We uh, when we launched the amateur team right before Mini O's, um, uh-huh. we did a film down there. Um, so we had Andrew Jackson film it. So he he went down. Unfortunately, I had to skip out, but. Uh, but yeah, my my plans are definitely uh, make a trip there this summer. Sometime we'll, yeah. we'll stop by and see uh, we'll see Sealy when, when we're down there and stop by uh, see Rattray and all those guys. So uh, it'll be a cool trip. He can't. Sealy won't be there. He can't let go of Sealy, Roger. He still can't not let go. Yeah, no, yeah. We'll do a Florida trip. Sealy won't be there, but he'll be in Florida, but well, not at the compound. Well, let's go to let's, yeah. Sealy won't be at the compound. Well, let's go see Ferry yeah. at the same time though. Let's go. Yeah. See, let's go see Timmy and we'll, we'll just make it. A, he might be there. He was just there a couple weeks ago. Yeah, I know, right? Like he, yeah. I don't really know what's going on there, but he somehow Timmy's Timmy's got a pass. Yeah, he took, he took some of his amateur kids over there. Oh, is that what it was? Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, yep. And 
Does Evan still wear seven? I think he or did he switch? Oh, Evan switched. No, he doesn't. Yeah, the the whole family wanted to be a a one brand family. Uh, and you couldn't make it happen, or what? You didn't realize the the, the big one five. <laughs> no, no. Um, yeah, we we couldn't we couldn't make that one happen. Listen, Roger, you know we love fly racing on this show. You know that. Oh, yes, I do. Yes, I do. <laughs> but you and you like to remind me about that. But how yes. are things with seven? How how's everything going? Oh, it's going really good. Really good. Yeah. yeah I'm just uh, um, just moved into a, a new building in Temecula, right down the street from uh, from Husky. Okay. All right. Yeah. Yep. So. so and yeah, so sales are good. You're you're there. You're working. Yep. You're you're killing it like that way. And BTO is moving yep. a ton of product for you. Yep, great partner. Oh, good to hear. I'm excited yep. for this. And so we can, can, Mikey. Can we get Malcolm on all the time? You think for reals? Oh yeah, every Monday, Friday, Wednesday, <laughs> Saturday. You hear that, Roger? Was that? <laughs> I, but he likes coming on the show. Oh, I think yeah, I'm so. Sure he I, liked it. He likes talking. Yeah, I think it's good. And we even got we even like squashed the beef with JT last year. The J, he thought JT didn't like him. You yeah, know? but a lot of times you just you just want to have him come on when he doesn't really know what's going on, or you know now yeah. we we still don't know what's going on. <laughs> we yet, still but, don't uh, know. At least we can talk about uh, you know racing and that. Uh, what are the chances under JGR tent this weekend? Like seriously, what are the chances for San Diego? Ninety-nine percent. Okay, there we go. It's fan- yeah. fantastic. I, you know what? Honestly, the JGR guys are great, and I hope it make. I hope they make it work. I, I really do. And I think Roger, uh, if if uh, I know Kawasaki helped you out in a dealership in Florida, stay on the Suzuki. Use JGR motors. You know what I mean? Just keep doing that. If I was you, I think because you never know what could come out. Yeah, and, and it's just I mean that shows how cool JGR is. I mean, they let. You know, Mel bring you know this this sponsor on board for yeah. whether it's two races or the remainder of the season. So yeah. I don't think a lot of factory teams would would have allowed that. But you know, J Bone's like, hey, if, if you can do this deal, it's going to benefit you. You know, we'll, yeah. we'll make whatever happen, make and, it work. And and J Bone was bringing that up when we were talking this weekend, and he's right. What other team would be sort of that flexible and that cool, right? Like, yeah, not not too many. So. I think I, yeah, think, I mean that, yeah. that says a lot about the team. Yeah, I think uh, I think that'll that'll work out all right. I'm glad it'll be uh, uh, still on the JGR bike, and let's keep it going. I mean, let's just keep this thing rolling, right? I hope. I hope. But like I said, <laughs> if it, if it doesn't, we'll 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 get something else rolling, and and we'll make the best of it too. Can he come in and co-host if he's not racing? Is that part of the deal, Mikey? Can we do that? <laughs> We'll be racing. We'll be racing. Like, I'm just trying to figure out how this benefits me. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. You'll benefit. Maybe we can do uh, your slush phone can turn into, you know, some creative. You can give us some film ideas. What, what do you want to see? I, I need a slush fund. Uh, get this slush fund authorized by Mark tomorrow, okay? I need a slush <laughs> fund where I can just I can just spend the money as I want. That was my idea, Roger, was I'm so smart and I'm so full of ideas and nobody listens to me that I want a slush fund of money from BTO to just dole out to whoever I feel is, is <laughs> you know, the next guy. Oh, well, who's that guy? Well, maybe. You said Bowers. I was uh, Bowers, and look at this weekend. 
Oh, did he kill it this weekend, huh? Well, then he killed himself. But until then, <laughs> yeah. until then, that was pretty nice. It was it was really gnarly for sure. I couldn't believe that yeah. track and all those crashes. He seemed right really. Did you talk to him after the race? Yeah, we just had him on the show like tw- ten minutes ago, twenty minutes ago. He was really happy after. The race. I know. That's why I said, "Do you th- do you think he was still concussed?" I don't know. He seemed like really like he was really happy. Yourself <laughs> <laughs> in the mirror, like, but he was he was pretty he was pretty happy. Yeah, I know. but I mean, I guess it was good. Other than that crash, it was a good weekend. So yeah. Yeah, no, no, absolutely. Uh, well, Mikey and Roger, thanks for coming on. Mikey, congrats on the deal. I'm glad BTO is back, you know, kind of in the pro pits again. They were for for a long, yeah. long time, and it's it's a small step with Malcolm. I think he's the right guy for BTO to get a line with because uh, he is a fan yeah. favorite, you know? So. Yeah, no, thanks for having us. And, uh, and Roger, also, I will see you this weekend where I probably will – bug you and and uh you know give you some great ideas as as usual <laughs> I, hey find me in the morning i'll hand you my pass so you can do track walk oh that would be fantastic thanks <laughs> thanks buddy i uh, can't believe you don't have it it's don't get me started yeah i got you too still, don't still can't believe you don't have it don't get me started um <laughs> mikey ojeda and roger larson uh both of you thank you for your time congrats on the deal with malcolm and uh, we'll talk to both of you guys soon thanks man thanks guys all see right, you this weekend all right uh, thank you uh, all right, everybody. Uh, quick question from Dark Side. Dark Side, you cannot win the start device. Yeah, I, I realize that. I'm, I'm on board. So I got an AC question. Um, you guys were talking last week, and we know that he can be a little quote unquote sketchy at times. Um, he's usually the fastest guy out there. Do you think when he moves up to the 450, that may fix that issue a little bit? Maybe he can back it down a little bit, not struggle so much. What do you think? Great question. What do you think, Berlut? Was it AC that you're talking yeah. about? Yeah, AC. Uh, he's pretty skinny. I think he probably needs to get a little bit stronger. I think he I think he could be like a Larry Ward or something in the whoops. I don't know. I I I think he could be good, but it's it's hard to say. Yeah, like does the sketchiness that he has right now, does it uh with a bigger heavier bike, does it cause some problems? Yeah. yeah. Like it's hard to say. Yeah. Yeah, but I don't do you know. think he'll be uh, you know, have you pushed him quite so hard on the bigger bike? You know, I just didn't know if that might help his riding style out a little bit. No, for sure. There is some of that, right? Because he's yeah. on a 250F and he's big, and so he's ringing it out to get max yeah. max uh, power out of it, you know? So, yeah, you could have you could have a point there. Yeah. Like I said earlier in the show, every 250 guy thinks they ride a 450 better. Every single one. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of talk about, like, Plessinger, I think, is going to be really good. and. Mm-hmm. Man, those guys are so just. All those guys are so fast, and you just wonder what that next step's going to be. You know if they're going to make it or not. And AC's one of those guys I want to see succeed. Yeah, no, absolutely. I uh, I agree, man. He he'd be great for the sport in so many ways. Uh, yep. Thanks, thanks yep. for the call, bud. Okay, all right. Yep, see. Ya. All right, everybody, taking a commercial break here. Second one of the night. Tony Berluti, myself, Steve Mathis. Thanks to uh, uh, Roger Larson and Mikey Ojeda for coming on and talking about that deal. BTOsports.com, Fly Racing, Race Tech Suspension and Engines, Vortex Racing, Gear Alloy, Roost MX, Vertex Pistons, X-Brand Goggles, Mission Starcross 5, Maximo USA, FMF, Works Connection, Atlas Neck Brace, W Wheels, Guts Racing, Get Data, uh, all on board with us, and so are you. Stick around. We'll be right back after this. Much more to come. Thanks. I'm Weston Pike. I ride for JGRMX Suzuki, and you're listening to The Pulp Show, and Steve Mathis is an idiot. All of us have one thing in common when it comes to leaning that bike into a corner, floating a dirt bike through the air, or blasting a sand berm in a UTV. 
And that is passion. At BTO Sports, our foundation is built around family, which allows us to offer unparalleled customer service. Knowing we share a common interest, we look forward to the weekend as much as you. So we offer three-day express on orders over $85. BTOsports.com is proud to be a premier source for motorsports parts and apparel for well over a decade due to our reputation for excellent customer service and great prices. From motocross to mountain bikes, sports bikes to UTVs, BTOsports.com has what you need because our passion reflects yours yeah that's right people that's van halen i want to tell you about my two favorite things in life van halen and fly racing flyracing.com they make much more than just moto gear mountain bike gear snowmobile gear hard parts they've got it flyracing.com the f2 carbon helmet it's as close to a factory bike as a helmet can get. It's out of the box and onto the racetrack ready helmet for guys like Millsaps, Baggett, Canard, and Pike. Carbon fiber, Kevlar, Coolmax, Mips. Fly Racing's F2 Carbon has 10 different graphic styles, 22 colorways. Go to your local dealer, get them from flyracing.com. Please check them out. A whole line of hard parts as well. Flyracing.com. Everybody knows Racetech is the number one place to go for your suspension. Everybody knows that if you go Pulp MX 17, you get a discount at Racetech.com. But besides that, did you know Racetech? They are now the home of engines as well. Racetech suspension and engines, great guys. They've done a lot of great work for the, uh, a lot of privateers and, and different riders in the pits with their motor work. Precision engine services are dyno, flow bench, and then track tested to provide maximum performance and reliability. The Racetech Engine Services uses the industry's most desired state-of-the-art equipment and a championship-proven, experienced team. They're really pushing their engines, and they're really doing a good job down there, those people. What, think about how many years they've been doing incredible suspension. Well, they've added engine work to their program with guys that have been around the sport for a long time. Pulp MX 17 gets you a discount on their engine services, whatever it is. Rebuilds, performance, they can do it. Got four-stroke motor problems? Racetech.com, everybody. Check them out. Maxima Racing Oils was created for world-class racers who challenge the limits of possibility. Their demands on equipment drive us to look beyond conventional ideas and to exceed industry standards. It's in our DNA to identify problems, formulate solutions, and execute at the highest levels of competition. Case in point, the championship-winning Factory Kawasaki Race Team. Long-time Maxima partners who extensively use Maxima throughout the bike. Maxima's USA-made products exceed JSO requirements and can be used in all motorcycle brands. Kawasaki, Honda, Yamaha, Suzuki, KTM, Husqvarna, and more. Maxima Racing Oils. Experience the difference. Visit MaximaUSA.com for more information. The Rockstar Energy Husqvarna team relies on one company for all of its seat needs, and that's Guts Racing. We thank the folks at Guts Racing for coming on the show for a number of years now. Pulp MX 2018 is the code to save. Complete seats available for KTM and Huskies. Other brands will be added later. The Phantom Lightweight Seat Foam is the choice of seat foam for many teams in the pits. Kenny Roxon won a 450 National Championship using Guts products a couple years ago. And again, they've been with us for a number of years. Please check them out. Official supplier of the Rockstar Husky Husqvarna team for graphics. Live in 100 as well. And seats. Anything and everything to do with seats. Please check them out. 
gutsracing.com. Pulpamex 2018 is the code to save. Hey, it's Mathis. Roostmx.net have been a big part of us, our show for a number of years, and we love those guys. A whole Pulp Nation section on their website. Pulp Nation code saves you 20% on there. They can make custom pulp graphics for you. Uh, they can also do shirts and hats of anything you want. They can make custom graphics for your bike if you don't like pulp. And why? I mean, maybe you don't. Uh, they're also the official team sponsor for the Cycle Trader Rock River Yamaha team. And we have Alex Ray here in studio. Alex, uh, you love these guys. Yeah, love them. Shirts, hats, pit shirts, car wraps, yeah. everything. If you take some Cycle Trader uh, graphics off your motorcycle, will they stick to almost anything? They will stick to everything, bro. The best quality graphic out there. A-Ray 91 is the code to save, and we thank those guys. And again, check them out for the whole custom line. And uh, Alex Ray, you got one more thing to say. A-Ray 91 is the code, and if you don't use Rooster Max, then f*** you. I'm lost in Hi, Randy Richardson from Michelin here, and I'd like to thank the listeners for voting us as Pulpy Award winner for Best Sponsored Commercial for 2017. Dude, that's so funny. <laughs> I hope the Pulp Nation likes this year's commercial even more, and I'd like to share some information on our newest product for sport touring riders. That's old news, right? Actually, no. We still offer the Michelin Power RS for sport bike riders that we introduced in 2017. What I'm talking about is the all-new Michelin Road 5 tire. It features our latest patented technologies and is the new benchmark for wet grip in sport touring tires and provides maximum confidence in wet and dry conditions mile after mile. Visit MichelinMotorcycle.com for complete product information and third-party independent test results. Documentation. Proving that Michelin Road 5 tires outperform its major competitors in wet grip performance. Simply put, it's another innovative, industry-leading product from Michelin. I just want to hit a motocross stuff. Uh, thanks, Gringo, for interrupting me, just like Mathis does his guests. Uh, I just wanted the Pulp Mech Show listeners to know that in addition to the Michelin Starcross 5 tires, that Michelin also makes quality, performance products regardless of what type of motorcycle you ride. From cruisers to sport touring, sport bikes, adventure touring motorcycles. You don't bring in the ruckus today. Whoa, easy, gringo. Yes, Michelin even makes tires for the Honda Ruckus, as well as many other scooter applications. I'm certain the Pulp MX Show listeners know the key features and benefits of the Michelin Starcross 5 tires and how they're specifically designed for use in a broad range of conditions and terrain and are available in sand, soft, medium, and hard versions because there's one thing for sure. If you want something to get out, you tell Mathis. In addition to the exceptional performance and durability, the Michelin Starcross 5 tires feature a bead profile that makes them easier to install. In fact, there's a very high chanceability that you can install a new Michelin Starcross 5 tire in less time than it takes for a pizza to be delivered to your house. Easier mounting is always a good feature. True. Basically, even a retired racer who almost won a championship can almost install them himself, if he just would. Thanks again to the Pulp MX show listeners who've purchased the Michelin Starcross 5 tires and given great feedback on them. If you're still thinking, I don't know, just ask a rider who has Michelin Starcross 5 tires on their bike. Follow us on Instagram on at Michelin Motorcycle and visit your local dealer or online retailer to purchase Michelin Starcross 5 tires. Thanks, and I hope you enjoyed our new commercial. That wasn't good or, or awesome. Well, I definitely was not going to let you sing. Want a chain and sprocket kit but aren't sure what you need? Then call Vortex Racing at 800-440-3559 and get hooked up with a V3 Performance Kit. They have more gearing than your garage has room for. 
With over 30,000 possible gearing combinations, Vortex has the right gearing for any track condition. It's a ridiculous amount of gearing for nearly any bike. Join the ranks of Chad Reed and Cooper Webb on the factory Yamaha Supercross team at Rocka Vortex Sprocket. Available in red, black, blue, silver, and green. Yes, green. Call a doctor, because things just got sick. Warning. May cause extraordinary power, excessive performance, and speed so fast your eyes will bleed. Call Vortex Racing at 800-440-3559. Mention promo code PULPMX16 to get 40% off your next order. And don't forget to sign up for the Vortex Athlete Support Team for 2017. For more information, call 800-440-3559 or visit VortexRacing.com. Attention riders, welcome to Atlas Air Flight 604 with non-stop service to a better neck brace. Please follow along as we outline the safety features of this revolutionary device. Located on the underside of the frame is a convenient, easy open system. To fasten, simply insert the release bar into the left frame. To release, push the release button and pull the frame apart. We suggest that you keep your neck brace fastened throughout the duration of the moto, as you may experience an unexpected huckabuck from time to time. To ensure a safe ride, please keep your neck underextended at all times. In the likely event of an over-the-bars emergency, your brace will double as a suspension system. Although the Atlas brace will not be noticeable, it will be there when you need it. If you are riding with a child or someone who requires assistance, secure your brace first and then assist the other person with a prodigy, tyke, or brawl. We ask that you keep your brace on until your moto is finished. Maximum surface area is located on your chest around the sternum, back around the spine, and up over your shoulders with extra padding over your collarbone. Should you need more, please request a Defender Roost Guard or Guardian Body Armor. We remind you that this is a non-rigid neck brace. Tampering with, disabling, or destroying the product is prohibited by the limited lifetime warranty. You will find this and all other safety information in the user manual located online at atlasbrace.com. At this time, we ask that you remain standing with throttles in a wide open position, elbows up, and two fingers on the clutch. On behalf of the captain and entire crew, thank you for flying Atlas Air. Enjoy the ride. WUSA is the number one source for quality wheel sets and wheel building services. They are the exclusive importer. For Talon and Kite Hubs, along with DID and Excel Rims. Their wheels and wheel building services are trusted by the finest teams in the country. Teams like Factory KTM, JDR Suzuki. Rocky Mountain MCKTM, Rockstar Husky Star Racing Monster Energy Babbitts. They all trust of ya. No job is too big or too small. WUSA, everybody, we thank those guys for coming on board with us. Whatever you need for your wheels. Hubs, wheel building services, they've got it. Mention Pulp MX when you call down there, and they'll give you a discount. They ship nationwide. Follow them on Facebook and Instagram, at WUSA.com. WUSA, they're all things wheels. Do it. 
WUSA. Do it. Gear Alloy Wheels. Since introduced in 2004, the Gear Alloy brand has dominated the truck, SUV, and Jeep market with a wide range of styles, sizes, and finishes. Featuring unique, aggressive off-road styles, along with fashion-forward SUV styling for today's discriminating sport truck and off-road vehicle enthusiasts alike. Designed and engineered in SoCal in order to stay on trend with design. And sourced worldwide to ensure the highest quality, best-looking product available. With styles available in 16-inch through 22-inch diameters and 5, 6, and 8 lug applications, including 10-inch and 12-inch wide options. Whether you drive a Ford, Chevy, GMC, Dodge, Ram, Toyota, Nissan, or Jeep, there is a gear alloy wheel style for you with 20 different wheel styles to choose from in black, machined, milled, and chrome-plated finishes. Gear Alloy is a proud sponsor of the NFAB and Pro Yamaha GNCC race team. Be sure to check out all the gear alloy wheels at gearalloy.com or atdwheels.com. Get your trucking gear. Starting now, you can use the code PULPMX17 to save on Gear Alloy at SoCalSuperTrucks.com. Gear Alloy Wheels. For your Jeep, truck, or SUV, get your trucking gear. Established in Northern California in 1989, Works Connection's original idea to bring top-shelf motocross and supercross products to market still holds true today. Offering protection and performance upgrades in the form of either aluminum or plastic skid plates, the patented ProLaunch Start Device, radiator-saving radiator braces, or the unique tack hour meter with maintenance timer. Being just a few of the product choices, Works Connection stocks. Tested and trusted by RCH Racing, JGR Suzuki, Star Racing, Rock River Yamaha, and Babbitt's Kawasaki. You can count on Works Connection to provide reliable products that deliver. Available on the web at worksconnection.com or your local retailer. Over 65 years ago, Vertex Pistons was born out of a small technical workshop in northern Italy's famous Motor Valley. Expanding and maturing among the racing legends of Ferrari, Lamborghini, MV Augusta, and Ducati, today Vertex Pistons are the pistons of choice for motorcycle riders and teams throughout the world. Because of their renowned reputation for exceptional quality, Vertex Pistons is a factory piston supplier to KTM, Husqvarna, Beta, Gas Gas, and TM. From the Motocross, Supercross, MXGP, GNCC, National and World Enduro Series, you can find Vertex Pistons winning championships. Vertex Pistons strives to provide you with world-class factory technology at a very competitive price. No matter which brand of bike you ride, when it's time to rebuild your top end, Vertex Pistons will have your engine performing better than new. To see our full range of two-stroke and four-stroke pistons in replica, high-compression, or GP-style configurations, visit us at vertexpistons.com or stop into your local dealer and ask for a Vertex Piston Kit today.
you come on down? Won't you come on down? Let's out of my home. Oh, lady, won't you move my way? Can't you move my way? I'm getting hazy. Oh, mama, when you give your love, and when you give your love, you drive me crazy. Everybody, Pop Mech Show presented by BTOSports.com and Fly Racing. Tony Berluti back in studio. Berlute, that's your song choice. Yeah. Greta Von Fleet. What do you think? You said it was Zeppelin, and I said this is the space space is Led Zeppelin. Yeah, right? This is Led Zeppelin. The kid, they're young kids. They're, yeah, out, they, of, they're yeah. out of Michigan. Yeah, sound good. Yeah. I think you'll be I think you'll be hearing more about them. Greta Van Fleet. Von Fleet. A lot of Zeppelin in there, for sure. Thanks to our guests tonight, Christian Craig, Weston Pike, Tyler Bowers, Mikey Ojeda, Roger Larson, Jason Thomas, of course, also on. Thanks to you people for listening, 702-586-7857. Travis Marks is over there in the corner doing something. don't really know. It's better that you don't leave it that way. That's true. I'm eating some pookie snacks. That's what I'm doing. Get your hands off of pookie snacks. I will never. Honda World Downey, everybody. If you want a sweet-ass Ridgeline like I got, did you see my new wheels? Yeah, those are Did you amazing. notice those gear alloy wheels? Yeah. Dude, the truck looks good with those wheels. Tr- it, yeah. Look, even he, he said it does. What? Acknowledge on the mic. I was t- I was, that wasn't to you. <laughs> yes, it was. <laughs> yes, it was. The wheels look good. It looks good. A little midlife crisis, but it looks good. <laughs> 30 minutes from anywhere in L.A. with a 5 freeway and 605. His truck's a 99 or something. Yeah. And he's making fun of my truck. Oh, okay. He drives a 1999 vehicle. Hey. Do you or do you not? I do. Maybe I don't need uh, new fancy things to feel good. Hmm? Oh. Hmm? Is that what I do? Maybe. Honda World Downey, everybody. 30 <laughs> minutes from anywhere in L.A. with a 5 freeway and 605 freeway meet. First time oil change, free first time oil change. If you drive a Honda and you mention Papa Mex, they will hook you up. Over a thousand new Hondas in stock, over a hundred used cars. Like I said, if you're in the SoCal area and you're looking for a Honda, whether it's a CRV, an Accord, Civic, Pilot, do they make Pilots? Yeah, they still make Pilots, right? Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Mention Pulp MX, and the guys at Honda World Downey will dial you in, man. And we we really appreciate having them on the show. And, uh, yeah, I think some of our listeners have used Honda World Downey to buy some cars. So that's pretty awesome. Uh, it's great. And we're really, really happy. What does Tits got to say? I really don't care. Got it, Tits. Tits Race, Tits Legendary, by the way, the producer on the Thursday show. Thursday noon, Fly Race and Moto 60. It's one hour. Your calls. And uh, so tune in if you can. And uh, Pulp MX Fantasy Show. Each and every Wednesday, we do that. We got the Racer X show, review show. There's a lot of things you can listen to, Berlut, that I pump out. Just oh, talking. I know you do. Talking and talking and talking. I don't know how you ha- find the time. I really don't. Well, I have, you know, no other job but that. That's why you never want to go riding but with me. Let's go. Where do you want to? When can we go? For reals. When can we go? For real. For so. reals. 
Um. <clears throat> okay. You know what's a good day for Maybe, me? Maybe. Okay. What? Wednesdays are good for I me. I think Wednesday could work next week. Really? Yeah. I think so. Let's will, do it. Will you take me to your super secret soundtrack? I will. I will. It's bad though. You said it's really rough. It's way rough. I mean, at first I hated it, but then I kind of got the hang of it. I know you're a sand guy, but I think you might hate it at first. I'm good in the sand. I know, but it's gnarly. This is way deep gnarly. Where is it at? Boulder City? Yeah, 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 yeah. What about this track out in Boulder City? Have you heard a bunch about uh, the it? one further in Arizona? Yeah, the new one. I've, yeah. I've hear, I hear good and bad. I hear there's still a lot of rocks. Uh, that's the only biggest thing is I heard rocks. Yeah. When are but they I open? heard the dirt's pretty when are they, when are they, What's happening with that? People have been riding on it. I know, but like only on the weekends, which is no good for us, right? No good for us, no. Now we need to get a hold of Chris to get us a private deal. Now that you're back in the uh, into the mix, your life is now just work, 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 right? Yep, yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, thanks to everybody for uh, listening to the show. Thanks to uh, Atlas Neckbrace, atlasbrace.com, W Wheels. Great guy, John Anderson, down there at WUSA.com. Whether you want some vintage wheels or some modern wheels or whatever, half the team in the pits seem to be using W wheels for their needs. Do you guys use W? Uh, we sure do. We do, yeah. yeah. So fantastic. So, mm-hmm. Like I said, so many teams use W. John Anderson uh, and uh, is a great guy, and he'll uh, hook you up. Get a spare set of wheels for your bike if you can. Uh, it makes it a whole lot easier. Also, too, Guts Racing, Rockstar Energy, Husqvarna, uh, Points Leader. Jason Anderson uses Guts Racing. He also uses an Atlas Neck Brace as well. Get Data. It's a works part for your production machine. This little orange box that you see Barsha and Webb have on the front fender. It's a Get product, and uh, half the teams in Europe seem to use Get as well as some teams over here. Even JGR still using Get and Monster Energy Yamaha as well, and we thank them, of course, for coming on. And uh, all right, let's go to the Gear Alloy uh, RMATV check-in. GearAlloy.com. Get your truck in gear. SoCalSuperTrucks.com. You go there. You search for the Gear Alloy segment of wheels and on there. You enter the Pulp Show 17 as a code, and you can say with Gear Alloy they have a, a bunch of wheel selections for Jeeps and Chevys and Dodges and Nissans and Toyotas and whatever you need. GearAlloy.com has got you dialed. Jason Wygant just put some Gear Alloys on his Jeep. Did you see that, Marks? He's very proud of his gear alloy on his Jeep. I did not see that, no. He Instagrammed him today. Hmm. I haven't been on Instagram yet today. Okay. All right, gear alloy, get your truck in gear. Official wheel of Jessica J.P. Money Patterson. Remember her? Yeah, gear alloy. Uh, has been a big part of her supporter for a long time. And the like I said, the RM, ATV, uh, MC, KTM team. So what I want to do is, because gear alloy is such a big part of that team and they have a display in the pits and on that team that you can check out, let's talk about Blake Baggett, Berlut, because... He made his first podium of the year. Now, he's made one. Okay, he made the podium at Daytona on a Suzuki. He made the podium at Atlanta on this on the KTM team. Mm-hmm. And now he's made his third podium in Oakland. The Oakland conditions <clears throat> are very outdoors-ish that we saw. Mm, yeah, good Not point. a coincidence, good right? Like, point. not a coincidence. He just, I mean, he got the start. He needed the start in Oakland. He got it. But, man, I'm not. I'm not. I'm thinking there's a very big uh, correlation between that track, that track, and how Blake Blake Baggett won. That's a won. great point. Yeah, he he definitely rode that track really well. It's funny. Uh, I think I read in or heard an interview with him. He said that he struggled all day, but then once, uh, yeah, maybe it was on the podium on on on, yeah. the, on the race feed. Yeah, he uh, they made some bike changes a couple weeks ago. Um, so those those have been working pretty well for him. Mm-hmm. And Michael Byrne, the team manager there, seems to think that they're on the right track. Last year, Berlut, you weren't at the races, but in practice during the day, 
many times Blake could be the fastest guy and he'd get knocked down and all of a sudden he would put another lap in to be at the top of the board again. Mm. He might not finish there, but his practice speed last year was, I felt, was greater than it is this year. Mm. Still waiting for that to kind of come along, although this week he was on the board briefly, like in the third spot or something. Mm. So, starts and blazing speed for Blake Baggett are a couple things we're waiting on. Starts he got this weekend, but the bike changes, they seem to think that it's going to work. And Benny Bloss, uh, he rode great in the heat race. He's Blake's teammate, of course. He rode great in the heat race and a crash in the main event, which kind of sucks by him. But uh, Benny's got certainly, a, I think, a bright future as long as he just stays upright. So yeah. Burner is trainer slash manager? Is that how that works? Because I know uh, no, Baggett yeah. says he's his trainer. Yeah, I think he does a little bit of everything, Michael oh, Burner. Okay. You know, he's, he's got the keys. He's got the car keys, dude. He controls it. Gotcha. So, he's a good guy, though. Yeah, Burner is. He's a former rider of yours. Yeah, he was. He, I'd, I'd, I'd probably save him in a burning building. Really? Nah, yeah, I would. Ahead sure. of Robbie? See, there you go. I shouldn't have brought that up. Ahead of Robbie and Seb? Uh, Budman? God. Here we go. Some serious guys you've worked for. Some serious guys, including Weston Pike, uh, who we had earlier on the show. Is Brayton? I don't. This is a wild guess, but and I, and it goes a little back a long way. I could see Brayden and Huffy being similar personalities. Um, Damon Huffman, of course, I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm no, I, I was telling the listeners. I, I, oh, okay. Um. I'd, I'd say Brayton's more outgoing. Yeah. Damon was, especially back then, yeah. he was pretty reserved. Was he, yeah. But he, out of the blue, the guy could say some shit that would just have you <laughs> rolling, you know? Are they similar riders, do you think? Uh, their precision, yeah. kind of like that. You know, I mean, obviously their stature is quite a bit different looking yep. on the bike. Yep. Um, believe it or not, you know who Damon reminds me of a lot? Hmm. Is Anderson shirt hanging out and that tall and lanky kind yeah. of thing? I not mean, as aggressive though, right? Who Damon? Yeah, probably not. Right? No, right. not not that right, way. Right, right. But just the way they ride yeah. and that shirt hanging out. Some, I mean, I noticed this a couple of years ago. I go, God, he kind of reminds me of Huffman. You know? I took a photo of you and Huffy at Anaheim too. People loved it on my Instagram. Yeah, they loved it. They, <laughs> dream team reunited. Awesome. Yeah, it, it was a good to catch up with him. Catch up, catch up with him there. Yeah, it was. Yeah. That was really cool. Yeah, he came in and because uh, Tony knows him really well too. Oh, sure, yeah, kind of like Northern LA guys, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And then Tony used to announce at races, like at at the, the GFI Invitational and stuff. Did he like really? That. Okay, yeah. yeah. So he he also wrote cycle news articles forever. Yeah, like exactly. Yeah. He did that too. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, yeah you had yeah. Mark. You should have saw Berlut when when Damon Huffman. They were so happy to see each other. It was just a dream team. <laughs> Two Supercross championships oh. just right there. It's, it's hard for me to picture Baluti not being happy, though. Really? He's Thank always you. Smiling. What I about, appreciate he's that. Always smiling. What about your top-secret text you got about Baluti in Oakland? You were talking before the show. What did I say? Your buddies. You got a text. Oh, <laughs> One of my buddies texted me, and they said that they saw you, and you were running. They don't. I don't remember what it said exactly, but you. Were oh, running, here we go. He's back and back running, doing something, and you tripped and almost fell. Oh, look, he's embarrassed already. You know exactly. I wasn't going to bring. About? Of course, I do. <laughs> so, Steve, I was running to go to jump on Brayton's bike after the heat race, you know, because okay. the tunnel was way over there, and the mechanics are way over here. Okay. And I don't like him waiting and so, the bike getting yeah, hot, you yeah, know. Yeah. So, the the damn plywood was so uneven and shitty down there. And anyway, I'm running, and I. Caught a you know caught a lip oh and I 
and I fell, but it was graceful. I rolled and jumped back up and then continued, you know. <laughs> no way. So you I were, did. So you, you went down while kind of running. like, like I it, went like, down, yeah. yeah. I was running, and Dude. fortunately, the way I landed, and I landed on my backpack kind of saved me. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Plus but one for the backpack. I was quite, I was quite embarrassed. Kind of look up, like I hope nobody saw that. But oh, I knew. Wow. So, so who, who saw it? It was my buddy. His name, uh, his name's Brandon. Uh, he, he texted oh, me and said, "Just go Schmanden. Just go Schmanden." Nah, he's Brandon. Berlut just fell running to get on the bike. He played it off good though. Yeah. I did it. It yeah. was pretty graceful. I wish if somebody got it on film, I rolled and jumped back back oh, up. Oh, that's awesome! But uh, it, it was embarrassing. I got thrown off Ferry's bike, of course, a few years ago. Right off the back, ass over end. That was not graceful. He gra- grabbed a handful. He was trying to show me it wasn't jetted right, and he thought it was a neutral. Oh, God. and he's like, he's like, hey, it's not jetted, and he's like looking back at me. <laughs> Yeah, and the thing goes right over. I go right over, ass over end, land on my back, tool fanny pack everywhere, oh, fuel bottle oh, everywhere, God. just every shit everywhere. <laughs> and he's like, "Dude, sorry, sorry." And I'm like, "Get out of here! Get out of here!" I bet you did. Oh, dude, did you knock your nugget? No, nugget? but actually, funny. I think I've told this story before, but I had a herniated disc uh, at Yamaha really mm. bad. It was like eight millimeters out, right? I was in so much pain. I was popping Vicodin. Uh, it, w- it was so bad. I could barely sit in a car, uh, wow. sciatic nerve and everything. Oh, and finally, after all this rehab, the doctor's like, okay, well, rehab's not working. You need surgery. So I went to surgery down in Irvine, walked out the next day, and the, my back was probably 90% better, but wow. it still hurt a little bit. But it was 90% better. I was doing well. It was it was good. Everything else I was going through therapy. And he threw me off the bike. And my back and leg, lower leg, and or sciatic nerve and all that, it hurt so bad that night. I was popping. Uh, no, I think I was off the Vicodin by that point. So I was taking Tylenol. Toxic cotton. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, you know what? I'm screwed. Like, this is, he just ruined my surgery. He ruined everything. Like, I ran out of concrete. I woke up in the morning. And it was 100% better. Wow. It knocked something really? better. And to this day. It's better than it was. And Timmy claims that he knew that. And he, <laughs> oh, he, was, he was adjusting me. <laughs> but honestly, it actually was the best thing. It fixed that last 10%. Really? You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm hearing you. It That's was amazing. Awesome. And that night it was so much pain. And I'm like, oh, I'm screwed. Yeah. And then it was perfect. Oh, God. So Ferry takes credit for that to, that, to this day. So. Anyways, funny shit. Uh, thanks again for listening. So that's the Gear Alloy check-in with uh, Blake Baggett. Uh, please check out SoCalSuperTrucks.com. Pulpamex17 is the code to save. You get the same wheels that Jason Wygant got. Yeah, that's right. It's that, it's that easy, everybody. Uh, so thanks to those folks as well. Um, okay, let's, um, let's do the BTO Sports Tweet at Travis segment while we have Marx's attention somewhat. Uh, let's do it. We interrupt this broadcast to bring you this important bulletin from BTOSports.com. Here's the tweets of Travis. BTOSports.com. Use the code Pulp in your notes or call and mention Pulp We had Mikey on from BTO, proud sponsors of Mookie Stewart now, and doing that program. BTOSports.com has you covered from head to toe, whatever you ride, whether it's mountain bike, dirt bike, street bike, UTV, whatever it is. Mention BTO, and uh, they will hook you up, and Pulp will help you save as well. All right. These questions are submitted to at Show on Twitter, and the guy in the corner goes through them, and he picks the best ones, and here we go. This one is from Tyson Stegall. What total team, 250 and 450, is having the best year? 
Is this for you, Steve? I mean, KTM, right? Marv. Do we count Husky? No? Separate teams. Okay. Marv and McElrath? Yeah? Because it's not Harrison and Anderson. And it's not Savachi and Tomac? No. Those two are like one and the same. Yeah. Um... Am I missing somebody here? Yeah, that was a pretty good... Plessinger and Barsha? If that's, that's how you do it, but they're two different teams. No, I know, but we're <clears throat> we're, we're playing along, right? right? Yeah, yeah. That's, that's, yeah, that's right. good. Okay. Uh, okay. That was so, good. good call. Plessinger and Barsha. Boom. Yamaha. Blue Crew. Blue I like crew. it. Hashtag yeah. Blue Crew. Please hold. This one's from Matt Marriott. How much better, if any... Would Phil be doing on a 450? You wouldn't be doing this bad. Mm, tell you what. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I don't know how Phil would be doing. It's the two fifty. Be getting starts. The two fifty thing has not been working out. Okay. All right. Can we just? When do I get credit for that? Uh, when do Steve. I get credit for that? Well, I, speaking of credit, can I ask you a quick question? Yes. Okay, you know, you tell me about all the money, you know, the bank, you know, the, the uh, Moto Concept, you know, how to break the bank. What are you talking bank. about? Okay. How to break the bank to okay. get to get me to come over. Okay, got it. Okay, how yep. about you? How much is Feld paying you for the for the um, nets? Oh, my God. Uh, you can't even get down on the track for track walks. I so can't what's even the story? see them. I can't even see the fucking nets. Yeah? Yeah, I mean, only from the press box Did or whatever. You, are you getting paid big money for that? Not only am I not getting paid big money, Berlut, but one of the guys from Feld wanted to meet me this weekend because they are not happy with a lot of things that I've been saying and doing. Yeah? Yeah. But then they implement your nets. They will never give me credit for those nets, and that's fine. They're not going to give me credit. So when you say how much is Feld paying you, I think back to the conversation I had three days ago, and I'm like laughing. <laughs> it's nothing at all. Nothing at all. And actually, I think they would like to light me on fire. Oh, my I think, God. I think they would also look. So it's actually like worse than what you said when i first saw yeah. those i go fuck steve got his nets and uh cold neck was on the show last week he got caught in one in glendale and we had him on hmm yeah interesting yeah so um but i <laughs> it is funny because everyone's giving me credit for the nets yeah about how i saved cold neck and all this and i'm saving these riders my original idea brother had nothing to do with rider safety <laughs> it had to do with the fan safety so we could have bull berms right Exactly. You know, so I wanted bull berms on the outsides of yeah. the stadiums to increase passing and, and obstacles and everything else. And the rider hitting the net was just sort of the afterthought. But I'll take credit for rider safety. Yeah, also, might so. as well. Yeah. So, anyways. Uh, hey, what do you think they're paying Berlut to, to come out of retirement to Ranch? Oh, like, see? seriously, Marks. He didn't want to do it. You've been sitting here when he's been here, and he's pretty much made it known like he never wanted to go back wrenching. Yeah. You just said, I'm happy, I'm good, I don't miss it, so many times. Absolutely, I'm so, not going to lie. Right, so what happened is they just started showing yeah, you open money. Open that checkbook. I don't know what mechanics make, so I don't know. So much money. It's got to be ridiculous. <laughs> to get him to come out of retirement? Yeah, that's what I mean, to get him to come back and, and guide Brayton along. Like, well, like 80? Dude, I'm going to say he's getting 17 races. He's probably making 100. <laughs> 17 races. 
So much money. Funny, funny. <clears throat> no, they just made me feel special, I guess. Uh, that's yeah, a, that's the only thing you, I can attribute it. No, nope, yeah. I'm not a money guy. I'm really not. I, I, I Like I said, I might be kicking myself in the ass here in a couple months. <laughs> or in a, a couple, about a month. Hey, when we're going to St. Louis and Indy and exactly, everything, right? Yeah. Are you? Have you told those guys, like, I don't want to stay back, or or what's your deal with that? Like, you know, Steve, their program is really good. They don't. We have a motor program, so it's not like I'm swapping engines every week. Yep. You know, so that so there, I definitely it's less time working on the bike. You know, but if they want to build after on a Sunday, you'll you stay. Yeah, and, I'll, I'll, yeah I'm, I'm yeah. with whatever the team. Yeah, doing. okay, yeah. So you're not running your own deal that way. No, yeah, no, yeah. no, no. Right. Okay. I, I'm I'm I do what the team does. Team guy. All right. This one's from Carl Spackler. It's kind of long, so pay attention. <laughs> A2 Triple Crown Race. Why didn't Savachi let AC win the third main? Uh, I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. I, I don't want to hear it. Like, these guys race. Okay, so if Savachi pulled over Bolut and let AC win, AC would have got third overall, and Savachi still would have won. Oh, okay. Instead, AC got fourth overall. <laughs> Dude, they're not doing that. They don't care. So, no, Savachi's going to win the race. Like, I just like seeing you get all worked yeah, up. It's mostly. stupid. Yeah, I, that, I saw that question on my Twitter a few times too, and I'm just, I, yeah. You Let me ask you this: You, you don't think, understand racing. If if Mitch if Mitch did the calculation in his head, you think he would nope. have done it? No, he doesn't do that. He oh, doesn't. Gosh. He doesn't really play along with that. He doesn't. He I've doesn't. seen him do it before, dude. When? <laughs> I've seen him at Washougal do it. I mean, Mitch and I kind of got into it one time. It was Suzuki back in the days? Rhino days. Okay. Back in the Rhino days, so Rhino could get the overall. But that was obviously for the overall. But still, it'd been better for him to have two guys uh, on the podium than one. I think he's learned from that because there's, there's been instances, instances with like Dino and and different Purcell and different guys where he is not really. Wrapped. Yeah, he's not okay. Done then that. he's changed his yeah. change away. Yeah. This one's from Dirty Al Green. Will Justin Hill keep up the good results? Was it the bike or mental? He rode well in Oakland. He rode well, got a third podium. The the JGR guy's got to be stoked on that. So that's awesome. Um, I don't know. There again, the type of track where he grew up. I mean, growing up in this stuff. Yeah. Don't you think maybe yeah, a little bit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This sure. One, yeah. This one's from Pulp Mix Fan Club. What is the best way to clear a muddy 10-foot double on an amateur motocross track? Asking for a friend. Thanks. Thanks, Pulp Mix. I guess who just got himself a block? <laughs> that guy. Don't be a fragile little flower. I mean, I'm the one who came out. I didn't need to come out publicly and say it was 10 feet and say, like, I ate shit. Like, if I had some sort of ego, I would never have told any of that story. So I'm the one who came out and told everybody. It was a 10-foot double at Mesquite that I crashed on. And I went over the bars, and I'm a loser. So, um, J- oh, oh boy. That one's for JT. Oh. Who has the most enemies on the track, Barsha or Anderson? <laughs> Uh, probably still Barsha, I think, from the old days, you know, probably. Yeah. It'd be close, I think. Yeah. Uh, this one's from Eric Harvey. Uh, about Cincerello's creative first turn line from a rules standpoint. Mm -hmm. Did you see that? Yeah, I did. Uh, hard to tell on broadcast, but looked like he could have braked to come back on the start straight, but instead pinned it, cutting the track into tough block. Yeah. Which effed McElrath. Yeah. Saw that. Thoughts? Mmm... Yeah, I don't know. Maybe because he already crashed, you know? So they said, ah, you paid the ultimate price anyways. I don't know. Dude, that's so bad. Um, Dr. Brian Austin wants to know, after Tomac's low side, do we know what happened that limited his ability to rip through the pack? 
Did you guys talk about that? I don't know. Because mm. he didn't go through, like, after he got up and he still finished the race, but he didn't come up yeah. through the pack like you uh, thought. You know, the track was kind of like New York last year, and he didn't come through the pack in New York either mm. like I thought he would have because he won all those races. So maybe the ruts and the sketchiness are, is something that he's not so comfy, comfy with, you know? <clears throat> Sounds like it. I mean, yeah. correlation there. Yeah. Good point, Steve. Good point, Steve. I said that earlier. Thank you, thank you brother. Hubbo Nick wants to know, if the 450 guys were in their current form and we started over at A1, who would be your title pick with the clean slate in a vacuum? I like vacuum questions. Mm. Um, I added that in there. You're welcome. <laughs> what do you mean? I don't get it. If the 450 guy, like... If everyone, like... If you could look at them now, knowing yeah. what you know now, uh, who would you pick? Well, Anderson, if I knew if I knew that. If I knew how much better Anderson would be, I'd go Anderson. This one's from I still understand that question. Lee Adkison. I noticed JGR added the W to Hill's number plate. I just noticed that this week. I was yeah. thinking they added it to cover up the panic button. <laughs> but really, why did they add it? Now? I don't know. I couldn't get a straight answer. I, I asked. I, don't, I couldn't figure it out either. I don't know. That's weird. I don't know. Yeah, That usually happens in Vegas, right? Well, it'll yeah, it'll happen at those triple crown or the the shootout races. They're having okay. this year, but I don't yeah. know why it was at on Oakland. Yeah, no but, well, they haven't had those before, but no. you usually only see it in Vegas. Yeah, yeah. 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 No, I, I don't really know. That's that's a great question. Yeah, it is really, a good question. Let me figure it out. Let's get to uh, Ron. Ron, what's up, man? How are you, guys? How how bad was was Ralph and Jeff this last weekend? Wasn't their greatest. <laughs> Wasn't the greatest for them. Oh my. God, why, why does, why, can you, can you guys explain to me why the coverage in the outdoors is so great versus Supercross? Um, well, that's your opinion. Um, it's yours too, and most people's. <laughs> yeah. And for Ludi's opinion too. Ah, uh, no, don't put words in my mouth. Ralph, okay. Ralph had a, Ralph's awesome. He's very good. He had a rough weekend for sure with some of the things that was going on. But sometimes I feel like he throws to Jeff and Jeff doesn't have a lot to add. So then Ralph tries to add color and he's not the color guy. And so then it, he kind of steers off in the wrong direction, you know? Um, so he's not Ralph's specialty is, is, is the play by play and setting the analyst up. Mm -hmm. And he's very good at that. And sometimes he doesn't get a lot of back from Jeff when he tries to add stuff, and then it goes terribly. It's like a burning Hindenburg. And Jeff, I don't know what's going on with Fro. I like Fro. He has so much more to offer, I feel, than what he does on those broadcasts. I've said it over and over and over. I don't understand. It was, is it me? Because, you know, sometimes, you know, you're not paying – we don't pay complete attention to, like, every word or, or things that – that these guys say and and you know and a lot of times there's background noise but a couple times this last race and the one before did jeff literally like try to say something and like mumble and stop i don't remember exactly i don't know that part of it um yeah i don't know man i don't know like i would if i was a director or producer i'd be like bro you're one of the all-time greats you have Four titles, five titles, I think. You've raced the best. You beat the best. You were the best rider in the world for a couple of years. Please tell us more than just confidence in this. Please tell us 
about bike setup and the new Yamaha frame and the new Husqvarna race bike and this and that. And please tell us more. That's what I would tell him. And I don't know why he doesn't do more uh, with, with what kind of what's going on with bikes and teams and sort of uh, agendas and egos in the pits and things like that. I know he doesn't want to get himself in trouble that much because that's why I could never do it because no, everyone would hate me. But you, there's got to be a way to provide some information, dance around some information, and provide it in a comfortable way other than just saying, you know, he's really confident. You can tell he's really confident. So, the, the, think, the, other, thing, the other thing is, this, you know, I mean, God, sir, but this year, last year, especially last year, it's getting better. This playing the Daniel stuff that she does. It's just like I sit there and I cringe and I just feel like, really? Yeah, but dude, that's not for you and me because we're moto guys. That's for like the girlfriends and wives that are casual listeners or viewers. And My wife's laughing the whole damn time. I know, but we're not this. Listen, I think it's dumb too. Yeah, you got your bike in your living room. Awesome. Great. Can't believe I ever saw Like, well, that's really cool. But that's not for us. That's for casual viewers. It's, you know, everybody's got a, a sideline girl and. This and that, like I don't know, like it's I get that part of it. It's not entertaining, I know, but dude, you know. oh, everybody, I don't think I don't think those people exist. Here's I think it's a I think it's a figment of 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 people's imagination. It's just a bunch of moto people watching. Well, this stuff. that you know, that's exactly my point. I was going to get to that, Ron. Is that I wish, I wish they would say, you know what. If the casual viewer tunes in, then awesome. We'll get them with this racing, and we'll get them with this excitement. But let's let's appeal to the people that actually buy tickets and buy chain lube and buy oil oil filters, air filters, and everything else. And let's give them all the in depth stuff you want, and the casual fan will get up to speed. To me, they cater too much to the person that's flipping channels, or too much to the person who leaves their TV on after NASCAR, and there's a lead in to Supercross, and they want to just appeal to those people so badly to get new eyeballs. But you know what? It is what it is. The eyeballs will get there if you have great racing. And so stop telling us the basics and tell us tell us things we want to know. They have unbelievable access to any team and truck in the whole pits, and every team and truck, every team and truck will basically uh, give them whatever information they want if they're going to be on TV. So I'm with you on that part, Ron. And then, there, and then there's, there's two other things, right? Like, did Wygant somehow piss these people off? Is that why he's not involved? And then the, <laughs> the other thing is Ricky Carmichael. Okay, Getty's the good thing, right? Give him, he's always been nice to me when I've talked to him. But he's got this edge when he's down there. It's almost like he doesn't want, it's, it's, and he's almost combative with Jeff sometimes. And I, 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 I don't know. I don't, I, it just, I don't know what's with that guy. Is it just me? No, I think Ricky's mailing it in myself. Again, he's got a lot of access. He knows a ton about the sport. He can go into any truck and talk to him, and everyone will, will, will give him all the info he needs. I don't think he cares that much, dude. In my opinion, I don't think he offers much because he's just mailing it in. That's how I feel. So, again, if I was a producer, if I was a director, I'd be, listen, you're Ricky fucking Carmichael. You know. You know everything there is to know. You've ridden 8 million hours on a motorcycle, so please tell us what that's like, what these guys are going through. That's how I, what I would do. Those yeah, guys, are that, they're, they're too bland. You know? Blair's doing a good job. Daniel Blair is doing a great job. Yeah, he, he really is. is. Uh, he really is. really is. So did yeah, you, it, 
Does Agreed. he compile his own information? Or do you yeah. think they give yeah, it no, to no. him? Yeah, no, no. I think he, I think each guy's kind of responsible for yeah, their own well, he's, information. He's you know? doing a good job. Yeah. Um. As far as Wygant goes, yeah. There's too many politics, man, involved in in getting Wygant in Supercross. He's the outdoor guy. There's MX Sports. There's Feld. They're not gonna they're not gonna mix that up. There's too much politics. And so, what's this cutaway Suzuki thing that he does? It's just I I, I go. I, mean, I love the bike. I do. But I, I, every time that, that segment starts, I go, oh, wow, I'm going to learn something. This is going to be great. And it's just, what the? What the? What the? Yeah. Uh, I just, I mean, I don't think they care that much, man. I don't think they care that much about really giving us info, you know? You watch an NFL game, Troy Aikman can tell you the – how you know the 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 fourth string offensive lineman? He can tell you the fourth string offensive lineman's mom and dad, and what town he's from, and what high school he played for. Now, does Aikman know that? No, he's got someone giving him the information. Statistician. Yeah, but they have a statistician there, and Aikman will tell you all about everybody on that thing. And he's a Super Bowl winning quarterback. Um, we don't have that kind of information. We need it. I've said. Many times they should pay some dude thirty grand to feed Ralph and Jeff index cards with information. They used to have. There's a guy from Atlanta that was is a statistician. Did you ever meet well, him? Well, they got and, they got a guy named Pete now that has stats. Uh huh. So he feeds them stats like how number of heat race wins you have and mm-hmm. how many laps you've led. That's mm-hmm. great too. Mm-hmm. But how about like, hey, Barsha's the new Yamaha's a new frame. Hey, Cooper Webb and uh, hurt his ankle before the year. Hey, Brake Brayton's got that front brake, which they did bring up. But you know what I mean, that kind of stuff. Hey, so. really, I don't want to like dominate all this and waste everybody's time, but this is probably good for everybody as well who's listening. Um, I love Hondas. I have three three oh eight CRF four fifties, and I just keep waiting to well, maybe someday they'll get the you know something to top this. And then I hear that that <clears throat> that this that this new bike. Uh, frame geometry and whatever was was patterned off the 08, and then everybody raves about it. Um, and then I hear guys that know a lot more about this than me saying, "Oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna sell my 08s and buy this bike." But then I've been hearing about parts breaking like quick on this thing. Um, like what kind of parts? I'm not. I haven't been shock, exposed to them. The shock. The shock itself? Uh, I said, okay, again, I'm not a great mechanic, but there's, but there's a clip that sits that, that connects the, the the shock to the spring. Oh, because Sealy Sealy broke it at those nations, so therefore, your no, stock Honda no, 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 is, no, no. is like, weak. Like it, no, no, like it, it, like normal people, it happens to normal people. I I, I, I want to think. I, I hope <laughs> this is bad information because I love Hondas. Well, if you get over the part of the stuff breaking, and I, I get it, I'm sure they've improved it from 17 to 18 a little bit, maybe a few things. But the chassis and the way it is, I've heard nothing but great about. People that jump on it love it. I mean, it, it gets good ratings. And uh, Brayton, speaking for him, I'll tell you that he says the package out of the box is a great package <clears throat> from, you know, to start with, you know. So, yeah, let go of the 08, bro. It's over. It's a, oh, wait, it's a bitchin' bike. I know, but yeah. let it go. Let it go. Try, yeah, I, I thought of you. I'd try one. The motor on this thing's probably way better than the O. I don't say way, but it's it's better than the 08. Mm. All right, man. Thanks for the call. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Appreciate it. Uh, lines are full, brother. Before we let Marks finish the questions, let's get... Travis, what's up, man? 
Hey, what's up, Steve? How you doing? Good. What's going on? Hey, um, I'm not sure if you remember me. I'm the guy that got the one and only Filthy Phil jersey at Buds this year. Oh, yeah. I do remember that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's a good job on that. Yeah. Yeah, it was a good score. No, I, uh, I'm i coming out from Maryland to uh, California this week. Uh, my wife has a business trip, and I'm tagging along. Now I'm going to go to uh, the Supercross race in San Diego. And uh, I was just wondering, you know, I've been to East Rutherford uh, to watch Supercross there, but um, just your guys' opinion of the vibe in the pits and just the area uh, between the East Coast race and kind uh, of the West Coast. The pits kind of suck in, at Petco because they're broken into two different lots, and it's a little bit of a walk for the two, for the two lots. Um, okay. So that kind of sucks, but the park is beautiful. It's great viewing no matter where you sit. It's right downtown, so there's lots of bars and restaurants around. Bitching. Um, So everything's bitching except for the pit setup, which kind of sucks, but uh, it is what it is. There's a lot of pluses to it for sure. All right, cool. I appreciate it. No worries, man. Thanks. All right, later. Thanks. Dale, what's up? Hey, I had an idea. I was uh, wanting to pitch to you. I was trying to find you in Oakland, but anyways – so you got guys that are always asking, like, how do you get in the industry as a mechanic? How do you get connected, this and that? Uh-huh. Well, uh, I went and helped out uh, my buddy over the weekend because I did uh, about a season and a half as volunteer, believe it or not. Wow. <laughs> um, with, like, Teddy like yeah, Parks deal? No, with um, the other privateer program that's oh, no okay. longer around. Yeah, Gus Gus? Yeah, I don't like that guy. Anyways. Um, okay, all right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anyways, um, it's it's really hard. You have to have, like, uh, connect and know somebody at the right time mm-hmm. to get in. But um, I was thinking, you know, there's a lot of privateers out there that don't have mechanics. What would you think about, like, you know, people trying to get in, setting somebody up with a privateer so they could go see what it's like for a day? Wow, dude. Um, Two things come to mind right away. One, okay. I don't know the guy I'm setting up with, I don't know his mechanical skill. Okay. If he can't change a clutch or set sag, and another thing doesn't own his own tools, well, and he's not qualified, right? It doesn't even if he does all that, he still could not be qualified. It's very, you know, these look, it's not, it's maybe a tad dramatic, but these guys' lives are in your hand. Like, Oh, I know things can go, you know that. Yeah. Things can go really wrong. I wouldn't want to recommend somebody that I don't know to somebody who wants to jump a 65-foot triple, you know? I mean, I, I got you. if Mark said to me right now, hey, I want to go be a mechanic, I'd be like, no. I'm not telling anybody to hide yeah. your ass. Yeah, no, so, I mean. You can backflip. You can backflip. Yeah, you want to backflip? Mark's going to do a backflip. That's it. Yeah. But so, I like your idea. I get it. You're absolutely right. Right time, right place, and everything. But I wouldn't feel comfy if I didn't know the dude, you know? Gotcha. So. Okay. I, I wanted to see what you think about that. Yeah. Thanks, right man. On. Appreciate it. Thank you. All right, thanks. Nathan, what's happening? It's for Nathan. Yeah, what's up, Nathan? Hey, a uh, couple questions. Uh, so Ken Roxon this weekend rocked some CC motorcycle coffee gear that was, you know, up, up here out of Portland. And uh, that was a pretty prominent um, fixture on his gear, and I was wondering if that was a money thing, or if he's buddies with Tor, or well, what the status is on that. Isn't it? Uh, isn't it a big hipster show or sorry, a show? I was told or something like a the smiley yeah, the face? one motor, mo- one motorcycle show's coming up. But what the smiley face? Yeah, thing? CC. Yeah. Oh, I didn't even know. Yeah, 
<clears throat> and it's a and it's a coffee shop or something too, right? Yeah, they're a KTM sh- uh, dealer and a, a coffee shop, and they sponsor the. There's a big motorcycle show coming up here in February okay. in Portland. Yeah, I don't know, man. Um, it was a really weird thing to me too, right? Because I know the coffee shop, but I'm like, is that the coffee shop? Is that like I don't really get that. I don't know. Yeah. Well, Joey, Joey Lancaster put something on Instagram said, said, "Hey, watch Roxon's gear tonight," and I know he's a Fox guy. Lancaster. Right. Yeah, but that's just... But, uh, that it was just odd that, like, that was, like, major, Cubs. you know, yeah, frontage. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'm with you, bro. I don't know. A really weird deal to me. I, I asked what... I You know, I I didn't think it was just the the coffee shop place, so I said to somebody, well, it can't just be the coffee shop, and I said, no, it's a motorcycle show up in Portland also. Yeah. And then uh, one other thing, I want to I wanna kick... Uh, Bowers down some gas for the East Coast. How can I do that? Uh, just use the contact form on paulbamex.com and uh, okay. it goes right to me and I'll put you two together. That's awesome. Nice job, though. Yeah. yeah he, he totally fucked me on uh, fantasy this week. <laughs> yes. yes. The dude's solid. So. He, he screwed me, too. So that's okay, though. That's all right. So contest at Pulpamex? Uh Just contact. Just go to paulbamex.com. There's a contact form on there. So. Okay. Awesome. We'll do right. it. Thanks, man. Thanks, man. All right, Marks. Let's keep this. Keep this train rolling here. Or not. Uh, there was a lot of... I had a lot of uh, Ralph and Jeff. Yeah, people... Why are people so... Is something worse this year? Or something? It does seem like they... There seems to be more anger from people. There's always anger. Yeah. They do. They seem to be more off there. I mean, there was one instance where Ralph said something about Bowers not qualifying at Houston or something. Or was it A2? I don't remember which one. That he wasn't even there? He was in Germany. <laughs> like st- It's stuff like that, and it's just like, it's starting to, re- it seems like it's starting to become a recurring theme more than it used to. Like, it's it's like it's just, progressively I'm, getting worse. Look, whether it's, whether it's being a writer in the sport or a janky podcast host or a mechanic like Berluti, do the fucking homework, man. You got a job, do the work. Put the hours in. I'm not saying they're not. I have no clue. But... Do the work, do the research, get better at your job. That's that's it. You can't half-ass things and expect to kill it. You know, it's not a producer thing. You don't think? I don't think. I don't know, man. Because, like I said, Fro's a bad dude, and he's accomplished so much on a motorcycle. And I just want more from him. I want him to be. Because I've heard him. I've, I've hung out with him. I I I've got him on my shows before. He's got opinions. He's got thoughts. Yeah. Let's hear it. You know. So, all right, that's all for tweets. Oh, come on. That's all. That's it. Yeah. Lots of stuff covered already. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah? Yep. You don't think I can go through and find some? Go ahead. I would, but I'm busy. All right. 702-586-757. Got a question for myself or the great Tony Berluti in studio here. Thanks to our guests, too, by the way, for coming on. It's been a good show. Lots of information. Uh, Two voicemails. 702-586-7857. 702-586-7857. I don't always play them. Here's some voicemails of the week that week that was. I'm pulling in the Arby's, and damn you, fucking Travis Marks. I am trying to get damn good Arby's, and do I want a number one or a one or a number two? I think I want a number two. Fuck you, Travis Marks. I'm going to have to get a number two because of you. <laughs> What's what's that all about? What the fuck is that? 
I wish I knew. You Come know, on. I, I have no idea what that was. Arby's? Arby's? I don't even like Arby's. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> what the? That's our listeners, everybody. That's I don't our like listeners. Arby's, so. All right. I noticed Marsha was going to be on the show tonight, and Motocross Action back on the 24th of January reported that Marsha and Cooper Webb got into a scuffle, little bitch slap wrestling match, uh, something about Cooper break checked uh, Marsha or something like that. I never heard y'all talk about it on any of the shows or podcasts, so why don't y'all ask him about that? Uh, yeah, uh, the biggest problem you have there is the words motocross action. Stop reading motocross action. <sighs> Amen. Uh, Yamaha actually, they, the MXA wrote that, and they pulled it down. Uh, you'll notice they took it away. I don't know where they got their information from. There was a scuffle after the finish. They mother effed each other. They told each other to, to screw off, and then they calmed down, and it was okay. And they Barsha explained it a few times. So, yeah, it was all wrong. It was total wrong. And uh, don't read Monica's action anymore for those kind of facts from races. Do people still read that thing? Apparently that guy did. Yeah, apparently. So, huh. Yeah, MXA said that Barsha mm. was, they were scuffling around in the pits and underneath the truck they were throwing punches. And Yamaha was like, huh? So I think Yamaha got him to pull it down because yeah. it, it didn't happen. So, all right. Hey, Steve, it's Craig Martin. I wanted to see if you could figure out something and let us all know. So I'm listening to your rant on the Arena Cross deal with uh, the fact that, you know, all these talented riders that are coming out of the amateurs have to go through this stupid Arena Cross thing, uh, the Ricky Carmichael Road to Supercross or whatever it's called. And totally agree, and I think it's the dumbest thing in the world. But the question I have is uh, Josh Mosman, did the qualifiers, got qualified, got his points. Why did those guys bring him into the middle of this series instead of putting them on the East Coast? Why didn't they just, you know, because it just there's no way he's been doing good, jumping into the middle of the series, you know, with guys that already kind of got their setups figured out. You know, it's just, honestly, I just, I just kind of questioned that decision um, through Husqvarna or whoever. Why they put him into the middle of the series? Not a, not an easy thing for a kid to do, especially his first year, like that. Um, just wanted to see if you could figure that out and, and uh, let us all know. All right? Talk to you later. Over now. I think Bye. Craig's getting Josh Mosman mixed up with uh, the brother. Who's the brother? Rides for Rockstar Husky. Why is it name escaped me? The first. It's name. not Josh. Michael Mosman. Michael. Michael. Yeah. Michael, yeah. <clears throat> Michael's riding east for the team. Josh is the older brother. He does not have a ride, and so for cost reasons, I imagine he's doing West because of that. That's why he had to go to Arena Cross. Michael will be debuting on the East Coast with the team and will be riding Supercross and all that. So Josh, uh, I haven't talked to Josh. I figured he'd be in the main events, to be honest. After last summer, I watched him yeah. ride the Nationals. He was really good. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, he'll. I guess I would think it's just a cost thing on why he didn't do East and uh, did West. Boys, press release just got sent out about two hours ago. All I got to say right now, Blake fucking Watton, dude. Are you kidding me? Blake's back. I'm in. I did it. Uh, if you're not cheering for this guy on the East Coast, you better go to the doctors and get yourself checked out. I'm sure you guys already talked about it on the upcoming show. 
but good God, play this shit on the air. Blake fucking Wharton. Let's go! Yeah, did you see that? I saw that. Wharton's coming back <laughs> on a Mun Racing Husky. Sometime co-host here. Did you see that, Marks? Yes, I did. Wharton is back. He's back. That guy's excited. People are excited. That guy is for sure. I've seen a lot of retweets on Twitter. Oh, really? From Wharton himself. Oh, okay. People say, oh. people say something to him, and he just retweets he's, he's, them all. Yeah. yeah. Um, so he's excited, too. Yeah. Uh, I don't know why he wanted to come back. I haven't talked to him really about it. Um, good for him, though. That's cool. I think he'll be a top 10 guy. Mm. Yeah? No? Right out of the box? Sure. No. no? Uh, depends on how much time he's been right. putting in. Right. How old is he now? He's got to be 26, 27. Yeah, I would think like so. Yeah. 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 He's had, he's always had good supercross skills. So. Yeah, he has. Yeah, we'll see. Purple, that'll that'll happen in Dallas, right? Purple Rain. Steve, everybody, Popa Max show. Thank you for listening to my voicemail. I want to talk about the topic of mental errors versus things just happening while racing. You know, certain people will call something like washing the front a mental error, while some people say the front tire just lost tracks. And what separates them is if they ride a race or not. See, I've been riding and racing my whole life, and I think it can be either way or both ways. The front can lose traction because maybe it's low on air pressure, the tread is worn, the track is watered heavily in one spot or too dry or whatever. It can also lose traction because of a lack of focus when pushing too hard whether racing others or just pushing hard in general in practice. A mind can only multitask at a certain rate, a rate in which is unique to the individual. Focusing on, you know, brake, throttle, turn, shift, bumps on the track, other dude right next to me, got to hit the inside, got to hit the outside. All these things are a lot to focus on, and the continuous stress can cause the mind to forget just one thing, just briefly enough to cause a decent issue. The point is only the rider can know if something that happens is indeed mental, or just circumstantial in regards to the bike or quote-unquote freak accident. So that's pretty much my take. I just want to hear your thoughts, and thank you again, and have a great show. I mean, wow. Yeah. <laughs> God. I mean, you know, to think that a factory rider at the level we're talking about has worn out tread or low air pressure is a little much. <laughs> None of those guys have that. Yeah, no. You know, that's pretty much perfect. So, um, I mean, he's not wrong. It all when 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 someone says it has a mental error, you know, a lack of skill to not know you have the or the lack to not know you have the amount of skill to go in that hard and fast into a corner is a mental error, but it's a skill error also. You don't have the skill, hand-eye coordination, <clears throat> thought process, body positioning, reflex, all that kind of stuff to get set up for a corner, and then you lose the front end. So, do you want to call it a mental error? Sure, I guess that's a nice blanket statement. I guess, you know, if you see a homeless guy on the side of the street, mental error, he couldn't get a job. <laughs> mental error. So a mental error is a very broad Blanket, yeah. statement for a lot of mistakes in life. No? Yeah? Mathis, if you want those nets to be tested, if you want to see some people really blow those things, take them to amateur day. Whatever amateur round is next, take them there. Guaranteed. They get tested for good, for worse, whatever it is. Stamp it. Uh, he's not wrong. What are we talking about? Nuts? Amateur day. The nets. The nets. Okay, shit. I didn't know. Mathis needs to take his nuts to amateur day. Yeah, that's why. Do I would, some I, real I, testing. Honestly, uh, Nick, Nick Way's kid cleared every jump on a 50 at Anaheim 2. Every jump. Solid. So I'm, I think I'm good. 
Mathis. Hey, Will in beautiful, sunny Central Florida. Hey, man, I'm getting caught up in my podcast, and um, I was listening to the uh, show from BTO Sports Warehouse or whatever that was. And, uh, man, first of all, thanks a lot to those guys. Those guys are great, man. And um, I've sent a lot of business their way just because of the hookup, and that's pretty awesome. But I wanted to touch base with you on the – on the comment about how the guys at the pro nationals don't spend the money and supercross riders don't, or the supercross fans don't spend money or, or whatever the, whatever the comparison is. But I, I kind of got to agree, but disagree with you at the same time. And, and I was a rep for a little bit, but I also know that, you know, people that buy motorcycles, dealerships don't make money on motorcycles. The, the, the revenue, the, the, the uh, the um, the profit on a motorcycle is very slim. So if we're banking on people to buy motorcycles, if we're banking on the racing to buy motorcycles and keep dealerships in business, it's flawed because there's no money made in motorcycles. Hopefully somebody finances it to where you make a little bit of a kickback on, on the financing. Um, but, you know, where our money is made is in gear and accessories, you know, T-shirts and hats and boots and um, hard parts and um, you know, things that are profitable. And I feel like, you know, the Supercross people, the, the, you know, the, you know, little, little Johnny, little Johnny Johnson Smith head, you know, that his parents take him to the Supercross race, you know, sees, uh, sees Ken Roxon wearing a Fox jersey and he wants to go buy a Fox shirt. Well, that Fox shirt makes way more money on a percentage wise, you know, we're talking at a, I guess with the worst case scenario, 15, 20% off of a motorcycle that makes, you know, two per- You can't, you can't just ramble on. I, you gotta make it short and sweet. So I don't know what the fuck that guy's talking about. I don't remember what he was talking about, what we were talking about. Don't leave messages that long. I just played that as an example, everybody, of what'll get you cut off. Come in, hot, get your points, get out, right? That's yeah, it. I guess so. I don't even know what the guy was talking about. Did, did, did I, anybody- zoned, I zoned off. Berlou? Yeah, I knew what he was talking about. <clears throat> it was pretty simple. But no, he did. I'm not, wait. He's rambling on, but he, he's, he's talking about the margins. Lame. Yeah, no margins and corporations and umbrellas. No. All right. Just margins for motorcycles to. Yeah, I get parts. it. Yeah, I know what he's He talk- rambled. You're right. I know what he's talking about. Yeah, you, yeah, the dealers don't make much money on bikes, for sure. Right. They don't. Great job. I don't know what he was getting to. I'm done. Come in, leave the message, hang up. It's your show, Steve. Thank you. I'm Geraldo, and that's how we do it <laughs> on my show. Hey, Steve. Matt here. I just got done listening to your Oakland uh, Moto 60 show. A lot of talk about potential sponsors and, um, you know, marketing strategies that, that kind of happens within the sport and, you know, what is the overall growth, you know. Uh, I have a question uh, and also just kind of a thought. You know, uh you know, the, everyone always talks about the numbers of it on TV. You know, what is Feld getting out of it? What is the numbers? How many viewers? How many people look at motorcycles? All this stuff. But, but you know what? I know tons of people that ride. I've been all up and down living in California. And, and I know a lot of people that are super heavy into sport, buy a lot of products, you know. But some of them, and especially nowadays, you know, being 2018, a lot of people don't have cable. A lot of people don't have cable packages. And I know there's been talks about some internet, you know, related programs that you can do to to, to view these races, but um, uh, you know, like what the outdoors did. But I, I really don't think TV views 
translates into how many eyes are on the sport. You know what I mean? I just don't think that's really the case. I mean, and I guess my question would be these websites like RacerX, Vital, stuff like that, you know, uh, shoot, even Fox, um, whatever. What kind of views and what kind of hits do some of these uh, do some of these marketing ads get online? And also these websites like RacerX, how many, how many hits do they get a day? Like, what's that data look like? Because, um, honestly, everyone has access to something on the Internet. I think that really gives you more of a true depiction on, on how many people are into the sport. Uh, so how does that work? All right, thanks, Steve. I mean, he's, he's right. Like, Was that the same guy? No, but he almost got <laughs> clipped, too. His question about TV viewers, <laughs> I mean... Stop hitting the computer. I was in the middle of some thoughts. Okay. All right. Uh, his question wasn't wrong. Like, that's what everyone's trying to figure out now because mm-hmm. everyone's cutting the cable. I'm sure. You know what I mean? So people are trying to figure out how do we get these viewers. I mean, back in the day, MASH used to just get 20 million viewers because it was one of four channels. You know what I mean? Like, times are different now. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, he's right. Viewers don't mean everything, but there's got to be some metric that you use, you know, that you have to use. Sure. You know? So, and the metric, the metric they use is, you know, still ratings and the ratings thing is really flawed to me. Like, it's a Nielsen, it's a black box that only goes on a certain number of people, and then whatever those people, they just extrapolate what you watched, and they assume if, I think they go like if four out of ten people are watching the show, then that means four out of every ten is watching, and now you have 400,000 or whatever. Like, it's a weird way they do it, but it's the only way to do it. It's old school. <clears throat> but as he's saying, and you, you can probably attest to it, is... um. Is the computer hits yeah. more so than that? Yeah, yeah well, I, I don't know. Like, you can't watch Supercross if you don't have Fox Sports on your TV, right? You can watch it online, but you can't get it unless you subscribe. Stream it. Right. The motocross package, yes. You don't need to have NBC. You can just buy the Gold Pass. So he's right. I mean, it's a weird world we live in now with TV ratings and TV views and cutting the cord and, and people watch on their computers now. And everyone's trying to figure that out and find out what the what what is next. I think, you know, Supercross is lagging behind a bit in the sense that people do want to just buy a la carte now. Like I like the outdoors, fifty bucks. I don't want any channels, but I will pay fifty dollars to watch all the outdoors. Mm-hmm. And obviously, that's not in the deal with Fox Sports and Supercross and Felt. So they got to figure that out. As far as the other clicks, yeah, I mean, you know what I find hilarious is like we had. Four million downloads of my shows last year, of all my shows. Wow. Most of that was hockey. Kidding. I wish it was. <laughs> oh, you know what I'm talking about. Anyways, four, so four, over four million downloads of all my shows. Okay? And you go, and, and, and I go in the pits, and I talk to people, and, and failed guys are mad at me, and this team's mad at me, and like... Think about four, it's not four million individual people because people, you know, same people download multiple shows and everything. I'm just talking gross number of mm-hmm. people. But fuck me, that's a lot of people. Yeah. That's a lot Holy of shit. people that hear me and Kiefer and JT and Weege and you mm-hmm. and the guy in the corner and all these people talking about the sport of Supercross and Motocross. You would think that would get a little more recognition than it does. Not tooting my own horn here. Meep, meep. But... Like, fuck me, like, uh, what if, you know, they have 300,000 people uh, watching a, uh, a Supercross race on a, on a Saturday night. I got 4 million in a year. 
You know, it's not shabby. No. I mean, it's apples to oranges a little bit when I say that, but that's what I'm saying is that. That's why you get all the big sponsors. The endemic media guys, the endemic media guys. Let me go this way. The Racer X, the trans world, me. Like, I don't feel like the Feld guys and people in the sport and the teams recognize what we do to sell tickets. We love this sport. We're talking about it all the time. They just assume we will be here. You know what I mean? Uh, it's always about the USA Todays. It's about this. And, and it needs to it's be. Greed. It needs to be that way because you want to expose it to new people. But do you think anybody ever gives a shit? Like, no, hey, they, Mathis, thank you for four and a half million people. Uh, they don't because. We're just there. Because they think that they're the yep. only show in town. No, they they kind of are, right? It's a bigger rant than I need to go on right now. But it just kind of cheeses me off a little bit. You God, know? I can tell. Wow. Well, hey, I, they're rightfully so. so. They're so it. worried about. Like, I don't have a pass to park at certain races. Like, I don't have a pass. Like, I'm covering the sport. I got four yeah. and a half million downloads. And the Wi-Fi doesn't work in the press box. I don't have a pass. For uh, to park in a race at uh, a uh, super parking, can't you know? do track walks. I can't. Steve, I can't go on a track walk. Steve, like, what? I just, wh- at one point in time, did you piss somebody off at Feld? Well, no, it's not just me who can't go on track walk. It's media guys who don't shoot photos. Oh, is that how? It yeah, works? yeah. It's not just me, Berlu. <clears throat> oh, okay. No, no I, it's it's so it's it's a bunch. It's a new policy, but things like that. Do you I'm, care? Yes, I do. Oh, you loved going down there, didn't you? Yeah, I do. It actually helps my job. Yeah, probably. It really does. Sure. Alex, what's up, man? How are you? Alex. Hey, Steve. Rudy, Marks. Hey. Honored to talk to you guys, man. I what? just have a quick question about VP Fuel. Yep, go ahead. I I love the smell of that shit, and I want to run it, but I've always been scared to run it because I always heard rumors of it. It'll just burn you off, burn your piston up fast. Is that true? Or? What? No. Burn your piston okay. up fast. What do you want to No. Yeah, because it runs so much hotter and all this kind of stuff. And I've been reading into it and looking into the VPT2 for the two-stroke. And I've been just, like I said, I just, I'm just anal like that. And I just, I, I crave that smell and, and I just, I want to oh. get it. But I've been um, always nervous to run it in my bike. No, what will what, what burn your fuel, your piston up is av gas. Aviation gas will we'll do that. Uh, VP okay. will sell nothing that burns your bike up, right? Yeah, I, mean, I don't think they <laughs> nothing they sell. As long as your jetting is good, you yeah, know, especially on your two-stroke, it's pretty critical. Dude, okay, but you'll you'll put fuel in. It's expensive, VP, to buy compared to pump stuff. But you will notice an instant difference with VP stuff. But you'll pay for it too. Now, now, is that like an additive that you add to your gas, or is that just your full tank? Oh, well, that's your full tank. Okay. Okay. And uh, I guess another question I have is, how often do you change your reads? Oh, what do you think, Balut? Well, it's kind of the way you ride too. If you're on the, you know, if you're just screaming the shit out of it, and one twenty five's uh, a lot quicker than a two fifty, you know. Um, well, that's the thing too. I'm I'm a pretty heavy guy, and I definitely should be on a two fifty. But I grew up with this bike, and I love it. And now I'm at the age where I don't really want to get into something more powerful to kill me, so I'm just sort of sticking with it. Well, just <laughs> just check them every now and then, and if they start getting chipped at all, you should replace them. But um, hold them up to daylight, you know. Just check, just check yeah. them out. Yeah. Okay, pull them out, hold them up to daylight. If you see any daylight, replace them. All right. And uh, any word on the designations yet? No, no, way too early. No, way too yeah, early. Yeah. Right. So, thanks, buddy. Appreciate it. Thank you very much, guys. Thanks. Appreciate it. Uh, let's go to Brain. Brain, what's up, bud? <laughs> Good evening, boys. Hey, so Ralph and Jeff Matter, 
pardon me for a second. So as someone who obviously doesn't ride and who obviously needs a little more description, um, I've, given up, I've given up on those boys. Um, but Steve, you know, just to, <laughs> for some encouragement for your, uh, <laughs> for your unhappiness at this point, man, dude, I mean, I, just reading your tweets just in, in commercials and things like that. So I use things like that for, uh, you know, for depth. And fortunately I have access to, um, a prominent 250 West rider. And then I have access to Weege and things like that to be able to, to learn from, from, uh, you know, what Ralph and Jeff don't tell me. And Daniel Blair did a heck of a job. He really did. But, um, man, <laughs> they really do. They really are catering to the, uh, they, they you are. know, to the, yep. to the average man. So, no, you know, it's just, uh, it's just what they do, you know? So, yep. I don't know. I've, I've given up. Yeah, no, no, exactly. They are what they are. They're smarter people than us in TV production. So maybe that's the way to go. You know, yep. I don't know. But Mark's like Mark says that the Twitter was full of people who are pissed off. I see it too. Yeah. You know, they're always going to complain no matter what, you know, but still, yep. yeah, I'm with you. So, yeah, but yeah, I mean, as far as description goes, yeah, forget it. They're they're, they're not gonna they're not gonna give me something even that I would need. So it ain't gonna whatever. happen. All right, man. Thank you. Peace out, fellas. All right, Eric. What's happening? How are you? Hey guys, how's it going? What's I up? Uh, I just wanted to uh, pop in and say hi to Tony. I met him at Seattle in 2014, and uh, glad to see him back on the circuit. Oh, thank you very much. He is back and taking Brayton to incredible heights. 2013, you said? 14. 14. No, I think 2014. I think Brock was out injured, and you were just kind of chilling. I oh, okay. caught up with you just over on the side of the pit there. Oh, when, uh, cool. when Kenny wasn't yammering away on the mic, I managed to get a word in with you. How was oh, Watson um, doing? Have you seen Watson lately? I haven't seen him all year. I haven't seen him at the last two races. I don't know if he's been oh, or what. Oh. Okay. I had two quick things. One is just sort of like a comment, I think, on this whole thing, why people are losing their crap over the broadcast is if you think about, like, how much better is even, like, the average fan, let alone a super fan's access to information, right? Like, all the all the information just you put out alone, Steve, people have so much, like, if you're into it, you have so much information when you go into that race and you watch it and you're just like, oh, my God, it's like paint drying because you're just, you've already assimilated so much information over the week and then they can't even tell you who has a friggin' red plate. I yeah. mean, come on. Yeah, no, I, yeah. I think that's a huge part of it. You do? Yeah. Um, I do. I think for the hardcore fans, I think like yeah. think back like in the nineties, like what did you know? You didn't know anything. No, you're right. There's no exactly. internet. Yeah, I know for sure. You There's know, nothing. Yeah. So I think that's a huge part of it. And like, like since I kind of got into like listening to your stuff and, you know, and I, you know, Moonlight with DMXS and Blair and whatnot. You, like, you really do. You have way more information, and you kind of feel like, you feel like you want more out of those guys. And it it kind of, like, I think in a way, I'm not defending them, but I think in a way they have to adapt to the fact that the average, even the average fan knows way more about the sport than they did 10 years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, no, absolutely. Yeah, maybe that's it. You know, nobody in real positions of power have, they, if I told them I had over four million downloads, they would probably think I'm lying. You know what I mean? They'd be like, "No way! There's no way! There's no way!" Um, they'd, they'd probably just say a bot did like yeah, three and a half million. They would have no idea that that the fans are out there that are craving this and are listening and downloading all of our stuff. And it's Kiefer and JT and Weege, and it's not just me. Again, it's not just me. It's all of our guests. It's Berlut and and all these guys, and they'd have no idea the things that we know and the things that we, all the people in the pits that we know and all the information we can gather. Um, so you actually probably have a, a really good point. They 
nobody listens, nobody cares, right? But uh, but it's actually yeah. silently, silently. There's a lot of majority of people that are that are are in the know, and I love it. I love it when I get riders telling me that they get fans come up to them at the track to talk to them about the show or. You know what I mean? Oh, they feel like sure. they, they feel like they know Phil and Anthony Knapp and oh, Uberloot and and absolutely and all these guys. I love that. That's that's the I, best part of the show. Yeah. Do you think that possibly there again? I'm saying about the producers. Do you think those guys' hands are tied and the producer says no? We you can't go down that road or? No, I don't think so. Not I mean, I don't, I don't think you can go down the road of like PEDs or or anything like that. Uh huh. You know that kind of stuff is bad. But when you talk about you know the new bike at Yamaha and 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 all the changes they've done and and you want to talk about the KTM and the Husky and like yeah why not right like you want to build drama yeah to, no to, to get eyeballs but right? I'm wondering if if they're if the producers don't know much about it and they just they're trying to appeal like you said to yeah. just the average well, person that could be for sure you know but I assume a guy like Jeff he must like. Like, surely he's writing it down. Like, I, I'm long retired from moto. I raced bicycles for a number of years. I retired from bicycle racing. And now I actually do some announcing for big bicycle races. Dude, I research all year. I have notes. I have it all prepared when I'm up on stage. Right? Like, yeah. yeah. Like, I'm not just throwing it out there off the top of my head. No, you got to do your and homework, like man. Ball. Yeah, that's what we said earlier. You yeah, got to do your homework. Uh, like, Jeff has to have it. It's just a question of does he want to actually I, I don't know. Yeah, it's weird. Uh, it's bizarre. Yeah. I had another quick question, sure. if you can take it. So this 250 East-West, I was working it out, and I didn't realize this, but there's going to end up being 10 rounds for the West yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. and nine for the East. Did they do anything to the pointing out rules to address this? Didn't you deal with this today, Marks? Oh, did that come up? Did my I what? actually sent a tweet about it, but um, what was it? I didn't know if that one got read or no. Not. You know what? It wasn't Mark's. It's funny that you say this, Eric, because I got a text today from somebody that I don't, I can't verify because I didn't check it out for myself. But someone today said the AMA rule book doesn't even have a ten round points in it. They don't even have a ten round limit. No, they never addressed no, it in, and, in the rules. Wow. <laughs> I went back and read Weege's article from April. Yeah where they addressed the changes in the 250 points and then, but it didn't have that. So I was kind of like, what's going to happen with this? Right. Yeah, no, welcome to the AMA, bro. Hey, they'll just, (laughs) they'll just change it with a round to go. Like they did last year, whatever suits the teams and riders. You know, if uh, if there's no rides available, then how, how how hilarious is that? Right. Like things like that happen. You just shake your head. You're like, Oh my God. You know? Yeah. I I can see it being a bit of a, you know, like, Depending yeah. on who the manufacturer is and the rider, it right. could be some some strange dealings. But yeah. well, yeah. we'll see what happens. Yeah. All right, man. All thanks. right, I'm Canadian. So thanks for the call. Got nothing in that. Right. All right. Thank you. Appreciate it. All right, Derek. What's up? You got a question about Ivan Tedesco? Yeah, just on the uh, in this day in moto on Racer X, there's a picture of him with his number one plate at PC Cowie, and he's like whipped out, jumping the Supercross jump, and he has no gloves on. I don't know if you've seen this or. Really? It looks like it's in the middle of the race, and he has no gloves on. Hold on. I'm going to pull up Racer X. I know what you're talking about. It's the first thing on the page. Oh, yeah. Yeah, what the hell? I don't know. Huh. Yeah, like, I don't know. Like, you wouldn't start a race without gloves. And, I, I'm gonna, I, I don't know. I, I am, uh, am going to text IT tomorrow and try to find this out. He's got no gloves on. Cool. That's all I had for you. Okay. All right, man. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thanks.
All right, we're done with the voicemails, right? Are we done with the voicemails? Sure. I don't know, are we? Yeah, we're done. All right. Well, Berlut, thanks, man. You have fun? Yeah, absolutely. So Come we're back. done already? Come. Yeah, we're done. Oh, okay. Yeah, we're done. All right. Um, thanks to our guests, Christian Craig, Weston Pike, Tyler Bowers, Roger Larson, Mikey Ojeda. Uh, thanks to uh, everybody for listening. Thanks to Moser and Swisscore. Berlut, I'm going to uh, name off our sponsors here. Okay. The guys that support us so much, and we love them so much. And you're going to tell me first thing that comes to your mind when I, when I name these sponsors off. Okay. Are you ready? All right. You look like you're thinking. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm not good at this, but I'm going to do Do you want to skip it? Would you rather just skip it? No, why not? Let's do it. All right. BTOsports.com. Uh, great company. This is going <laughs> to... This, yeah, it's, this it's is always bad. your fallback. This is bad. It's your fallback. <laughs> it's, it's fly racing. Uh, let's not do this. Dude. Great company. <laughs> great company. <laughs> <laughs> Look at Marx's dude, I'm terrible oh, at this that's shit. That's okay. Oh, that's I'm terrible at this. I gave you a chance to back out of it. Oh, and you said, God, let's you do did. It. I should have. Uh, race tech suspension and engines, Vortex Racing, Gear Alloy, Roost MX, Vertex Pistons, X-Brand Goggles, Michelin Star Cross 5, Maxima USA, FMF, Works Connection, Atlas Neck Brace, W Wheels, Guts Racing, Get Data. Remember, email contest at publicmechshow.com for a chance at the uh, Works Connection Start device. Uh, also, too, we gave away a Fly F2 Pike replica helmet and a, a Maxima oil kit as well. So uh, thank you, everybody, for listening. Appreciate it. Next week is uh, the Noof and Alex Ray. I can't say that we're, we're about, we use about half of those things that you have on there, your yeah. sponsors. Yeah. You know. You know W. Guts. Guts. W. Maxima. Sure. Uh, Works Connection. Works Connection, yeah. Race Tech on two of our guys. Yeah, on two of your guys. Yeah. Um, fly Racing, your rider's fly a Fly Racing, racing guy. Yeah. yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Berlut knows. Uh, yeah, so Noof and Alex Ray in studio next week. Thank you, people, for the calls. Uh, thanks to our guests. Thanks to our downloads. Thanks to our listeners. Marks, thank you. You're welcome. Good seeing did you, you fix the thing? Did you fix the thing? Thank during you, too. Did you fix what? the thing during the show that we talked about? The two things that you had to fix? Um, no. No, no, no. Lame. Yeah. Yeah, sounds about right. All right, everybody. We're out. We'll see you next Monday night. Later. Poon What the fuck? There's something I want to get off my chest. And it's about that summer when you went away to community college. I got an offer to do Playgirl magazine. And I did it. I did a full spread for Playgirl magazine. I, I mean spread, man. I pulled my butt apart and stuff, and I was totally nude, and it was weird. I, I mean, you probably didn't hear about it because I went under the name of Mike Honcho, but I just wanted you to know that. If you could hear me, if it got into your brain somehow, that I spread my butt cheeks as Mike Honcho.